Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. If you really want to be one of the best brewers there is... I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic. You better be brewing five to six times a week. A beer, every beer, is made with love, and it begs to, to be appreciated. I need something to kill the salmonella I'm kind of worried about in the eggs. Do you find that uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there? <laughs> I might sleep here tonight. It's a California <laughs> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. Yeah. How many of the brewers over there have seen your ass? That's it. Someone's getting cut tonight. All yeah. I have to say is, hey, McDowell, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. And good afternoon, everybody. Hey, welcome to the program. It's good to see your faces out there uh, listening in your car. I'm watching you. I can see you. Private eyes, dude. It's a special day in the Brewing Network world today. One of our own, our very own Schumann, gave birth to two children today. Wow. So Nikki's still pregnant? Yeah, Nikki's yeah. pregnant, but Schumann had wow. kids. His ass That's is great. killing him. Yeah, yeah, he's in trouble. No, uh, Schumann's wife uh, had uh, the Schwins uh, yeah, at wow. 3 a.m. this morning. Huh? Roger and Scarlett Schumann. Roger. And, uh, yeah, named after his father. Roger, Roger. Yeah. Nice. And uh, Scarlett, I don't know, named after the actress he wants to bang the most. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> girlfriend, that, that makes probably, sense. Yeah, an old girlfriend. Yeah. Known him. But they're a happy couple, and we congratulate them here yeah. at the BN. And, um, yeah, healthy babies, and, wow. and his wife's healthy. and Everyone's doing great. Everyone's doing great. They were not born with the Schumann nose. 
uh, oh. which, as as some of you know, is That's, enormous. You can't you can't tell uh, it at just a few hours old, can you? Uh, well, Every baby knows it's just a baby. Oh, no, it's knows. Now that's what I said too. I said, look, give it time. Maybe they're still going to grow in. But uh, as of now, they were looking like normal sized noses, which I didn't expect. I, it, I thought they'd be noses like with a, with a little face behind it. Give it a week. Yeah, right. For it grow for it to grow in. So congratulations to Schumann. Um, I'm Great. sure he's going to ruin those children. I'm going to yeah. like uh, yeah. Schumann when he has like a teenage daughter. Wouldn't that be interesting? To see oh, how he, uh, yeah. How he handles that? I see what you're getting at. Yes. And uh, yeah, he was he was a pillager. <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know how. Uh, uh, well, he He'll know all the other guys' moves, but yeah, she'll see him coming. But will she stop him? So is he going to be cool about it? Uh, uh, because <laughs> or is he going to be the protective dad uh-huh. because he knows what it you know what people can be. Yeah. You know. We should ask. Him yeah. So most guys know. are pretty protective. Yeah. Doc, why don't you uh, just grab a restaurant chair? There's plenty out there. We'll make room for you here at the desk. Yeah, um, grab one of the small ones. Yeah. Just grab one of those little guys. Doc's just getting <laughs> in the studio too. Grab a sir, ready my back rub. <laughs> and while you're at it, get us a back rub, will you? <laughs> All right, we got a great show planned for you today. I want to thank our sponsor, More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com right now and check them out. They've been sponsoring this program since day zero, and we love them for it. So go over to morebeer.com and check them out. Thank them for supporting the BN. We literally would not uh, be here today without those guys, and we absolutely love them. On today's program, we've got Free Will Brewing Company uh, on the program, and uh, John's in the studio with us. John uh, came all the way out from uh, Pennsylvania to hang out with us. Yes, I did. Hey, thanks for doing that, man. Surely. I was talking to John before the show and telling him we always uh, just appreciate people coming into the studio. It just makes it uh, – it's more fun for us. Yeah. But I also think it makes for a more interesting interview. We get to you know, talk to you directly. So thanks for doing that. Sure. And yeah. we get hammered afterwards. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. John, John muled his beer directly instead of shipping it. So you oh, know good. that 100% good. of the bottles uh, will be in the studio tonight. <laughs> right, so they're all here. Good calls. Our pilferage problem at the company here. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time for everything. That's, I think. Now, uh, I, I assume the BN Jet was comfortable enough for you? It was. It, it was good? very relaxing. Okay. There excellent. were back rubs involved. Good, good. Uh, we didn't get you the foot rub uh, person this time. Uh, she was on vacation. That was an upgrade uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, it didn't bother you that uh, all the flight attendants were male? Yeah. Not at all. Okay, because I keep, I keep trying to... Yeah, doesn't bother Scott either. He, uh, <laughs> he's all about it. It's the beards. <laughs> yeah, they tickle during the back rub. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, welcome to the to the studio, John. It's good Thank to you. have you. Um, all right, you can go over right now. If you want to get uh, prepared for the interview, you can go to freewillbrewing.com and check it out. We're going to be tasting a lot of sour beer from John today. Nice. I, I'm sure everybody's happy about Nothing that. Nothing wrong with that shit. Yeah, and of course, that's not all you do, but that's what you brought us a lot of. A lot of, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be talking a lot of sour beer tonight. Uh, you can call us up, 888-401-BEER, or hit the chat button on the homepage, and the beeve is in the, in the chat room there. She'll take your questions. She might even chat with you. I don't know. Maybe. Well, you, you do, she'll put you on ignore. Do you still speak with listeners in there, or do you just uh, ignore them unless they have a question? In the chat room? Yeah. You used to, like, interact with people, but... Uh, yeah, no, for the most part, it's it's if they have a question, I acknowledge them. It's hard to, to focus on the camera and the chat room at the same time. There's nice. too much for my little brain. Mm. <laughs> you, have a, you have a small brain. Yeah. By the well, way, she has to switch the camera like uh, once every hour. Right. That's complicated. Well, she, she should do it more, but she probably only does it once Well, she's hour. waiting for hey, the right I'm getting, time. I'm trying. What? It's getting better. Have so, you ever directed live television? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I don't check in Whatever. on the sh- I don't check in on the shows uh, all that you know the other shows all that often. But every right. now and then I do a little QC and I sure and and she knows what she's supposed to do. Yeah. I, I check in the other day. It's during the sour hour or something. And 
um, I'm listening to Moscow talk for five minutes while the camera's on Jay, mm-hmm. and I'm going, all right, maybe she's busy, and it, it finally switches to the to the main camera so I can see what she's doing. She's not busy. She's no. back on Target.com again. Right. And so I got to tell her, like, B, you don't have a lot to do back there. It's very challenging finding out if I need the white dress with the pink stars or the pink dress with the blue stars. I just need the camera on the person talking. It's three buttons. That's it. Uh, it's becoming a, uh, a running joke on that show. In the beginning, when Jay introduces the show, and hey, I'm Jay, and that's Scott, and uh, and that's Bevo, and it's it, it's we're seeing like what is going to be her reason that she's not ready to talk that week, <laughs> and it's always it's always something new. It's like she's on hold with the insurance company, or she's you know buying shoes on Target during the show. You got to stay focused on the show. And then she'll, but and then I'll say something like that, and then she'll do that thing where she points at her ears and shrugs her shoulders, like <laughs> I, can't, I can't, I don't can't hear behind the booth. <laughs> yeah, we never should have built her that booth. <laughs> I love this booth. Now I just need a curtain, and I'll just sleep back here. Yeah, yeah. All right, so there's your quarterly evaluation. (laughs) Don't expect much of a bump this week. Great. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, we've got a meeting tomorrow. Uh, All right. Let me get get through a a few announcements. Don't forget that we now have a Drunk of the Week hotline set up for you. That's right. We love hearing from drunk people so much that we set up a hotline for it. You can call 855-DRUNK-OF-THE-WEEK. It's an acronym, Uh, D-O-T-W. Sorry, it's 855-WIN-D-O-T-W. 855-WIN-DRUNK-OF-THE-WEEK. Week, and uh, we'll play your messages uh, throughout the program, or sometimes just at the end, and we'll pick the you know the funniest drunk person that called in. You could also still call in live at the end. There's just no guarantee we have time for you. But now, you know, a Tuesday night, you're feeling good. You had a few too many. Eight five five win dotw. And always call from home. Yeah, great reason to stay home <laughs> yeah. when you're when you're at your hotel. Just pick up the phone and call us. In fact, if you're in a hotel in a really cool place, yeah, give us a call. If yeah. you get lucky, I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Bevo answers the phone. <laughs> That's right. There are there are Bevo hours. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but there is the occasion that if you call that number, you might get directly to Bevo. So what does she do then? I'll just, put, uh, just transfer. Over. I, I don't know. You I don't know. know. You yeah. got to find to start out. Right? You yeah. should call in. Yeah. So. Well, Oh, okay. I say, oh, yeah, okay, hold on just a minute. And then I go to lunch. <laughs> right. And then I hang up. I don't know, Again. the phone keep the stupid phone. Justin's too cheap to buy one that won't <laughs> hang up on people. I don't know. Sorry, you lose out. Yeah. All right, 855-WIN-DOTW. Also, BNA10 is upon us. Uh, the tickets are not for sale yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is it upon us, though? Is there well, going to be a lottery for that point? What's the deal? What's the, nah, what's the I mean, it's going to be no problem getting tickets. People don't have to worry about that. I just... Whatever. Sponsors have been a nightmare this year. Oh, oh. Uh, we uh, listen. We've had some great ones, and and once we announce all the sponsors, you know how great. So you don't they know are, what to but, charge. Uh, yet. It's get, just I'm been good. it's just been tricky. Exactly. So, uh, but you can stay tuned to bna10.com. Uh, we have our location. We have the times. It's Wednesday, uh, June ten. Thank you. Uh, there will be a VIP ticket hour from six to seven p.m. where just the VIPs are allowed in, and then from seven to ten thirty is going to be the rest of the party. And uh, if you're a donor in the BN Army, if you subscribe monthly to us, you will get first dibs at those VIP tickets. And it might be the only way you're going to get VIP tickets because those usually sell out uh, within a few hours. Um, so sign up to become a recurring donor quick if you haven't already, and then your name will be on the list for us to send you an email with early access to VIP tickets. And then everybody else should be able to get in. We've got a pretty big venue. I- I'd be surprised if we, didn't, uh, if we sold out that venue. I mean, I don't think that many people are going to NHC. So. Why would they? Yeah, so we got to uh, venue. So uh, just stay tuned to BNA10.com. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about bringing out uh, Tasty's Tasting Room for that event. Uh, oh. We can get some other 
brewcasters to donate some beer, like Doc and Nate, and uh, like we yeah. did last time. We did it, uh, five years at five, the five in San Diego. We did a homebrew party. It's still legal, right? I think, they yeah. didn't. They didn't amend <laughs> oh, no, that. Okay. Uh, oh. They didn't amend that law. Oh wait a minute! I think they, I think it's still fine. Uh, no, let me just check. It's not a charity. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Well, no, it's a charity event. Yeah, there actually, a, yeah, is. our benefactor is Beer for Boobs this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Then we can. That's right. No, there's, uh, there's definitely it, it's a charity event. As a, uh, actually, last year's the only year I think in a long time that it was. It's not a charity event, huh. um, but this time it's a, a charity event. We're raising money uh, for boobs. Oh, that's a great cause. Yeah, Beer for Boobs, and um, yeah. So let me just double check. But I'd love to have Tasty's Tasting Room back. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll come with one cake. I was okay. You've got one. You might just pour during the VIPR. That's it. Tasty Tasting Room is great because neither of you have to do anything. <laughs> right? It is. It's, it's the pretty best good. thing ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a lot of beer. Show up with the banners, what I do. So, where would you like people to email if they're going to send beer for Tasty Tasting well, Room? Well, send beer. I'd rather people bring beer. I'd like so but that, still, you want to get them all lined up. Should they email you directly, or you want them to email <laughs> well, Bevo? I it would be pretty much just the, the, the brewcasters. We wouldn't have like four beers on. Oh, that's like not going to be. It won't be enough beer. No, it's just for the VIPR. Oh, you don't want to do tasting room for everybody else. You just want to do VIP. Yeah. You got enough beer, Doc? Yeah, I'll make some. Okay. I'll drag the thing out. I'll make beer. Okay. Anybody else have beer? Jippy? I don't have beer, no. You can make some by then, though. Yeah. Eco brew, right? Probably, yeah. Nate will bring some. Might be able to knock out five gallons or so? Sure. That'd be cool. Yeah, just just press that button. Nate always has some. We can count on Nate. Now, are we shipping beer is the question. Beardy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you guys were going to ask me. I was waiting. Um, Politely. Yeah. Were you going to sulk the rest of the night if I moved, <laughs> if I just moved on and didn't ask it you? It wouldn't be the first time. Um, well, by definition, that was him asking you. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, yeah, now right. that he asked me, I'm ready to answer. And? Um, I could, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah. So we're, 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 are we shipping a pallet or something again this year so we could actually? Beardy's nickname should just uh, be Brakes. I'm driving down. Okay. And I got the trailer, so there you go. Go. I'm driving the BNRV with the trailer, so I think we are ripped. Trailer. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. Oh. Yeah. God bless you. When are you going to have the BNRV painted green? I don't know. I've been thinking about that. I want to make sure that it's not going to like just disintegrate on the road first. So I think it needs a few trips. Uh, Good confidence in it. You know, well, the new paint job might hold it together. <laughs> right, yeah. So. Paint acts By like the blue. looks of the outside, it's really a great RV. It runs great. It's Jamel's old RV, listeners that don't know. And um, he wanted the BN to have it. And it, it run, mechanically, the thing's a, a beast. It's fantastic. Well. On uh, the outside, you know, it's a little, uh, it's a little rough. There's some just cracks, like, yeah. just like Jamil. There's some saggy <laughs> yeah. parts. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot like Jamil. Then there's some parts uh, that need more lube than you, others. You should yeah. make sure the hitch is held on with more than just baling wire before you hook uh, the trailer. Up. That's just the that's just the electrical connection, not the hitch. Oh, okay. okay. The hitch is fine. All right. Um, JP does make a good point. We, we should use like porch paint. Ooh. You know, just the real thick stuff. Hold, yeah, because there are parts of the outside that are that are sagging, and they shouldn't be. Like you don't know if they're gonna fall completely off. I was driving it the other day, and things going along fine, and then all of a sudden, the whole thing starts shimmying back and forth, and uh, I think we're about to blow a tire, Uh-oh. actually. So that's not too bad. You know, it's a tire. Uh, so there, I want to get through some trips before I decide if we can afford to spend any money painting the thing. Or we can just do a rattle can job on it. Well, no, I just make sure you use a roller. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, good, the fine pr- uh, kind. Yeah. Uh, Matt. All right, all right. Anyway, so we can get beer down there, Tasty. Great. Yeah. We're good. Let's, well, if, okay. let's see if we can pull this off. Okay. All right. I like this idea. We'll need some local cellaring, if you will, to volunteers down there yeah. to have some setups for us. Because we're just going to bring beer. We're not going to bring – well, I guess we can bring everything else, too. 
that you mentioned. Let's talk. We'll figure it out. All right. Okay. So just stay tuned to BNA10.com. Also, you can go over to our YouTube page and watch our on-the-road videos. You can meet the BNRV, the bunker, if you want to. Just go to YouTube.com slash Brewing Network. And we've got two episodes of the Rogue Trip up there, and the third one's coming out this week, the third and final one. And then we're getting ready to go to the uh, Firestone Invitational Absolutely. again this year. Yeah. Uh, Tasty, you going with us? Sure. All right. That a boy. Not uh, in the RV, though. Uh, no, I figured you wouldn't go no. in the RV. It's, it's not your thing. <laughs> if it was sagging before, <laughs> right. he avoids sagging things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if yeah, if you fall asleep in the RV, we're going to sharpie you. And I might, I might still do that. <laughs> what, yeah. what weekend is it? It's uh, thirty. I got no thirty. Doc, you're out. I got no more tickets. I, do <laughs> I, I forgot that you're free now. The one year I can go. I know. Yeah. I got Shit, I got to get in the habit of, of that Doc's allowed to say yes to things now. <laughs> I'm not in the habit. Uh, so I got uh, my set number of tickets, and they've all been allocated, Doc. Wow. See who's your friend next. <laughs> yeah, by the way, can you help fix a couple things in the RV before we go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All booked up now. Uh, yeah. Let me let me see if I can. Taryn's really looking forward to coming along with us. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> right. People who don't even care. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're getting ready for that. We're going to do a couple videos. Uh, is it this Wednesday? This Wednesday, we're going up to Russian River for a special Sour Hour recording, right? Indeed. Yep. We're going to record from the uh, new uh, Russian River Brewery. It's the same location, but they now have a new brewery inside of it, and they have a tasting room there. And uh, you guys are doing a special recording of the Sour Hour with uh, who's going to be on? Yeah, stoked for that. Rob Todd from Allagash yeah. and Jean Vanois from uh, Cancion. Beautiful. And uh, Vinny, of course. Okay. And uh, Jay and myself, and I, you too. I mean, you're, you're coming. We're bringing the mobile studio, so it'll be a yeah. cacophony of beer voices. What an all-star sour yeah. uh, panel. Sounds great. Those yeah. guys. Tall Alex uh, was stoked. You know he, I'm going to be there. He's coming along. T- I, yeah, Tasty's on the way. And Beautiful. Man, you can't pass that up. It's a once-in-a-lifetime uh, gathering there, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Except for they do it every year, but for us. <laughs> for us. They let us in once, yeah. yeah. I've never uh, been to Russian River. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, Bevo said that the other day. Yeah, can't believe that's that true. Possible. Because there's not a target like nearby. Oh, yeah. Doc, shut up. <laughs> well, so, yeah. so you coming on Wednesday or what? Yes. Oh, oh well, there you go. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Well, I can't believe you. Again, I'm not invited. <laughs> oh, I forgot Doc's allowed to say yes to things. Yeah, I know. See? Doc, want to go? A, it's a hard Doc's habit in. to, to right. get into. Uh, you got to get out of work early because the broadcast's at 4 on Wednesday. So. Yeah, someone's someone's mouth can wait. You know, just probably. they'll probably have their teeth Thursday morning. It'll be fun. <laughs> right. Well, no, I won't be in there Thursday morning. I tell you. All right, so that's this Wednesday. I don't know that it's open to the public. You had to buy tickets no, to the um, event happening I mean, afterward. And cannot then, be. It's not a very small room. Uh, the, the event is actually the next day. We're doing it the uh, Wednesday night. The event yeah. is Thursday. Oh, and so we're just getting a sneak peek because I, I figured everyone was coming into town a day early. So I snuck because Thursday is going to be nuts for them. So we can still go to the pub afterward then. Yeah, yeah. sure. Because it's open to the pub. Oh, although I, when I was oh, talking, when, but it's not the event. The event's yeah, yeah, not the, the event. event. Right. Although well, I, sh- I don't need an event to go hang out. I mean, no, it's great. Idea. I was talking to Natalie when we were setting this up and she was saying that it's farmers market nights on wednesday nights yeah. and it's just a mess like the brew pub is already insane you can imagine russian uh, river the weights there yeah but the the farmers market nights she said it's a weird mix of like a million families and also a million gangbangers <laughs> and so it's a weird crowd and there's so many people and it's wow. a, it's a, a mess okay. so we can try maybe but, they'll sneak us in the back or something but it's a shit show interesting 
We need messy Wednesday nights here. Yeah. Gangbangers need farm fresh produce also. <laughs> yeah, so that's not right? really that surprising. Yeah, I can't stay alive without a little salad. Is this parsley fresh? <laughs> Is that your Mexican voice? <laughs> that's my gangbanger yeah. voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't call it Mexican because that's racist. Sorry. So, so uh, right. wh- 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 why are these uh, brewery, these guys three guys together here? What's the we should tell a bit about what the They did a collaboration is. beer, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The, the Wild Friendship, they call it, collab. Okay. Right. I believe last year was the, the first name. year, right? And they did it at Cantillon. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're yeah bringing it to Russian River this year. And they're actually flying to Maine the next day, Friday, to go do an event at Allagash as well. Okay. And, um, and they're going to brew at Allagash, too? I, no, it's a made beer. They're just... Uh, Releasing it. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's the beer they made at Cantillon. Yeah, I assume we're, are we tasted on the show? I mean, are, you guys, are you guys going to taste it on the show? If you're I'm sure. Yeah, they'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll, yeah. they'll look it up. Yeah, like a half an ounce for each of us. Right, exactly. <laughs> you, have to, you have to raise it. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I don't know if you can come see us now. You can come see us at the pub afterward, but uh, we'll put up that show as quickly as possible. It's going to be one hell of a, a great sour hour. All right, uh, you can support the program by doing your Amazon shopping. Just hit the Amazon link on our homepage, um, and then a little bit of cash goes to us, and you just do your shopping as normal. Uh, do we have an Amazon product of the week? Yeah, it's the uh, Nissen Top Ramen Chicken 3-ounce packets, a 24 count. There's twelve fifty nine for a 24 count of these things. We got uh, 94 cents. Mm. I, something about the um, the modernness of ordering things on Amazon yeah. and the old school broke nature of Top Ramen. Right. Well, you know, uh, well, you old habits now. die hard, yeah, I and I so. was hungry at the time when I was online. <laughs> well, it's free two day shipping. Yeah, Amazon free. Prime. What's the that? difference? Why yeah. you get out of bed when you can just have it delivered to the door? <laughs> you spend all your money on gas for the RV, Jay. Is that it? <laughs> yes. So now I'm on ramen. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm back on ramen. It would have been nice. Amazon if- Prime account costs like a hundred bucks a year. Did it go up? Oh, that was like sixty nine. So it went up to a hundred, oh. and. Uh, it's worth it. Maybe it worth it. you could eat better if you didn't spend your money on Prime. No, no, no. Listen, no. you're all wrong yeah. on this. A hundred bucks a, couple a year of things. Like saves you on the grocery 10 store bucks. It's a hundred bucks a year, and you, you get all the movies. You get the entertainment, too. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the fast shipping, and then you get, like, half of Kate and I's groceries come from Amazon. Yeah. They just show up on our porch at regular intervals. Yeah. It's the perfect automation. By the way, it says the gal who spent $2 on water with cu- with cucumber slices in it. So <laughs> let's, I, not, you did? let's not go too far with this. Can I, brush she teeth did. Then? She's holding it up. Wait, can I just say that I have refilled this water bottle like four or five times today, so I'm getting my money's worth. How do they get the cucumbers in there? It's but like the pirate ship in a bottle over, <laughs> they, over they, there. Right, they build the bottle around the cucumber. In there? there are one, two, there are five slices. This is for, first of all, this is from Whole Foods, so $1.99 is a good, good price. Cheapest thing in the store. <laughs> And cucumber water. It's delicious. Is and it? I don't like water, so if it has some taste. I don't like water. Why don't like cucumber? What human doesn't like water? It, you, you're, the kind you who need wants it. to retire in a double wide. <laughs> I find air Good disgusting. Stop picking on me. <laughs> it's yeah. just so gross. Because <laughs> please, uh, please always spray Glade in front of me because I just don't really like air. Right. right. Febreze <laughs> makes life worth living. Febreze and Mountain Dew. Oh, man. All right, uh, get all these updates and more over on Twitter. And that. Send your show ideas to Scott the Jew. That's scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Um, hey, you guys remember the uh, the Boston Beer Company? No. Uh, yes. Sure you do. The Long Shot Competition is back. Oh, the yeah. Long Shot American Homebrew Competition from Sam Adams. Recognizes the top homebrewers across the country. You might remember that our good friend here, Tasty, has won before. Uh, another good friend of ours, Alex Drobshoff, has won. Uh, several other wonderful homebrewers from across the country. And you can have your chance to do it, too. Um, Let's see. What do you have to do? 
Make oh, sure. this year it's a battle of East versus West. Which yeah, it'll I, be really interesting. I'm I, kind of excited for it. Yeah, yeah, it kind of gives you something to root for. You can, uh, yeah. you know. We could use some more division in this country. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, one creative homebrew chosen from each side of the Mississippi. Uh, so that'll be fun. Learn more about the Sam Adams Long Shot Competition and enter to win over at samueladams.com slash longshot. The homebrew submission window is May 1st to May 16th, so you're in it right now. Yeah. You only have until the, the 16th, so you need to submit. Go get all the information about how to do that at samueladams.com slash longshot. Top finalists win a trip to the Great American Beer Festival uh, Festival in Denver um, where the winners will be announced. So if you just for being a finalist, you uh. get to go. Go to GABF. And then there they announce the winner. Uh, Sam Adams will brew each winning homebrew, uh, which will then be released in a, vi- a variety pack and distributed all across the country. So you get to have your beer uh, everywhere. You don't have to send it to those distant relatives. You just tell them go to the store and buy it. Plus, winners will receive five grand in cash. That's yeah. great shit. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. 5K is a lot of money. It is. That's serious dough. You can buy a lot of ramen with $5,000. Oh, yeah. You Absolutely. Know. You can donate a, a lot, lot of the shoes at Target, too. Yeah, that's right. All right, so go check it out. Bevo, you got some denter? No. <laughs> I spent all my money on tips. She has a cucumber beer. <laughs> on tips? When you got delightful. your five grand, you tipped out yeah, with I mean, it? not immediately. I mean, like, yeah. over time. Sure. I didn't tip like an idiot. Like, you didn't just drop that one 5K for a... For you. Yeah. Deposit, oh, I deposited it. Like, you know, I just yeah. you know, kept track. <clears throat> not a boy. All right, let's do a little feedback, shall we? Let's do it. Feedback's brought to you by our good friend John over at Beer Law Center. You can go to BeerLawCenter.com and check it out. He protects our trademark, and he can protect yours, too, and and you probably need it. So go check him out, BeerLawCenter.com. All right, apparently this first feedback is an addendum to some feedback that was read on the 420 show. Yes. Uh, that was a show you hosted, oh, right, JP? That's correct. So I was Because I, I was reading going, this doesn't sound familiar. Am I getting old again? But, Probably uh, both. But I didn't read it. All right. Jakers writes in, I'm seconding that Scott should shut up about politics. I'm also seconding that Nicole should shut up about politics. <laughs> uh, every time you start talking about non-beer-related politics, any fun in the show comes to a screeching halt. Listening to Scott struggle to make some political quip about every single story uh, was fun for a bit, but now the fun's worn off and the awkwardness is all that remains. <laughs> He goes on to say, I'm sure he just made a remark about not talking anymore, <laughs> if he, which he didn't. Uh, if he does, tell him uh, to nut up and accept some constructive criticism. If he complains about that, tell him that that's a direct Scott Moskowitz quote from Jakers. So he's like a fan, not fan. I don't understand yeah. the, not, the not talking part. What does that mean? That you would have said, well, fine, I'm just not going to talk anymore. He's arguing with he you. Saying that you would have, say that? Uh, well, not this time, but he's yeah. saying that you would have said that. It's as if he's bannering. He's anticipating that you'd say, fine, I just won't talk anymore. Yeah. There was like a which pause. you have done before. There was like a pause, and the pause was for you to... You don't say that. Like no. you were supposed to jump in and be like, well, fine, I'm just not going to talk well, well, anymore. But is, that a, is that a thing that I say? No, you, you have I think it's before. a thing you have said. Yeah. I don't know if that makes it a thing yeah. that you say. Huh. Okay. I think it's a thing that you have said. Okay. So uh, the feedback in, in reference was uh, it was uh, I was I think it was wasn't it like Nicole saying that every that she tries to wedge her political beliefs or was it against you? It was a, yeah. The That's feedback right. I was like uh, you know I don't think Nicole was that annoying and what's oh. annoying is when Scott talks politics and. He, you know, he's the only guy who does that, and he should stop or something. I see. But Nicole talks politics all the time. So does everybody in this room. I don't. <laughs> oh, during the news, yeah. yeah. Frankly, every but all the listeners complain at one time or another that we're all annoying. That's true. 
This is your time. I see. I disagree. <laughs> Welcome to your time. Actually, Bevo's never been called annoying. She's the one of us that's never been called annoying. Because anyway, I'm here polite. it is right here. It was, it was from, uh, from Peter. It says, Dear Brewcasters, I had to write in to defend Nicole. She got drunk on air and was loud. Big fucking deal. At least she doesn't try to wedge her political agenda into ah, every segment like that Sean that, Hannity impersonator right. Scott. Exactly. But, but the thing is, is she, she does do that. It's just this guy agrees with her so he doesn't hear it. I see. He must not be her Facebook friend. <laughs> oh, and she has boobs. <laughs> right. It's it uh, politi- right. it's just politics is just a reality of existence. I mean, you can't talk news stories without being political in some way. So don't listen to the news if you don't like it. All or right. Stop talking. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that's from Jakers. Steve from Connecticut writes in, Dear Chode Smiths. <laughs> I don't think we've ever been called that. Oh, no, I think it's a new one. That's cool. That's, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Thinking outside of the box. More like stinking outside the box. I just wanted to let you know that I've got two horses in the race for the second round of NHC, Brewing Network Club, of course. Yeah. 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 We have a winner. Are we a real club? Uh, Tacey, have you seen any point tallies? You know, I just uh, did a cursory look at each of the divisions, and, and uh, I think the Brewing Network is... Uh, you know, we back up there again. Doing really good. Yes, good. yes, no, sir. Too bad. How about does? Not that that good. They're only one division, one reach. Yeah, actually, yeah. they do have beers in other regions. I don't know why people are doing that. But quaff, quaff. They're in a lot of regions. Uh, you know, you yeah. some strategy there. Yeah, and uh, a lot of strategy there. Because you guys are in the same regions, it's like you know they may have got five, you got six. I see six five. I don't know. Somebody may have ran the numbers. But. So what's your prediction? Quaff and the BN uh, neck and neck at the end again. I would, definitely. I hope so. But yeah. I think it's going to be the, I, it, the it, se- it seems like uh, Brewing Network has sheer numbers. Okay, and yeah. Quaff looks like they're... Winning they're, some they're good pos- medals. They're positioning themselves. I, I looked at some a lot of the other uh, uh, centers around, yeah. and, and they seem to be well dispersed. Good for them. Yeah, they okay. did pretty well. All right, good. Looking forward to tasting some good beer. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, also, and mostly, JP must be really busy since he can't find the time to respond to emails regarding the Dr. Homebrew show. I understand it must be very hard to be such a dick nose. <laughs> it actually really is difficult. <laughs> yeah. It's a well-honed skill. A though dick I'll, nose. Though I'll say his broadcasting <laughs> skills are markedly improved. There Keep up go. the mediocre work. There you says. go. Are you not responding to Dr. Homebrew emails now? No. Now. What do you mean now? <laughs> Get with the fucking program. Uh, no, Steve, I may not ever have your email. Everyone that I have gotten an email from in the past six months has been responded to and uh, most likely... Booked, really. We're booked through August. So uh, I may have I may have missed it. I don't know, man. Send me an email again. JP is the worst emailer I've ever known. I'm and not because it, yeah. he does. He's not there using email all the time. He's, I, I don't know if you don't know how to use it or, or your mm. email's just broken. Maybe but, both. But uh, you, you do have a lot of missing emails. Yeah. A lot of emails. Probably. Missing. I tried it. Well, I tried to, like, set up, uh, um, you know, uh, organizational, you know, whatever. Things. And then they break down the next day because <laughs> I, I break down and I go, well, I'll just do it later. I see. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. Don't worry about it, though, Steve. Just email me again, dude. Send it Stop in being... again, Steve from Connecticut. Stop being a puss. All right, Jeff writes in, I wanted to share some exciting competition news where my beers have represented the Brewing Network Homebrew Club. My bourbon barrel-aged double IPA scored a 39 and placed wow. third in the first round of NHC and is on to the finals. Well, there you go. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I don't believe it. A bourbon barrel-aged double IPA? Yeah. I don't believe that at all. Well, he also says that the beer has done very well in other competitions. So it uh, must be something. So. Wow. My Chardonnay French oak-aged Saison scored a 40 <laughs> 
and won gold in the Liquid Poetry Slam. Another great name. New Belgium. <laughs> sorry, what? Uh, New Belgium selected it as their pro-am entry this year. So very excited to brew with New Belgium and represent the Brewing Network at GABF in this year's pro-am competition. That is also awesome, man. Yeah. Oh. Says, I've been listening for two to three years now and uh, have learned a lot from you guys and your guests. I owe a lot of my success to the Brewing Network. Cheers from Jeff. Well, thanks, Jeff. Congrats, man. Yeah, way to go. All right, Jim writes in, hey, BN crew, I wanted to take uh, a minute to thank you for this week's session. I think he meant last week. Uh, my wife and I got some pretty bad news on Tuesday, and listening to the session really helped me get through the day. I've been listening about six years, and while I've always enjoyed the shows, I saw that there was a, a new session, and I knew the day was going to be a little less terrible. The content was great, as always, but more than that, I got to virtually sit in with you guys and relax for a few hours. So thanks for that. Uh, I know this is uh, not a normal feedback email, but I wanted you to know that because of the great work that you guys do, not just on the session, but all the other shows on the network, you're probably making somebody's day suck a little less. Take care. Thank you. Well, that's nice of you to say, yeah. Jim. Thank you. We well, like days sucking less. You guarantee it's not Beverly's. Her day is sucking more and more each show we put on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So is her, her skills in the booth. <laughs> uh, What's this worse? Uh, her skills in the booth or my email skills? That's a tough. That should be today's Twitter game. (laughs) That's a tough question. (laughs) Man. All right. Flo writes in. Flo. He says, "Holy shit!" He writes in about once a month. (laughs) Does he? Okay. Uh, (laughs) I get it. I get it. Weeks after I sent in my feedback, I listened to the podcast from 4:20, and you guys totally read my feedback. Thanks. Two things instantaneously happened as I heard it. One, immediate and absurd amounts of pride and honor for being selected. How are people selected? Actually, don't tell me. (laughs) No, you don't want to know. Two, I half-choked mid-jog when I remembered what I wrote. And furthermore, heard JP read it on air. Not because that's not who I am, but sometimes, like a new puppy, that can't control itself when company arrives so that it pees on the floor, I got real drunk. And pee on floors and say rash and crude things to people I really admire or something. Metaphors always break down. Like this one. Uh, anyway, I just mean to say that, that I, when I said thank you so much for everything, for giving us listeners kick-ass info, et cetera, et cetera, I was genuine. And more importantly, I truly hope I didn't offend anybody with anything I said. Your presence in the industry is extremely important to me. And again, thank you. And uh, hopefully I'll meet you. Thank you, Flo. Um, I don't remember what he said. He, say anything uh, so offensive? he works at uh, Bear Republic. He's about four months in. Uh, he said he's getting trained on the brew house now. And um, he says uh, he listens to us as the, he cleans out takes of Racer 5 and Centrifuge and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he basically said um, the only bad things he said was uh, he, he doesn't, he's not sure why everyone hates me yet, but he's sure he'll get there. Uh, beardy, uh, shut your face. Oh, yeah. And that's about it. Like, really. Yeah. Oh. Sounds like he was on point yeah. with, with most things. Really? Typical, uh, I, I appreciate the apology. <laughs> he needs to be way more mean to, to need to apologize. Yeah. yeah. All right. Kevin writes in, uh, hey, jackasses, just writing in to let you know, uh, while you're not on the Windows phone store, which I believe we discussed <laughs> last week, people can still get them uh, just by copying and pasting the address of the podcast RSS into the podcast app. A bit annoying, but still pretty simple. One of the perks of deciding to go with a phone that no one knows exists, and yes, they still do make Windows phones, uh, are that, they pretty, uh, that they're pretty awesome. You'd think JP would be all over them with all his annoying as shit just bing it all the time. Hmm. Uh, cheers from Kevin, proudly sent from my Windows phone. <laughs> Kevin owns the 
second Windows yeah. phone I've ever heard of. But I like how he, he amended his signature in his email. First of all, it's amazing how many people email from their phones. I, I never do because it's retarded. But uh, then he, he put the word proudly. Like, proudly. who's proud of their phone? I mean, I like my he droid, is. but like... I would never call myself proud to own a piece of technology that overpays. Well, I think for. he's proud that he's one of two <laughs> Americans that yeah. owns a Windows yeah, phone. Still in the, something to Bill be. Gates isn't even proud of using yeah. Yeah. Windows phone. Yeah, still Bill Gates has an iPhone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not using that piece of shit. Yeah. My mom has a Windows phone. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, it's Windows 95? Dog. She doesn't know how it works. What's the operating <laughs> system? It's a jitterbug Windows. <laughs> uh, that's great. It's possible that that's the default. Proudly sent from my Windows phone. Yeah, like, let's see. Because they're trying to sell it. Yeah. Uh, I think your mom's Windows phone is actually just yelling out Windows at people. Bebo! <laughs> I need Sorry, dinner. I need my prescription. She's, she just yells out the window. That's not a Windows phone, Bebo. That's her yelling out Windows. She gets her megaphone and opens the window. Bebo and Sam, I'm on my they Windows live, phone. They just live downstairs. Hey! Bebo! Ring! <laughs> Ring! Uh, you are a jerk! And Sam Ow. doesn't open the window and just says, let it go to voicemail. I like, I like that her mom sort of sounds like Sam. Uh, hey! Hey! Hey, Sam! <laughs> she thinks he can't hear if she doesn't sound like him. Hey! That's her Windows phone. I can't get the window open. God damn it. I need to call the technician. <laughs> Sam! <laughs> she walks downstairs. Sam. All right. Finally, uh, your spam of the week is from Helen. Hi, Helen. That's me. It's my grandma. Uh, hang on. Tears in my eyes. Uh, hi. I came across your email contact while I was looking up for my friend. <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I love the outdoors, animals, enlightening conversation, and compassionate. <laughs> I work in the medical field and love my clients. I am not materialistic. I enjoy life on life terms. If you like to hike, fish garden, <laughs> and cook, there's no qualifier. It's just, that's the sentence. If you like to hike, fish garden, and cook, need someone to talk to and have a good conversation with, <laughs> it would be a good conversation. This one I want to respond to. I'm looking for someone who is also independent. Please be honest and trustworthy, as I cannot stand someone who is fake. <laughs> Says the spam. That is the best yeah. line in all of our spams of the week. If you would like to send me a message, and let's see what happens. Again, that starts as a question, and there's no... Uh, if this seems a good match for you, reply back and learn more about each other. With pictures. Tell me a little <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell me a little about yeah. yourself if you do decide to respond. From Helen and her email address for those of you out there is just Helen Ten at gmail dot com. She seems like a match for oh. you. I think you guys should write to her and see yeah. it, well yeah. only if you like hike, fish garden, and cock. Oh cook. <laughs> cook. <laughs> Sorry. Normally I, I oh. try to steer away well, from two the, out of three the, ain't bad. the the broken English ones, but this right. is such uh, it's such filled with irony. I I, I couldn't I couldn't help myself it's a good one i love it so, is fish garden one word that's what no. i was wondering but there's no, no it's, oh, it's two words fish. but there's no comments i uh, like uh, to hike fish uh, fish, fish gardening garden. is new it's a new thing fish garden and cook yeah what do you do you stick them head down or head up <laughs> yeah it's just it's gardening you... like the pilgrims where like the indians taught the pilgrims you put a, a fish in the you know crops and it neutralizes oh, the things nice. oh yeah. that's fish gardening yes thank you, you sure. you're <laughs> fucking dumb dude if he's been doing his research i think that's how they make ludafisk right you just bury the fish ludicrous yeah you know yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. It's a Norwegian thing. 
Let's take a break, shall yeah, we? Let's go the it's starting to sound like we need it. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Free Will Brewing Company, and we're going to drink their beer. That's right. All of it. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back after these messages. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to MoreBeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? First Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com hey my brewing brothers and sisters this is jamel zanisha and i love a bold hoppy beer when it spits resin in your face and makes you cry uncle there are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get. 
including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering, but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Got some good beer in front of us now we're going to be talking about. First, going to be talking about a Kolsch here with Free Will Brewing Company. Kolsch. Before we move on, I want to remind you about, uh, since we've been talking about NHC, the, the National Homebrewers Conference, which is such a good time, uh, I wanted to remind you that our good friends over at White Labs are putting together a homebrew yeast workshop. Uh, that, that is happening on June 10th, the same day as our anniversary party, in fact, uh, which is no problem because they're doing it earlier in the day, and then our party doesn't start till like, uh, 6. So uh, it's early registration right now until May 10th, and you get a pretty big discount if you go register by May 10th. If you go to whitelabs.com right now, and you can click on the education button, and you're going to see it there. It's the Homebrew Yeast Workshop and Webinar. If you're serious at all about homebrewing or, or you want to improve your beer, this is exactly the kind of thing that, that you should be doing. Doing. You know, Jamil on this program started it, and, and, and we've just been echoing it ever since, that making great homebrew is, is fermentation, fermentation, fermentation. And so to know how to do that, you got to know your yeast. And, and who better to learn that from than Chris White over at White Labs. So I want you guys to take this class, especially you BN Club members who are going to come out. I want you to learn more about yeast. Go over to whitelabs.com and click on the education button and sign up early by May 10th to save yourself some cash for the Homebrew Yeast Workshop. Now, it's also a webinar, so you don't have to be in San Diego to take it. You can take the web version of it, uh, which is how I graduated college. And I like it's that. fine. I mean, look how far I got that way. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, Internet classes are great. Uh, no, but you can take a webinar, and you really get the, the same uh, experience. They'll give you everything you need uh, that way, too, so that you can succeed with the course. So go check it out, uh, whitelabs.com slash education, and you'll see it right there on the list. Especially if you're coming to, to San Diego, you should take it. And even if you're not, you can do the webinar. All right, so go check it out. Beardy, you should take it again. I know you already took yeah. these classes, but go take it again. I mean, what the hell do you have to do? Right, I need to learn how to homebrew now. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. you're a pro, you need to right. go back and learn how to homebrew. Yeah, fix everything that I missed. Yeah, that's what happens to all you pro brewers, John. You go pro and you forget how to When's the last time you homebrewed? Uh, before I opened the brewery. Ah, okay. So, <laughs> there you go. If I, I don't blame you one second. It's, I, last time I homebrewed was before I started the Brewing Network. So I Gave all my stuff away. Yeah. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. To a, a very lucky friend? Several. Uh, okay. Yeah. Homebrew Club, a couple other people. Uh, what kind of stuff did you give away? Did you have a big fancy all-grain system or what? I had 350-quart coolers with uh, bazooka screens in them, and we had a 55-gallon uh, stainless kettle. That I still have, but we had a 30-gallon kettle for a hot liquor tank. That got sold burners got given away the coolers all got given away okay 
So we're here talking to John Stemmler. Uh, am I saying that right, John? Yep. Yeah, John Stemmler uh, from Free Will Brewing Company. And you can go over to, if you want to look it all up yourself, you can go to freewillbrewing.com and look up the beers that we're going to try tonight. We're starting with the Kolsch here. And why don't we just do that? You know, usually I go right into the history, but let's talk about this Kolsch. It's in our glass. It's cold. It's fresh. You flew it out here on the BN Jet. <laughs> Um, Doc, you're going to like this one. This, I, is, this is a Kolsch Kolsch. Yeah, I think it's tasting well, great. Mo- most Kolsches I get are not. Um, not Kolschy? No. They're, they're, it's like, well, it's yellow. They don't they're even care. Like, <laughs> is Kolsch enough? And so I, I'm, I'm waiting for a disappointment. Yeah. Every time I – and I'm not. I'm not disappointed Thank at you. all. So what makes a, a Kolsch Kolschy, Doc? Is it the- it's, got, it's got a very distinct taste to it. Uh, and if you've had a few Kolsches – that's what you're looking for. It's clean, bright, but not pilsnery. Yeah, correct. It's, it's very, it's very close, but it's not, not like a pilsner. Yeah. So my thought was, and and I am no BJCP judge, but I kind of start with with pilsner because it has that pilsner malt, malt flavor, but it's it's far lighter, it's far cleaner, and it it dries out on my palate a, a lot a lot sooner. It's it's almost like a Pilsner light to me, but I don't mean watered down because a Kolsch is still full of flavored. So when I say light, I, I don't mean watered down. I just mean it. it's like a Pilsner, but less. It's, it's very distinct. It, to me, it doesn't taste like any other beer. It's a Kolsch or it's not a Kolsch. It's the yeast. It's all the yeast. And it's doing a lot of work. Is that, yeah, what, makes, what do you think makes a Kolsch, Well, it's, it's, it's a hybrid between uh, you know, like a Pilsner and uh, a nice German ale, in my opinion. I get a little bit of nuttiness to it, but the yeast is doing so much lifting in this beer. Okay. Get a little bit of apple, a little bit of pear. Uh, I um, do get that, yeah. A little bit of both. Which are with that, those are some dangerous flavors to work with, right? Uh-huh. Especially if you're going to have it judged somewhere. Yep. Because someone could say those are off flavors. Well, you look at the style; it's right where it's supposed to be. There yeah. should be a little bit of fruit to it. Okay. Just enough. This one's fermented at like 57 degrees. Okay. This definitely has a little bit of the the apple, mm-hmm. a little bit of pear. If you ha- if you had a pilsner that was a little fruity because of off flavors, w- could you mistake it for a Kolsch? It's no. like, yeah, it's just an estuary pill. You mess up a lager, everybody knows. <laughs> They're different off flavors. Yeah, the, and lower hop character, parent. too, yeah. in a Kolsch. And so that's another thing that uh, is missing from a Kolsch is that, you know, since we're comparing it to Pilsner, is that sulfury flavor, I, I think, that you get Sometimes from a— Sometimes you can get some sulfur from a Kolsch. I mean, you can? We've definitely picked them up on occasion. It depends yeah. on how, how long our free rise and how, how warm it actually gets. Okay. I feel like this beer has that a little bit. A little bit. I don't taste it at all in this one. Hmm. I actually want to keep a little bit in there, just so you know it was fermented cold. That way you know you're not, there's no cheating involved, things like that. So 57 is your fermentation mm-hmm. temp for this. And is that a, a pretty normal range for a Kolsch yeast? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, really? That seems low to me. Yeah. Eh. I, I mean, I, anything, even even 61, I've noticed very elevated esters. All right. But, I mean, Kolsch is a hybrid beer. I mean, it's a hybrid because it's a you know a lager yeast at an ale temperature. Well, we used to actually lager ours to drop out some of these because, as anybody knows, Kolsch yeast really sucks to clear. Yeah. So we used to lager it, but now we actually um, just do a, a, a one-week crash, and then we do 10 micron filtration to get the yeast out. Oh, okay. Smart move. Uh, what so how do what you, strain are you using? Um, it's a... Uh, a, a Y.E.S. brand. Okay. Y.E.S. 65. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's all right. You're allowed to say that. Just make yeah. sure. <laughs> His eyes darted around the he room. Did, as yeah, he said, uh, it's funny, Joe. People so do that all the time, and, and I'm like, it's all right. We're, you know, I'll kick your ass after the show, but on exactly. the show, it's fine. Yeah. I use both strains. I mean, you do? But I generally use the, the Smack Packs uh, for most of my strains. I do White Labs for a bunch of stuff. In fact, I, I got to meet Chris White down in Asheville oh, yeah. last May. I did a yeast class with him. 
So if you say you generally used smack packs, does that mean you're, you're growing up your own pitches? I propagate everything from an independent pitch, yes. Okay. So I you just buy like strengths. I do as a home brewer and yep. then grow it up yourself. Yep. Can't get away from my roots. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I do multiple stage buildups every time. Inherent with any uh, startup brewery that doesn't have a lot of money, there are in- inherent contaminant possibilities. So we independently pitch every 15 or 30 barrel batch. Okay. And just and build it up every time. And how many generations, if you know what I mean? Would that be when you go to actually use it as a batch? Uh, four. Four generation. Yeah, and then we, we're done. Nice. Okay. You might get more consistency that way in terms of, I mean, like if you got a new pitch of, say, an adequate size, the whole pitch, you may have a different result than you're getting with your fourth generation. Agreed. Type. I mean, I, I've gotten pitchable quantities shipped across mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, me being on East Coast, it, I have a disadvantage to some of the primary yeast labs. So mm-hmm. uh, I did get some pitchable quantities, and I even prop that up just to wake it back up again and i still didn't like the results so mm-hmm. I, I just you know the only one i actually still get is uh 1026 it's cascal yeast from okay. white, from white yeast. i'd be curious to see how that changes now that white labs is opening their north carolina one just from your own perspective if you can tell the difference from a yeast that's shipped from right there i'm gonna you try know. my partner's been pushing from yeast uh cone to cone transfers since day one but yeah. because of our facility and the way we do things i I'm, i i push back all the time okay so Back to the fermentation on this quickly, so we can just make sure we round out this beer. So you primary fermentation at 57, and then you let it free-rise? Yeah, after a couple of days, depending on the gravity, when there's like maybe 20% left, we'll let it free-rise up. Depending on you know the time of year and the size of the batch, it may go up 2 degrees, it may go up 4 Same. degrees. But we're, we're, we're capping it at 63, and then once it hits terminal, we wait a couple of days, then we start crashing it. We take it down only into the low 40s. Okay. And then that's what you let it sit for one week, you said? Mm-hmm. And then you filter. 10 micron filter. Nothing that's going to strip any flavor. Just no, get those yeast bodies out of there. Is there, a, clear the beer too, yeah. is there a reason you do that instead of fining? Uh, we, the fining regimen is never good enough for the, the Kolsch strain. It, it looks like wheat beer coming out of there pretty much all the time. And a Kolsch is supposed to be bright and clear? Well, it can be cloudy. Okay. I just prefer it clear. Okay. Especially if you put it in the bottle. Exactly. I bet fans uh, of it uh, prefer it clear, too. Yeah, traditionally, mm-hmm. it is supposed to be clear, but they do have less popular variants that are hazy okay and what about the malt bill pilsner uh munich and a little bit acidulated to offset our hard water okay that's pretty much it and hops um vanguard uh for flavoring and uh, north down for bittering what is it north down for bittering i've never heard of north well you can have in germany and they also grow in the uk okay it's just a you know an english ish germanish uh bittering hop it works just fine okay you have heard of vanguard yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does that get brought up often? Mm-hmm. I can't recall hearing it. No, I wouldn't say often, but it's both people old. use it. They're both older. Are they? Okay. Well, Vanguard's yeah. a, a cross between a Howartel and uh, an unknown male, American male. Okay. <laughs> so they grow it here. So is JP, as a matter <laughs> of fact. True. Uh, well, unknown Greek Well, that'd be Will Chamberlain, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's grown here and has some term in it. <laughs> they should change the name to Will Chamberlain of that hop. <laughs> Chamberlain is a yeah. great name for a hop. <laughs> sounds like a hop. Yeah. Uh, did you pick those two hops uh, specifically for their flavor, or was that an access to hops thing? Or Vanguard was picked for its attributes, yes. Yeah. Uh, North Down it re- was originally Challenger, and we go back and forth depending on what's in the brewery and quantity of time at uh, any given time. Okay, got it. I just don't – they're both rather relatively smooth for bittering, so I don't like anything coarse. Like, I wouldn't use Warrior. 
Okay. Ever for that. Ever. <laughs> not, okay. for that, not for that beer. Okay. Let me write that down. Do not sub out with Warrior. Uh, so, obviously, you were a home brewer before. Mm-hmm. When did Free Will Brewing start? Uh, we got licensed for legal production in 2012. January is when we actually opened to the public. Well, we started distributing to public. We didn't open our tasting room until August of the same year. What's your background before that? What were you doing? <clears throat> well, I worked at a homebrew store for a while. I worked at Keystone Homebrew oh, yeah. for a while. That was my, my mind break from my former life doing irrigation and construction for most of my adult life. Okay. But I did go to college for biology and chemistry. So when I found homebrewing, it was perfect. So college for biology and chemistry, but then end up Family work, business. working outside. Oh, fa- okay. Yep. All right. Did you like it at all? I did for a long time, and okay. then I started to not like it, so I sold my company and worked for somebody else, a much larger company, and they made me really not like it. Oh. <laughs> you sold your company and went to work for somebody else or the people who bought it? The people the, who bought it, yeah. Okay. They bought all my equipment, bought my customer list, and I was plug-and-play as a manager and ran okay. a, a relatively large division, and it, it was awful. But you were just unhappy. Yeah, I was very miserable. Okay. Yeah. So when did you discover homebrewing? Uh, about, uh, let's say, 2008. Actually, oh, yeah, and I uh, I started homebrewing and and I just fell in love with the science of it. Okay, uh, I just went to a homebrew store and said, "I've always driven by this place. I want to make beer." And they went, "What kind of beer do you want to make?" And I said, "I don't care." <laughs> the kind that has science. Yeah, I like beer, <laughs> drinkable beer. <laughs> I am well, an equal opportunity really beer brewer and I'm an equal opportunity beer drinker. And wait, it, so nobody turned you on to homebrewing. You just saw this shop every day when you drove by. Drove by it all the time. Okay, so you just stopped in and said, "This must be <laughs> well." Actually, it's a, my, my wife does have to take a little credit for this. She drinks a lot of wine, or did a lot at that time. So yeah, okay. It was a very expensive, so I decided that a five, you know, six-gallon wine kit would be a good choice. There you go. So I got that first, and then her mother-in-law gave, my mother-in-law gave me uh, an old Keystone homebrew beer kit that she had bought for her husband, her previous husband, years and years ago. It was up in the attic, and oh, nice. I went and bought a, all the ingredients, and there we go. Oh, it was the equipment, not yeah. the ingredient kit. Yeah, no, okay. it was the equipment. <laughs> yeah. It still had the, the, the flags on the, the caps, the original flags. Oh, yeah. Paisian caps, yeah. Nice. All right, so you start brewing out of your kitchen then? And yeah, I borrowed my neighbor's yeah. pot because I didn't want big enough. Okay, <laughs> nice. And then instantly you just you love the science oh, and yeah. the chemistry. I was thinking and... about beer, dreaming about beer, and I was thinking it all the time. And okay. At a, a very low point in my life, I decided to quit the job that actually paid all the bills and went back to retail. Oh, oh, yeah. but that was at the homebrew shop. Yes. So at least you were doing something, yeah. at least in the field that you love. Yeah, I mean, I mean – it was a. It was like a mind break. They started at ten o'clock is when they opened. It was like I had a whole day in front of me. I was getting up at four in the morning for all these years. Okay. So I got up and got to relax. I actually did work for them still in the mornings, and then went to the homebrew store and just was like a vacation for my brain. I'm talking about beer and yeah, thinking about beer and all things fermentation related. It was awesome and probably learning a ton. At, oh at yes, the time. Yeah. yeah, the knowledge base there is is impeccable. Yep. Okay. Keystone, by the way, a great sponsor of ours yeah, uh, for thanks. for a long time. So we really like them over there as well. They had done uh, a pretty big expansion. I went and visited them and at the 2013 NHC. Went out with Jason and checked out the place yeah. in Montgomeryville. Yep, you got it. Yeah. Now that was relatively new. I think like they moved from a, a smaller location. Did you work at both? Or? I worked at both. I, the house around the corners. It was basically an old house that was right on the, the right. five points at 309 and 463 in Montgomeryville. And that's where I started, and then I helped move them into this new space, did a bunch of construction work in there, getting the painting done, things like that. I'm a jack-of-all-trades, so I helped as best I can, and then one day we just moved everything over there, and nice. it's been up, up, up. Now he has a commercial commercial winery there and everything. That must have been cool to see. I mean, it's a really impressive store, yep. and it was a huge upgrade. 
Disney World for homebrewers. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Beautiful. Very nice. Yeah. So at one point you decide I, I just I got to open a brewery, and I have in my notes that you didn't really have any money to do that. No. Uh, well, I, I started brewing with my, my partner, business partner now, Dominic, and. Uh, through my connections with Keystone, I did have my beer in the hands of some pro brewers and other people in profession uh, in the beer brewing profession or bar owners, restaurant owners, things like that. And uh, you hear your friends and family tell you your beer is really good, blah blah blah. Sure. I, I wrote that off. It was more for fun. Of course, my uh, inability to do any hobbies without going full all the way in. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was already being very meticulous with notes, and you know everything was very controlled and scientific. But when you get people in the industry, where'd you get this beer? Where'd you buy this? I was like, well, I made that at home. He's like, no, you didn't. Oh, yeah. And after you hear that a few times, you're like, oh, all right. Maybe well, there's something to this. Well, let's look at it. And my, my partner uh, was a part owner of our family business and had no wife, kids, owned his own house and had some disposable income. He's like, well, let's, let's look at it a little farther. Let's, we, we built a uh, uh, one barrel, one and a half barrel pilot system in his garage uh we built our own glycol wrapped uh conical fermenter wow built our own glycol chiller system uh environmentally controlled room built our own walk-in and just brewed by the numbers for so like you guys year. know how to weld and, yes. and you you, you yes. bought I, you must have had to buy some vessels but then just weld them to make them work we basically built everything uh we you, know, you start with plastic plastic conical 60 gallon conical we wrapped it in pex tubing and had uh, uh propylene glycol running through it uh, custom stainless parts on the top, custom bulkheads, all that. My my brother owns a machine shop too. So nice. Okay. That also was very paramount. Sure. The perfect storm here. Right. Okay. So after a year of dumping tons and tons of money and making tons of beer, which our friends really liked a lot, yeah, uh, we finally settled on a space, and it took a couple tries actually to get the space. Okay. Uh, we finally ended up back in my hometown. I live three blocks from the brewery. That's uh, both good and bad. What town is it? Perkasie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we, we settled on this 8,600-square-foot basement. It was a relatively difficult space to rent for the landlord. He was very helpful with getting us a good rate. And uh, he, my, my partner, you know, we got as much money as we could together and started. I, I told him I'd swing the paperwork if he could swing some of the labor. Well, I kept working at Keystone the whole first year. Oh, okay. So my partner sold his portion of the company, and, and basically he was there – Wow. Yeah, uh, doing a lot of the this, this stuff, and I was there on weekends brewing and nights and a lot of nights. Wait, and it's just a basement? It's an 8,600-square-foot commercial basement in an industrial building, yep. Okay. Which sounds really difficult to me because of steam and, and everything else that's going Well, we ventilated everything, we, of course. Okay. Well, Big doors. Of course, but, that, but did you have to build that into the... Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah everything. Yeah, we, we actually took variable capacity 1,000-liter wine fermentation tanks and modified them through welding to suit... A, a, a four vessel system, uh, four as in you know, water, mash ton, kettle, and dedicated whirlpool. That way, when the time came, we could actually overlap batches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we have since retired to mash ton because we about whooped its ass. Um, but we built a new one, and we're still operating that same disposable system that we built. Wait, so how big is the disposable system? Seven and a half barrels. Seven and a half barrels. And it can do four batches a day. Wow. And were you guys doing four batches a day? We still are, unfortunately. You Our are. 15 is almost done. We're buying a uh, Newlands 20-barrel mash ton from uh, the uh, Genesee pilot plant. Okay. Uh, they're upgrading their system. We're getting their old one. We have a 15-barrel kettle, which we also built okay. uh, upstairs in the new facility, and we're still running the seven and a half uh, full steam five, sometimes six days a week. All right, let me get this right. So now now you've grown your uh, floor up, too, or what? You, well, not just it's, the basic? it's like... 
forward and up on the ground floor. We're down and back. Okay. <laughs> but now you have both of those spaces. Yep. Will the seven and a half barrel that you first built yourselves stay functioning while For this- now. Yeah. And then a new, what size is the new? 15. A 15 barrel will go in? Plus. And you'll be running both of those? Yeah, well, because our sour program is pretty big, so we're going to try and brew as much of the sour downstairs. But ultimately what's going to happen is we're going to be pumping work downstairs. Before now in this new brewery, had you taken out a dime of debt? Uh, Well, there was some sweetheart family money, but it was less. In total, we spent less than 150. Wow. Wow. That's pretty uh, – now, had you said, oh, we spent less than 150 back in 95, I yeah, said, oh, well, right. good on you. You're still resourceful. Pretty good job. Yep. But just a few years ago. That's yep. And what are you up to production-wise now? Uh, we did 2,700 barrels plus uh, last year, and we're going to be on track for about 5,800 this year. Wow. Okay. Nice. And we're still on that pace, brewing on the seven-and-a-half-barrel system right now. Are you still working at Keystone? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, miss, you miss it? <laughs> yeah, 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 I did, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. It, like you said, it was a vacation for your brain. Great. So now you're back to thinking about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't brew as much as I would like, yeah. unfortunately. Okay. I'm more like operations manager, but I do come in early. I do the early shifts, and that helps. With the ridiculousness of our schedule right now. So you have an assistant brewer then who does the rest? Or well, I have a head brewer under me. You I, do? Okay. And then he is an assistant, but they they almost interchangeably switch out. They basically take turns doing the brewing versus the cellar work. And mm. we need more help, but we're waiting until the new system's running to assess what our labor needs really are because sure. we're working so inefficiently downstairs. Oh, is that right? I mean, all our 30-barrel tanks are horizontal tanks downstairs. What okay. is the ceiling height down there? I meant to ask you. Yeah, it's like about nine and a half feet. Oh, you're it's, kidding yeah, me. It's terrible. And how do you – what's the access to even get stuff down there's there? There's a ramp in the back. There is. Uh-huh. Okay. And there's a freight elevator and there's some, some doors, but there's no windows. Not a one. So I'm trying to picture a horizontal tank that large. So it's not – It's not that big, actually. Do you know what the word horizontal <laughs> right. means? Uh, like, no, no. That's what I'm trying to there? think. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying oh. to picture that. It's laying down. Yeah. Oh, laying down. Yeah. It's like a kiss. Instead of standing up. Right. Why didn't you say passed out? <laughs> It's a passed out tank. He's trying to impress you. My <laughs> nighttime pose. Yeah, see, right. it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it still has its shoes on. Right. Uh, so are these cylinders or are they? Yeah, all, like is there anything conical oval? about it or like no. what's the. No. Nope. Uh, they are pitched, but they're, they're, they're definitely not conical. Okay. We, we have our first regular tanks are actually upstairs. We have two 30s that we actually pump wort up to to ferment. And we have a little tiny glycol loop waiting for uh, running those two right now. And then we have the three 15s we started with, and we had five 20s. We sold three of them, and then we have four 30s. Okay. Did, did you build your fermenters also, or did you uh, We those? build the first uh, th- three 15s out of uh, giant plastic tanks, yes, we did. Mm. And they still run great, and we have no contaminants whatsoever. Nice. So everybody says that the shape of the fermentation vessel, it, it really matters. It in, does. In how, and, and yours is not a typical shape, then. No, I mean, it, it really becomes more impactful as you get bigger. I see. Like when we get our 60s in a few weeks, um, I, I'm probably going to have to bring in somebody to take a look at our culture and, and see how I need to modify my recipe. Okay. Like a microbiologist oh, yeah. that does this it, all the time. You're constraining the yeast by temperature now, I think. In a more higher cylindrical model, the pressure. Uh, yeah, the pressure is really what comes yeah. a problem. Yeah. Right see. now, you know, 15, 10, 20, 30 barrel tanks, horizontal, vertical, it doesn't really matter. Once you get into 60, you know, 90, 120, yeah. then you really got to think about that with the cylindrical conical and the pressure on the yeast. Interesting. Okay. But your setup, it helps for lagering because then you've got the horizontal tanks shallow. Well, we're going to leave them downstairs for the that, – that's going to be the sour brewery. So they're going to become – we're going to we're basically going to destroy them with sour cultures as soon as I possibly can. Oh, yeah? Right now, all the stainless and those plastics are all clean. 
So the whole bottom, the whole basement area, your, your starting brewery will become a sour facility. Yep, and we also took the space next to us in the basement, so we have about 17,000 square feet in the basement Wow! for all sours. <laughs> yeah. Have you still done all of this without loans? Or? Uh, we actually just got our loan on okay. Friday. Okay. So oh, congratulations. We our first loan. We went, uh, we actually did make a little money in 2013. Uh, what year is it? <laughs> yeah. 2014, apparently, we actually did make a profit. Okay. We put it all into renovating the upstairs space. Okay. Cool. We did all of our own construction up there. The landlord did pay for the concrete, but we dumped about 150 into that, too. Wow. That was all from cash flow. Okay. Um, we'll get an open ticket to Rio. Just in yeah, case. definitely. <laughs> Run. <laughs> yeah. the shit hits the fan. <laughs> all right. Beer in our glass now is the uh, Destiny's Wit. It's been a while uh, since we had a wit from a guest. And it's yeah. been even longer since we had a great wit. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> I've already uh, drank in mine. It's, yeah, mine it's all gone. Here's just a little more to be drank in. I, I can drink I on think. it. I uh, think it felt like there was anyway. Um, Whatever. <laughs> it's, wow. Just cracking the bottle open Barbarian. on our desk. Like trying to really help. All our microphones well, are shaking. <laughs> well, I knew that it wasn't. Uh, whatever. This is a great wit. Yeah, it's very good. Tell us about it. It's a little more substantial than your your typical wit. Okay. I wanted a little more impact because wits are usually light and fluffy. I wanted this one a little heavier than fluffy. Um, This is actually the most complex grain bill of any of my beers. Uh, (laughs) We we had a good one going um, back in the day when we were brewing on the 1.5 barrel system in the garage. But inherently, it would drop out over time in, in the keg. And it was still good, but it wasn't great. So that told me that it was very yeast dependent. And I needed more than just the yeast doing the lifting. So I scrapped the entire recipe and went back to adding uh, more things with more protein loads and down all the way down to raw oats, things like that. And it, it became much, much better. It okay. is a pain to mix the grains for milling. I hate doing the, 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 <laughs> the milling for this batch. Why? Because there's so many different bags to get away out and just everything just stinks about it. I see. <laughs> So when you say a lot of times when we, especially during the Candy Brew It show, brewers would just go by the bag. They wouldn't weigh stuff out. It's one bag of this and five bags of that. I try to do that when I write for my system now as best I can, but this one came from before that. Okay. So I can't force it out of its comfort zone more than a little bit. Okay. So I kind of had to stick with the old <laughs> ratios. Okay. So give us a, a an idea more of this grain bill. So okay. rye. Uh, no rye. It's, oh, uh, Pilsner. oats you said, not yeah, rye. Yeah, Pilsner acidulated, again, to offset my, uh, my hard water. Uh, flaked, uh, right, malted wheat, flaked wheat, torrefied wheat, raw wheat, flaked oats, raw oats. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And are there any other sucks. kinds of wheat that you aren't using? <laughs> I don't know. If there yeah. are, let me know. Yeah. Uh, caramel wheat. I don't do caramel wheat. Okay. Uh, so you have to weigh those out in, like, like in typical, like, uh, maybe, like, Five and six pound. Uh, well, a little higher than that, but yeah. yeah something like that, though, right? Yep. Less than bag, we'll call it. Yep. And stuck mash every time? No, actually. I no. originally had rice holes, and it worked, but then I just said, F it one day, and pulled the rice holes out, and it works just as good. And it still did fine. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Well, that's great. Shockingly, I was a little sh- surprised. We've only ever had a stuck mash on the newer mash ton once. Okay. Why so many different... Types of, of malt. Uh, in, in my head, I, I kind of see what it's going to contribute to the beer. I can't really verbalize exactly how I see it, but I, I saw that there were some proteins that needed to be in there to keep the yeast going, keep the yeast in suspension, keep the body, and keep some of the love that was in that recipe. And it just worked. So it's very um, much a, little... a, a chemistry perspective that you took yeah. on this grain bill. Yep. Okay. Got it. And a lot of homebrew batches to perfect it, uh, it sounds like, before? When I did the switch, it was like a, a night and day. I just basically went 
crumple, crumple, threw it in the trash can, and yeah. went and rewrote an to- entirely different recipe. And the first time, it was like, this is it. This is the one. Okay. And All when right. we actually scaled it up to the new system, it got even better. I've learned everything that we've made before is even better the bigger you make it. Okay. I look forward to the 15-barrel system and having things even better than that. Okay. And are you using some spices as well? Yeah, there's orange yeah. peel, lemon peel, uh, a little bit of coriander, and there's some uh, crushed white pepper. Okay. Oh. Yeah, not a lot of white pepper, but yeah. at the time I wanted to originally write it way back in the original recipe. I wanted to use um, what's that? Grains of Paradise, mm. and they weren't around, so I did some research, and the closest thing I came up with was white pepper, and I've never looked back. Nice. Uh, all in fantastic. the kettle. Yeah, all in the kettle. Fifty minutes in the boil. I, I know some guys do like tinctures, things like that. I nah. that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Brewing's already enough work. Why make more? <laughs> yeah. It's one of the best wits I've ever had. I Thank think you. it's really fantastic. Yes. Uh, what kind of yeast is in this? Uh, just again, white lives. Or, no, excuse uh, me. Uh, a white white yeast, 3944. Okay. Standard, you know, Belgian just, white yeast. And what temperature on this? 70. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No rising after that. Just, no. Yeah. Well, we do a free rise all the time just to kind of finish things up. But, uh, yeah, 70, and it, it might come up to 72. But it's usually the last couple of points of, of fermentation, so it really doesn't make a difference. Okay. And then uh, we can actually do We use that in a uni tank, so we, we will actually carb and crash and do everything and uh since we have a prvs on the 20s I we've been shutting it uh, a pressure relief valve that you okay. can adjust yeah so we, we adjust that and shut the blow off uh about 20 percent left in fermentation and we get it to do most of the carbonation all by itself wow so very traditional way to brew yeah. it right on your and plastic tank no not a plastic oh because we'd <laughs> like to book you for our next Pop. brewing disaster <laughs> segment. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've never blown anything up uh, we've really yeah, yeah no I almost blew up a Grundy once, though. The, the glycol oh. failed. We had a Grundy at, like, oh, no. 40 PSI, and luckily we blew it off and nothing happened. That would have hurt. Yeah. 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 That would have hurt a lot. That was the only almost catastrophe. Now, is this one of your best sellers, this wit? Uh, it does pretty well. Yeah. Um, thanks to Allagash White, uh, we can run white all year round in the Philly market. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there are a few others now. When I when we released this one, there was Allagash and Southampton. That was it. And okay. it, 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 was a, a, it was a seasonal. And then we started to get a lot of pickup. This actually picks up in December for us. It's kind of odd. Okay. But there's a lot of hardcore drinkers of it. It moves you know, steadily, just like the Kolsch does. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have much pops. It just kind of goes. Allagash White is one of the only other wits I can, I can drink, too. You like that one, too, don't you, Doc? Uh, yeah. If I see that on tap, I could, I could drink an Allagash well, When my White. brother comes in, that's pretty much all he drinks. Just Allagash if he, if White. If you have it on tap out there, he's a happy camper. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great beer. All right, and then we got IPA in our glass now, right? Yeah, it's perfect with the whole uh, East Coast, West Coast uh, mumbo jumbo that's been taking yeah. place recently. We now have a. Is this a would you say this is a West Coast style IPA? Sure. Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, reluctant. It's, I think it's written in your description yes. online. Yeah, yeah. West oh, Coast ish. Yeah. Where do you what my it? opinion was at the time of yeah. brewing this beer and designing this recipe. So you tell me. What's the ABV on this one? Six point six. Okay. It's called the Craggle. With yes. a K. Well, who knows uh, what that reference is from? Craggle? Hmm. Come on, nobody in the room? Nobody has kids? No Craggle. No, no, no. 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 Fucking high? Yeah. Yeah. If they have a Craggle, I'd let them get Do you let know them, where you are right now? Yeah. Oh, Doc, you have kids. You, oh, wait, but you yeah. don't know what it is? He doesn't have kids' kids anymore, though. Yeah. Lego yeah. movie. His kids uh, are growing oh, up. Okay. You should watch the Lego movie. It's okay. really. Uh, it's Bevo? Good. My kids are a little too old. Oh, you have the Crag from the Lego movie. Craggle. I haven't seen the Lego movie, but I've heard it's great. Oh, it's amazing. It is great. Yeah, you just heard John say it. Yeah. That's where you heard it. Yeah. My sources are telling me. 
from a, pretty good. A it's, on, it's on sale on Target.com I right now. Swear to God, before the end of the night, I'm going to like stab you in the neck with a pen. Yeah. Uh, it's a really great movie. Everything is awesome. All right, I'm trying to decide West Coast or East Coast IPA hmm. here. It's about 90 IBUs. Oh. I feel like it's uh, it's straddling the fence. Okay, well, I'm okay with that. It's not fully either one. Although it might be leaning a little more toward the the West Coast, leaning west than the East Coast. I think it's leaning yeah. west. For sure. It has west tendencies. So it's like Mississippi-ish. Yeah. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's East Coast, but it's presenting as West Coast. I'll tell you, I'd rather drink it than a lot of West Coast IPAs. I'll give it that. It's uh, not quite as bracingly bitter. Yes. Yep. It's a little more but, on the... I don't think that mild is the right word. It's but, the heavily... I think it's the citrus in there that... that uh, yeah. brings, that, that's probably that, what does it, that too. Brings, it kind of, for me, gives a little bit more sweetness, and it's, it kind of counters It's pretty the, damn um, bitter. Tacos is a sensitive bitter. If it's actually 90 IBUs and it's 6.6%, that's that's really bitter for that level of beer. What does it finish at? Uh, I don't remember. Because <laughs> you got the bottle; it's on there. Oh, the the malt character, two point two, something like that. He can't see it. Okay. Yeah, like I'm going to see the bottle. <laughs> oh, it's right, right, um, literally right in front of you. Yeah, yeah I know. It's only <laughs> one bottle. Because yeah. um, I think the malt character or the residual malt uh, sweetness helps fight that bitterness because it is very bitter. Which and kind of the East Coast aspect, but having it be sweeter helps that. Yep. Um, it is a bit more restrained, I would say, compared to a lot of like classic West Coast examples in terms of just hop aroma and yeah. in terms of the citrus intensity and all that stuff. But I definitely I see it's it's westward leaning, and I think I think it's a really good one though. So back to the drawing board. Maybe <laughs> maybe my palate's all jacked up because I don't get all this bitterness you guys are talking about. I don't get all that bit- much bitterness either. I get much more of the citrus, and that can be a little uh, bitter in itself. Yes. Um, but I'm not getting like a hop bitterness, which is what uh, will turn me off from an IPA if it's too if it's too bitter. And I'm not getting that, but you guys are on that side of the table are all picking that up. Yeah. Yeah. You're used to the West Coast. <laughs> Doc's really getting it. It's funny because it's, it's like a, what you call like a West Coast session IPA now with a malt. But the bitterness is there, Yeah, but the citrus sweetness, it kind of brings it down a little bit. Okay, I'm definitely getting two things, bitterness and, and citrus. And citrus. Yeah. Two things, that are, and they, they do go well together. What are the hops? Uh, it's bitter with warrior. That okay. one's the one you're allowed to use warrior for. Okay, yeah. And then uh, a lot of Simcoe, Citra, and Calypso to tie the two together. Ah. And then dry hopped heavily with both, or all three, but Calypso is in a lower ratio. Okay. That's a nice combination. And no cat piss in the Simcoe. Well done. No. Yeah. Good, good on you. Good crop. Good. <laughs> you got a good, good, good Good harvest time. Way to yeah. keep those yeah. cats from pissing in your beer. Yeah. Good hop selection. Mm-hmm. I'm do you do that with, uh, with Simcoe? Do you go through and like smell it before you use it and go, because it can be I'm not catty? big enough to have a choice. Uh, <laughs> I, I contract yeah. and I get what they I pay for. They have pills for that. You can, yeah. Oh, as a, oh yeah. God. Okay. I'm right. sorry. I'm, my, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny oh. thing, too. Uh, and when Lagunitas told me that that's how they pick, they get to choose and reject, my yep. first thought was... Who gets the rejections? Nobody gets to do that. Like You have to be a, a, a very large... Uh, well, the, the hop growers and, uh, and like... Hop Union and Yakima Chief, they, get, they, they do blend things out to take some of the negatives out, and they do okay. a lot of chemistry on the different you know crops depending on where they're grown and what the kind of the levels are, and they sure. do blend well, and, and offset it all. Frankly, it, it's maybe even getting a little old, me, in this cat piss thing with Simcoe, because I haven't tasted a, a pissy Simcoe beer in a long time. It's been about so, two years. So maybe they are figuring out how to blend it out quite a bit. Uh, and I, it's I really... very crop year dependent. I mean, like, citric can be oniony as hell sometimes. Okay. I mean, yeah. awful oniony. 
and it hasn't been like that in a couple of years. Okay. And they're they're learning, and especially with new hop variants, you got to know you start to learn what they do when you pick them at a certain time in their maturity, so they know don't do that because a lot of brewers get angry. Yeah. <laughs> so they pick them a little later. Okay. And all of us just wait. I see. Yeah, and we wait. Mm-hmm. I had, actually had to buy a bunch of uh, Simcoe from Weyerbacher because uh, the Craggle took off a little more than I was really planning for. Okay, uh, actually about a hundred and two hundred percent more. So I went and bought a whole bunch of their um, excess crop from last year. I see. So that was very so, good. So since we're on this subject here, and before we take a break. Beardy over here is is opening a brewery. Uh, he's the yes. brewer. Uh, his partners are opening up, and he is now uh, without the brewery being built and without a pilot system to know exactly what his recipes are going to be, is having to do some hop contracts, mm-hmm. which to me sounds like a mystery. I don't know how you would do that. Yes. Do you have any advice for how uh, someone like Beardy might figure out their hop contracts before you know what the beer is going to do? Well, you have a you have a guesstimate on what kind of hops you like to use. And you have a guesstimate on how many barrels you might do. Uh, lean heavy on the IPA stuff because they always sell. Okay. Um, right. And buy contract for hops that you can't contract for because they're worth more than the U.S. dollar. Ah. I have a massive Citra contract, which up until this year was worth more than the, the dollar. I couldn't get, like, say, Simcoe last year. But I certainly can trade Citra for it. This okay. year it's not the right. same. There so is some Citra available on the spot right now. You're just using your surplus to trade for the yes. ones you actually need. Yep. yep. You have stuff that people want. You can get what you want. So don't be afraid to contract popular hops, but right. even if you don't use them all. Right. Okay. Just don't over overshoot you know, where you think your production is going to be. But that's what the, the hop the guy's going to do. The rep's going to tell you, hey, you're, you look like you're getting yourself in trouble. Oh, nice. And that's their job. So Have okay. you had difficulty, like what you said, you had to make up some Simcoe? Switching suppliers because, like, Simcoe from one supplier isn't going to taste the exact same Correct. as what you were using. Have I have diversified my contracts uh, generally because we we were over we were we were estimating our production to be higher than we originally thought, and certain contracts weren't able to fill our needs. So I went and looked elsewhere and had to fulfill those quantities from other places. And it's better to do that; it's just more work. Okay, right. got it. So either way, you're not sort of up. You know, Shit's Creek. Right. You, you can still trade. You can still call mm-hmm. up other vendors and, and try to get what you need. And if you don't have what you really need, and as, as brewers, you know, substitution usually doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't do that. You just I, try not to right. substitute it. Yeah, all. if I can't make the, beer, the beer, I can't make the beer. Yeah. Okay. We, we had a, a hop rep tell us, oh, you're running short on Citra? Try this hop <laughs> that we have called Summit. Yes, It'll be a not, great substitute. No. Speaking of onions. Right, right, exactly. It's like, hmm, uh, you have no idea what you're talking about. So, rep, stick to advising me on quantities, right. not right. on substitutions. How right. dumb is this brewer? Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, because clearly that had worked before. Right, somebody <laughs> fell for it. I was like, all right. Yeah, uh, yeah they told uh, me once Galaxy was the same as Citra. No. Okay, <laughs> yeah. That was back in the homebrewing days. Oh, yeah. All right, well, great beers. We're going to try more. I'm going to take a quick break. Um, I think we're going to get into some sour beers when yes. we get back, right? Yes. We've got some of that to do. How long have you guys been making sour beers? Uh, well, we started almost immediately in small quantity, okay. but it's, it's starting to get to the, the point where it's uh, starting to come to fruition. I can predict what I'm going to have out per yeah. year yeah. as far as volumes. Uh, we have over 700 brewery barrels of sour going right now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And brewing more. I'd be brewing more, but we're too busy making regular beer to okay. keep up with our sales. Sure. So, Did you have to mule all those barrels up into the new area? No. The sour stuff stays downstairs. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No. And we have, we have six um, casks on a boat from Italy right now, 45 hectoliter casks, that I cannot wait to Sweet. fill up with beer. You probably have some really nice temperature control in 
in the basement. Well, once Instead, we're done brewing down there, it's going to do itself. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be dark. <laughs> but dark now it's cool. a sweat box. Right. Still. Yes. Okay. Lots of fans. Yeah. All right. Uh, JP, before we take yes. a break, real quick, did you uh, launch a Twitter game at the beginning of the I show? I did that launch we a Twitter announce? game. What was our Twitter game tonight? Well, uh, you know, as you know, uh, you know, Tasty works very hard at going around the Bay Area promoting Tasty and craft beer and Tasty and brownies and cookies and Tasty well, and Dan Prep. Promote the Brewing Network, uh, too. Well, yes. yeah, but I was getting there. And Tasty. And brownies and Tasty and cookies and the Brewing Network. Well, Janice Brown. Right. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but, you know, so it, it stands to reason that when he comes here, he's, he's really tired. So he, he takes that opportunity to catch up on some Z's. Yes. As we all know, right? Sure. So I'd like to know, what do you think Tasty is dreaming about mm. when he's supposed to be listening to the show and contributing? Whatever Good. floats your boat, Tasty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that game just got won. Yeah. Tasty won he his won. own game. Yeah, right. That'd be perfect. myself there? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What person good. is that? We got some pretty good, uh, pretty good responses. So, uh, the person you know. speaking to himself, uh, yeah, that's the fourth person. I guess. So there, there you go. That's the uh, that's the Twitter game. All right, Who's sounds good. By? At the uh, no, I have no idea. No, great. Uh, but um, sorry, I was trying to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure it out by the end of the show Thanks. when we reveal the winners. We're going to take uh, a little break. When we come back, uh, more from John and Free Will Brewing Company. We're going to taste some sour beer. If you have questions, it's triple eight four zero one beer or hit the chat button on the homepage. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Limited time only. Enter promo code BN Army during January and February for 10% off any Monster Mill. Don't settle for the second best grain mill. You want a Monster Mill from Monster Brewing Hardware. Monster Mills are tough, come in two and three roller designs, and are made right here in the USA from superior materials for longer lasting performance. Pick the mill that's right for you at monsterbrewinghardware.com and take Bevo's advice. Trust me, it's always better to have a bigger tool than you think you need. <laughs> Monster Mills have the best warranty in the business. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit monsterbrewinghardware.com now and check out all the mills and mill accessories. Remember, during January and February, for 10% off any mill, enter promo code BNARMY. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. 
Bully, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California, takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken, as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotation. Rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on in to the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? <laughs> Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online, plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org that's it i've had it i am never putting hops in my beer again what why it's just too ridiculous insane prices stupid contracts high shipping costs crappy selection dude you need nico brew Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit. NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. The Brewcasters are back. It ain't 401-beer. Whatever. Thank you for sticking with us. Hey, don't forget to check out our wonderful sponsor, Beersmith, homebrewing software. You can go to Beersmith.com right now. You can get your free 21-day trial of the brewing software. Uh, a lot of homebrewers use it. It's the best software out there. It's the most up-to-date and kept up-to-date. Works on both PC and Mac. But as always, you don't have to take my word for it because you get a free 21-day trial. Just go over to Beersmith.com. You can click the big red button that says Download Beersmith for free. John, did you use Beersmith when you were a home brewer? No, I actually started using it when I opened the Pro Brewery to log all my recipes. 
recipes. Oh, yeah. But nice. I, I scale for my head now. Okay. It's a very robust, uh, robust piece of software. So scaling uh, of any kind. You can do water treatment of any kind. I mean, you name it, it can do it, and probably a bunch of things that you can't name. So go check it out over at beersmith.com. All right, so we're learning more about uh, Free Will uh, Brewing Company all the time. And uh, in our glass right now is a, a lambic of yours, right? Correct. Peach. Peach lambic. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I tried it at the break, and it's fucking fantastic. We only have this much. We only need a little bit. Uh, right. Yeah, there's no <laughs> more. What, am I at a beer festival? <laughs> See, John's pours. Usually you can just yell at Scott about that, but now you're actually yelling at John. Right. Like, because yep. he hand-carried us this much. <laughs> yes. What the fuck, John? This you, is all you, you brought us? You flew out from Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, I know exactly who I'm yelling at <laughs> all <laughs> the time. Right. Um all right, this beer is wonderfully it's sour, fabulous, which is what I really like. I want it to make me pucker, and uh, it's not just uh, tart. Where you know some people go, oh, try the sour beer, and it's just tart with a little tang, maybe sour soup. This is, is sour. That, is what yeah, I this those beers like. Oh, this smells and tastes like a beer that had a great pellicle. Did it get the biggest? Sip? It does. Yeah, I take pictures of it pretty mm-hmm. often when I go to taste them. Yeah, yeah. really barny. It smells like nice. Crap. You ever break it? The pellicle? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it reforms. Yeah. How long? Crystal uh, It depends. It, it could be anywhere from a couple weeks to like six months. So you don't worry about breaking it at all? I know that's a thing for a lot of people. No, not at all. This yeah. culture, you can beat the crap out of it. It was originally actually a homebrew strain or a homebrewer's culture oh, seven or eight years ago now. And it had, at that time, it was the four primary Brett strains that were available. And that's what it started as. And he used it and kept using it and used it in New Oak. And made a really lovely blonde uh, sour beer. Okay. And then uh, at some point it had picked up Pediococcus and Lactobacillus. And then it made its way to a, a, another pro brewery that actually didn't get it to work. Hmm. And at the time I was looking for something to play with and asked this, this gentleman who was running the, the brewery at the time. I was like, hey, you got anything I play with? And he gave me this culture and didn't tell me he didn't get it to work. But uh, I just winged it and got a, a batch going, and it, it liked what I was doing. Okay. And we, we've really kept running with it, and it has become our house culture for uh, a large portion of our beers because right now we do mostly the Lambic style. Okay. But it's not a true Lambic because it is not used with spontaneous fermentation. I see. Which we are going to be pulling the Lambic name from the back of the, the name of the beer at some point soon. You will? Mm-hmm. Well, how are you going to substitute? How are you going to describe it? As, uh, uh, it's just called a peach American sour. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I have, I have too much respect for the people I met in Belgium well, that I think it's time I, to, I get the gist of that, yeah. to back away. I mean, I've met, I've met John and Armand and <laughs> yeah. Frank. They make, so. a, they make a very polite yet strong case. Uh, and I don't mean that they're, they're, that they're really trying to say, hey, don't do this. They actually make a legitimate case for mm-hmm. others not calling their beers Lambic, right? Yep, I correct. imagine that was your experience. They weren't saying you have to stop. I, I didn't know until I was there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they make a pretty strong case. That's mm-hmm. it's a, this style by definition. Correct. So it is regional. So we're going to do like Lambic inspired ales in the bottom part of the bottle, nice. and we'll just pull Lambic it. style. Yeah. Yeah. And it really doesn't matter because it matters what's in the bottle, not the name of the beer or the label or anything. That's else. right. And it's certainly you know as a fan of Lambic and sour beer, it doesn't matter to me either. I just want to know if you tell me that that's what it's inspired. Inspired by or, or lambic like, then I I know what you're going for, and that's all I. You need know what to you're know. pretty much going to get. Yeah, that's what I need to know. The, well, this strain is great, yeah. uh, and so it's just this strain through primary. Like you just pitch this Brett blend with lacto and pedio. Yep, it, we just move it around. We don't feed it. We don't give it nutrients. We don't give it air other than the ingress through Ooh. the tanks. That's mm-hmm. so good. And uh, we just move it around, and it likes our basement. Yeah, a lot. Nice. Is it? Uh, is this beer blended? Uh, we always blend them. Yeah, we have multiple okay. tanks, and we always taste things. We're starting to learn that we need to start mapping the basement. Once we get into a permanent layout, yeah. we're going to map 
both elevation of the barrels and tanks and positioning in the brewery is going to change. <laughs> but it, varietals in there? Oh, yeah. It's going to – It's you get certain tanks will get different flavor profiles versus the tank under it or even okay. one that's 10 feet away. I mean, it's, it's crazy. What? Now, are you talking about the vessel the, the, the vessel itself yeah. will, will give you know, more inherent notes of certain flavors from the same culture, even I, with the same beer in it. And that will continue to repeat as you put different beer in it, is what you're Theoretically. Saying. Okay, but yeah. sour beer it can is, change, is, of course. is, you know, it does you, its own you, thing. If you keep track, you can, you can see if it does change. Yeah. yeah. I, I, we're not going to really invest a lot of time until we get a permanent layout down there, because right now we're still doing all of our production in the same facility. Yeah, okay. Once we get the clean beer out of there and we become more stable in temperature and climate and activity down there, then we can really start to hone in where things go and everything will stay the same. Okay-ish. Are, are you doing primary in a, like, full batch... Size fermenter, or yes. are you doing it in the barrels? Uh, we're doing oak. both. We use both, both oak, and we also use 10-barrel IBC tanks, uh, cidery totes. They work really, really well. They have very similar oxygen ingress as a barrel. Okay. So they work awesome. Plus, you can see the fruit in them, mm-hmm. Sure. which I do like. Is it a puree? No, we get fresh fruit, or we get a IQF fruit from a, a supplier that gets all their fruit sourced from within a 200-mile radius. Nice. I don't get a lot of peach character in this beer. Are you happy with the peach level? Uh, I'm never happy. I would always want a little more. (laughs) It's on the nose. It's it's very peachy, but yeah, not as much in the flavor. It's a a light, like a slightly underripe peach blended with the the lambic type culture is what I really like about it. I mean, I I always want more, and we're going to start doing double fruit for a different beer. Mm. I get the peach tannins, which are nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If it were less sour, it would be plenty peachy. It's just that it's competing a, a little bit. Yep. I, I or think. is it competing? Well, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Get that laugh track ready. Now, first of all, if you put a picture of this beer in front of me, I would drink every drop of it. I would not share uh, it. Either. How could you it's, drink a picture it's of wonderful. it? wonderful. I would just... <laughs> yes. What are you, JP now, Beardy? <laughs> hey, well, I thought that's what we were doing now. <laughs> well, uh, well, but second I of am. You are. Oh, you, all right. Uh, you mentioned temperature in, in the basement because you're still brewing there. Mm-hmm. Is that a problem where, where this beer is aging? Uh, well, it's more it's more like I can't map where the locations are because right now we're brewing a lot. Of, there's a lot of activity down there. There's a lot more heat. Once we get out of there and do most of our primary fermentation, or excuse me, our primary clean beer brewing upstairs, yeah. downstairs will become a little cooler. Okay, sure. So I Which you'd prefer. Learn. Well, I prefer that for aging. Yeah. Uh, for the primer, I definitely want to make sure I get it, keep the temperature up so we're going to have one room that's got some more heat in it. And then the other the other side of the basement is going to remain in the 50s and lower 60s all okay. year round. And what would the fermentation temperature ideally it be? It gets up into the 70s and 80s. And that's where you'd like it? Did, yeah, did to get, at least get through the primary. And then once it's done and I can put it wherever I want, I can just leave it there. Yeah, okay. Until it's, it's mature. And then I can put the fruit in there and wait some more. And how old is the oldest beer blended into this one? Uh, that one's probably a little over two years. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. As we increase production, we can start setting stuff down and hiding it and keeping it out of my reach so I don't touch it and don't mess with it and don't <laughs> use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that way at the end of two years, there's more of it left yes, to sell. Yes, yes. So uh, Scott brought up the pellicle, and you mentioned you don't, you don't mind breaking it on, on this one. Do you have any advice for us homebrewers or, or pro-brewers about keeping sour beer stable and, and not getting oxidized and, and things that might go wrong while it's sitting for two years? Glass, um, ventilating silicone bungs. They're awesome. Okay. So you don't have to worry about filling the airlock. Oh, I see. Okay. Fill it to the top. That's Unless, just that simple bung that it's a one-way valve, It's like a little basically. flappy. Yeah, yeah a little okay. flappy flapper. Yep. Yeah. Silicone chumpies. Instead of the air, because the airlocks go dry all the you time. You always forget to fill airlocks. Okay. That's the way it is. All right. That's a good tip. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, and that's that's your only tip. That's your pretty much. That's I mean, your key to great stuff. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong. Just, yeah. Different cultures are going to respond differently. Some of them are going to like more air versus other ones. You're 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 not going to want a lot of air. It okay. depends on what you have, and you have to learn that about your culture. Yeah. And you said this culture goes likes into pretty much. Oh, it does. So yeah. that's even easier yep. for you, really. It likes a lot of air. It likes a lot of oxygen and grass. Hmm. It goes into almost every oh. sour beer you make. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so all the all the lambic base, and we have another one okay. that's not out yet that we use. And also the the blood and guts, which is still in the cooler. That's a dark beer, but we have um, tons of other oak vessels with um, uh, straight uh, sack fermentation, and then we pushed it onto like lambicus or or brux or the trois strain, okay, things like that. And we're still maturing those to see where they go. Got it. Do you want to do the uh, lambic next, or the uh, or the creek rather, or the the white? Uh, the creek would be good because you can really see how the two beers really differ using the same base beer. Did you, I'm sorry if you already answered this, but does the fruit go right into primary with this, or do you no. add it later? We add it later once the culture is done doing almost anything. The pellicles formed, okay, and it's reached a mature point where the, the PDO has really dropped off a bit, and then we'll plop the fruit back in there again. Got it. And then it'll referment on that for an undetermined amount of time. Do they go kind of crazy then? Is that when you see the foam going out of it? No. Yeah, this this thing's a slow culture no matter what. I mean, it's still done uh, and ready for stability in about six months, but it never gets like a croissant. Per se. Oh, okay. It's, it must be fun to taste it over the different periods, to taste it at six months, to taste it at a year, yep. and just... The flavors are really interesting, and we, we're, we're definitely not shy about the, the flavors we get. I mean, we have some that say Chinese food on them. Oh, really? You just write it right there. <laughs> uh-huh. so you, yep. okay. Well, you might as well be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anything you can think of. If that's what's coming to your head, just do it. <laughs> do, you, do you have a, a percentage or, or a guess of, of how many barrels you have to throw out in those batches? So far, we're at zero. Is that right? We had one that we tasted a few months ago that was definitely at the time seeming like it was going the wrong way but we, it's it's up for being retasted at, at, at this point okay at that, at the, it wasn't it was too young to really make that determination just yet okay but some things are definitely weird during a certain point and you got to just be patient wait it out yeah if you have the space to devote to the sours just be patient now if you end up having to, you know one barrel it's say it's been the two years and you're going through you're ready to blend it and one just you know the, the beer in it doesn't taste right uh, will you throw away the whole barrel yeah I, you can't sour cultures will you know basically make their way into the wood permanently okay. yeah. Uh, yeah the breast strains will eat um, cellulose which is Pretty endearing, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're na- nasty. They just go for everything. Yeah. You could drop your shoes in there. It wouldn't really matter. <laughs> I'd like to see that experiment. Yeah, that doesn't taste good, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> no, I, I want to taste it. I just want to see what the shoes look like afterward. How much Oops. do they really eat? Uh, okay, so you will. You just throw away the whole yeah, barrel. Yeah, the whole thing will yeah. go. The barrel, we'll, we'll, we'll make furniture out of it or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. firewood. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. At its service point. is up. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> what are you guys using for a malt beer? Are you using some complex, like with some wheat and some... some there is adjunct? torrified wheat and Pilsner. That is... It. That's a it? little okay. bit of uh, rice hulls because there's a pretty high torrified wheat percentage. We kept it really simple. I tried to imagine what a modern traditional recipe would look like instead of using all that raw stuff and the turbid mash. I mean, I, at one point I had to do turbid, and I stopped doing that. It didn't really change anything in, in, in my my protocols. Okay. So. so you went and brewed with, with some Belgian brewers, right? I brewed with Hoft and Dormal, yep. Okay. And so tell us a little bit about that, because I know you're doing a fundraiser. That's Friday. the brewery who – they had a fire. They did on January 5th, I believe, was the, was the day. Oh, I heard we, about this. We were not even sure if we were going to be able to brew there, but they oh. were persistent, and we, we, we actually did. We were the first actual brew wow. since the fire, so there were some glitches with the electrical and the boiler and 
it was fun. Kind of shows their dedication. Yeah. They, st- they wanted to make that happen. Great, wonderful people, wonderful family. I mean, I wish they were closer. Yeah. I get to see Jeff again and his girlfriend at least uh, at the end of the month. But uh, the family, the father, Andre, and the brother, Dries, they're great people. What caused the fire? Do you know? Uh, it was, I think, a backed-up chimney. They had a, f- uh, um, like a furnace going to, to keep the, the main portion of the barn going, and uh, it was clogged or it wasn't clean properly. Uh, something happened, yeah. and it was basically a chimney fire, and being a really old barn, it just went. Did, so did they lose the whole brewery? They, they lost everything but the actual brewery end, which was all, very lucky. So the, the brewing system was still intact. Okay. The boilers out back in a shed. Um, and the fermenters, but the, the cooling tanks for water and glycol were lost. Well, the glycol themselves were not lost, but the water was lost. Uh, those tanks were lost. The glycol chiller was lost. The bioer was lost. The inline pasteurizer was lost. All their stores were lost. All their wow. specialty grains were lost, which is really... That's a lot of money. And... Especially since they grow all their stuff on site. Okay. They send all their malt up to Dingamans, gets malted, and gets sent back down. Really? Oh, wow. Yep. That's irreplaceable, then. Yeah, so they have to grow it again. Yeah, so. really? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yep. We don't just have to buy it again. We have to grow it again. <laughs> you can't yep. order more. Right. Yeah. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah, they grow. It's a true farmhouse brewery. It's pretty wow. cool. So... Uh, let our listeners know about the fundraiser then, because there's a way we can help, right? Yeah, there is a GoFundMe site. Um, just, look, just if you want to, just Google um, Hof Ten Dormile Fire. It's like the third hit. Okay, and you can actually contribute directly there. We're actually doing the fundraiser also at our place on Friday. Uh, we're donating uh, m- pretty much almost all of our our proceeds for the evening. We have uh, food being donated. Uh, we have uh, beer I'm humping back from here. I'm going to raffle off Chinese auction and everything. That's going. We have an apparel guy. He's going to donate some of his proceeds as well. You're raffling off Chinese people? Chinese yeah. people, yes. That seems a little racially insensitive. <laughs> well, they are the number one uh, um, immigrant to the U.S. Yeah. over uh, Mexican people, so there's there enough. Go. To plus, go it's, there's plus enough to go around. I don't plus. think it's racist if it's for a good cause. No, I think, oh, no, no, yeah, for charity, everything's fine. Or I feel like it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's like a bachelor auction. If you, <laughs> well, if you want more information about it, you can go to freewillbrewing.com right now, and one of the first things you'll see on the page is the uh, uh, Hoften Dormal uh, fundraiser. You see it right there. You can click on it, get more information, and uh, it'll also tell you how to spell Hoften Dormal if you want to <laughs> Google it and, and, and find the GoFundMe campaign so that you can help, yeah. uh, uh, help them build the farmhouse back up, I guess. Yeah, it's a uh it works very much like the U.S. there, where it takes time. They send in insurance agents and adjusters, and they try and clean things up, quote-unquote. Yeah. And they throw things away, and then they, you have to wait for a check. And it's not for the actual end money that you would get. It's for what it costs to produce it, which, as you know, in the brewing industry isn't very much. Sure. So you get nothing. Plus, in the, plus all the downtime in the meantime, yep. not selling <laughs> right. beer. Okay. They are functioning now, and they did do a blend of a lot of the remnants of batches in bottles and bottles and, and in kegs and things like that and made a, a blend of beer called inferno to help you know gain some traction again yeah so did any have a, a smoky flavor i don't like know rouch, i haven't had a rouch rouch lambic. Lambic. <laughs> they might as well do it they, yeah you know. it'd be interesting if it did yeah oh. they're really really good people well, if you're in the in the area, if you're in Pennsylvania, go to Free Will Brewing Company. It's this Friday. Is that yes. what it is? Yeah, this it's Friday to nine, and yep. you can go support uh, that way. So, did you did you learn a lot about brewing lambic beer by by going there and actually you know brewing with the Belgians, or did well, you? Well, we made a regular beer. We made a you you know, okay. farmhouse say dark saison. My my intro, my uh, my contribution to that was Barry's Midnight Wheat, and I, I wrote a lot of the recipe myself. Okay, and I had that shipped in from the UK. To get to his place, and then, uh, but we while we were there, we did go to um, Cantillon and Dre Fontaine and, and Boone, and I did that. That was I sitting there and listening to those guys is really you know, awe inspiring. Yeah, 
truly, and that's now I get it. <laughs> sure, and not just how much they know about it, but how passionate those guys are about it too, right? Yep. I yep. mean, they speak about after all these years, they they speak about it like it's the best thing on it's earth. Love. It really which is. I agree with. Yep. Yeah, it's brewed with love. It's with love. <laughs> Every beer is balanced, yeah. harmony, it's and the yeah. beers are brewed with love, <laughs> especially fufun. Yes, uh-huh. that's right. yes, that yeah. it is. <laughs> I got some of that. <laughs> so tell us about the beer that's in our glass here. It's your creek. This is the creek. This is the the same base culture as the um, the peach we had before, except with uh, Montmorency sour cherries. So th- this is much less assertively tart, isn't it? So I think it so. almost feel like we should have started with this one. Did you tell us to do it the other way for a reason? I like the peach more than the, the creek myself, and I think it, I, I, it's my personal favorite of, of the lambics we do, uh, especially this year's that. batch. Now, wait, is this the same base beer or the same culture? It's the same base beer. Same base beer. It is less, uh, much less tart and sour. Especially tasting it right against the peach back to back. It comes, I think if you just opened the creek, you'd you'd be like, oh, this is a beautiful cherry cream flavor. It's got some tartness, but not not nearly as a Mm -hmm. It's cherry pie. Yeah, right. To me, it's a... a a watermelon jolly rancher. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It just makes makes but, but makes your drink salivate yeah, just squeak. Oh yeah. god, yeah. yeah. Your jowl yeah. even right, Justin. <laughs> Unless you're Asian, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Then your it's jowl sweat. Right. Um, but but to me, there's a lot of cherry skin. There's a cherry tannin. So mm-hmm. I like that you get the tannin structure from the fruit into your beers because a lot of a lot of places don't do that. I would if if I had my way to change this beer, obviously more cherries, but I would like to have the pits in there. These are pitted. Mm-hmm. I wish I could get my yeah, hands on the pits in there. because oh, that would add tannins, uh, even more tannins. Yeah. Well, you can you can get like enological tannins that'll replicate that those kind of body. Yeah. The body thing. Can you buy the pits? You can actually. They use them as pellet oh, fuel. Really? You can actually buy cherry pits. <laughs> Just as, like, cherry pits. Yeah. pellet fuel? But uh, this year we we have a source for. Um, some uh, uh, local harvest cherries in July. Then I'm going to drive out to central Pennsylvania and get a, a t- at least a ton of. And then that will be for my double cherry because I know I can get consistency with the cherries I'm using for this. Yeah. So okay. for the double cherry uh, lambic, I'm going to add you know, use, twice as much fruit. Do you so everything fruit? else is – I'm sorry. Everything else is the same except you'll just do double the fruit? Double the fruit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, I was going to say do you use uh, whole fruit or do you kind of pulverize it or cut whole it up fruit. a little bit? Even with the – For peaches? all of it. Yep. The peaches, we process them like this. <laughs> and oh, you just squeeze them. <laughs> okay. Hand squeeze just them and throw them in. 800 pounds with gloves. Wow. And wow. Okay. They were perfectly ripe. They were all fresh peaches from a local uh, orchard this time. I see. Nothing green. And you're not the first one to say that whole. there's nothing wrong with just throwing whole fruit in there because it just eats. It takes it right And we use it everything. multiple times. We pitch on it. We'll, we'll rack off of it. And, uh, well, the, the cherry, for instance, we rack off the initial fermentation on the cherries. And the culture's still in there, and the cherries are still in there in some form. They're hmm. white at this point and still mushy, but they still look like cherries, hmm. just about 40% less mass. Okay. And then we'll rack uh, the, the, the wort from blood and guts right onto it, and it actually picks up a substantial amount of cherry that you wouldn't even think was still there. Wow. And that was a real eye-opener when we, we did that. That was a, a wing-it type of beer, hmm. and it came out awesome, and I was yeah. very pleased with it. So now we do that. And then we rack off the blood and guts off of it, and then I'll rack more base lambic wort onto it again, and then it'll referment with it. At this point, there's like nothing left. It's like 10% of the mass. Okay. At this point, the, it's just food for bugs. But so, it's still food. And it, yep. So I'll leave that in there, and then I'll put more, more cherries into it. And leaving some of the, the dark darkness from the blood and guts actually allows for more color stability hmm. in future batches of the creek. As you can hmm. see, this is like pink, but it, it starts a lot brighter and drops out over time. Okay. With the new process we're doing, we'll actually get more color stability over the years. 
And so, have you, you, so you've never taken cherries out of this fermenter. You always just adding more. Correct. They, nice. get, they get consumed wow. to nothing. Wow, well, that's great. You're just lazy, I think. Yep. <laughs> right. yeah. I'm a workaholic, lazy guy. Why clean it when you can just leave it in yeah, there? Leave it in there. Yeah, plus, the cherry's still working. Yep, still contributing, and they do that over there too. They'll use them until there's nothing left. Okay. You taste the cherries after? Have you ever had one after this first? I, have treat? I pulled one out? No, actually, I, I should probably do that. I'd be really curious just to. I bet it tastes amazing. Probably gushy. <laughs> it, it probably feels gross, but tastes amazing. Uh, mm. I mean, it's got to be sour. Yeah, uh, it's probably gonna taste like the beer that was in there. Yeah, yeah. whatever's in there. Yeah, no, just yeah. make a pie out of that. If, as long as it doesn't taste bad, I'm glad it's there. Lambic Mosh pie, <laughs> right? So I know Jay from the Rare Barrel. Uh, I think he's exclusively Ooh. using puree for his fruited sours, and I don't know if this is a fair generalization, but puree maybe is given a more sort of candy fruit flavor. And the whole fruit is given more tannins, and I don't know, maybe depth isn't the right word, but do you plan on using puree? And uh, I'm going to actually have to use puree for the raspberry this year. Would you? Would you? Is my is what I said fair to say? Do you think? I, yeah, sure. If that's what your perception is, sure. Yeah. Now, why do you, you think you can't get whole uh, raspberries? Raspberries are so in demand that most of the farmers get all their money from pick your own. So getting somebody local to not pick your own and sell them to me wholesale. It's not going to happen. But I think with the raspberries, you'll be fine because it's just it's just macerated. Yeah, it's smushed right. up raspberries. Yeah, so yeah. You're, yeah. You, there's nothing like a stone to, to, no. to pull out from it. So you're still, yeah, you'll get it. I think with the raspberry yeah, purees, like, you do get plenty of tannin. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. My mind just got blown. People go pick their own fruit? Not for well, well, how do you yeah, think it's, small How do you think it's harvested? How do you think you eat it in the store? Well, but he said well, pick your shit. own. Like, like it's like it's a farms. thing where like you go out and you pick your own oh, fruit. Yeah. Why would you? Who would do that? You don't have kids. It's like a uh, thing. yeah, no, it's right. like a thing. Like I could take Abby to like a cherry orchard and we Same. could just go pick baskets and baskets of cherries. Yeah, but you know that people do that for you, right? <laughs> yes, and they sell Not them on the fun. corner right by my house, <laughs> yeah, and I buy them. Exactly. And what's oh, even crazier is that usually. You pay more per pound for to the pick stuff your you own. pick your Are you own. Serious? Yes. Yep. Yeah. At apple orchards, you'll pay more for the stuff you pick yourself. Yeah. Than if you just bought the apple. Because it's retail. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. It's an experience. The experience. Also, right. Yeah. You're buying the experience. Yeah. It's like going to cut your own Christmas tree. Right. Which right. also and seems again, ridiculous. Who does that? Do, do you pay more for the cut your own tree than you do at the, the for the Lowe's? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yes. Hmm. You, you do? do? Yeah. Yeah. You might. That might depend on the farm. Because you might screw it up and say you don't want to pay for it. What a racket! Yeah. Or you just go to the national park. Drag and it cut down a tree. I feel like our sponsors should have to make their own commercials and pay me more to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's the same well, as thing. As a matter of fact, you, you host to, the show? Yeah. Yeah. You need to offer the make your own option. You make your own and pay me more. My rate just doubled for hosting the shows now. <laughs> yeah. no. Host it your own. Pay me more. No, you have to pay me more yeah. to host your no, own show. No, I don't show. want to. I'm oh. doing you a favor. Oh, I see. Right. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm confused. I'm lost yeah. now. <laughs> I would give you economics, baby. Let's try some more sour beer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, John. John this this uh, creek uh, is unexplainably not as tart as the peach lambie. You know, can we help come in with that? What do you, what do you think? Uh, some of the uh, the fruit is actually the sweetness of the fruit is still there, and it's offsetting it. I'm like, it's actually why am less, I not getting it? Less total acidity uh, contributed from the cherries as opposed to the peaches. Oh, I see. So the peach sugars. Generate some of the lambic that's that, that well, sour character. Well, the, the peach has more actual. If you were to like take all that, the acid, like the citric acid. Oh, there's yeah, actually more of it in there than oh, in there is oh, in the, okay. the cherries, right, right. which so, is a wait. huge part. Like when we we're talking about the sourness, we were saying like pucker sourness, which I really love. And you're saying that that's like acidity. That's mm-hmm. what that's coming from. Okay. So yeah, you're saying that if you eat a peach, there's more acidity in there, but because peaches have more sugar, that tastes sweeter overall compared to a cherry, and so. 
the fermentation of the sour beers taking away all the sugar from either the cherry or the peach, but the peach has more acidity to begin with. Yep. Yeah, it brings so the, 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 yeah the, the end beer is more sour. I understood it better when John said it. <laughs> so did I. Just not. I was just making yeah. sure I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> John, I want to mention how quickly, as I was pouring this uh, white, the next beer, how quickly uh, all of the hosts in this room downed what was left of their glass and shoved their glass toward me <laughs> eagerly. It's, yeah. it's yeah. not a common thing. Good our, body, our body language is uh, and these are all, a lot here. These yeah. are all 4.9%, all the Lambic-based Beers are all low alcohol, very traditional. I, I like to sit there and drink a bunch of it. Yeah, and that's, and we'll do that's how the they're You're that's how they're meant to be, right? Yep. A man after JP's own heart. Did you feel that way before you went to Belgium? That about that, yes, you did. Yep. So I did too, but I was ashamed of it because I thought it made me a lush. And then when I went to Belgium, they were like, "No, you, we drink pints of this. I want to drink beer. You, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to drink a little bit. I don't want to sip it." And <laughs> we talked about this b- b- before. Part of the problem here is that it's so expensive uh, yes. for us to purchase. So I think that's why we started sipping it because it's a smaller bottle. But I always felt, it, unlike a bourbon barrel aged something or a barley wine that is a sipping beer, I never felt like sour beer was sipping beer. It's you take drinks of it. Yeah, uh, because it's very it's, refreshing. It's very refreshing. Yeah. It also makes when you have a, a drink, it makes you crave another one. It's so dry mm-hmm. and the, and that sourness, you, you want to quench your thirst again. Uh, so anyway, I'm just glad to hear you say it. That that's how you. Yeah. Which is why it's good to have the sides of your mouth like touch each other. What about yeah, the heartburn? Exactly. Do you have you have a pint and then a roll of tums and then another pint? I actually like a, don't have any problems with the heartburn. Even the whole time in Belgium, everybody else was popping them. No problems. My wife had mouth ulcers like crazy. Oh and no, not a problem. I don't. I don't know what. Nah. I don't really either, unless it's all I drink for for the evening. So if it were a sour festival, You're like or something, nine of them, yeah, that, that'll do it. Then, yeah. but but I could have. A, a, a few pints like I like like I would a pale ale and I don't get it either. Okay. Um, but I you definitely suck. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bilo has like a sip and she's a mess. I, yeah, I can have like a sip and it just instantly is angry. All right, so tell us about this sour in our glass. Now, this one was uh, created by uh, uh, Philly Beer Personality who is uh, the uh, chief editor for Philly Beer Scene Magazine, Matt Falco, uh, for his award show that basically gives accolades to local beer everything. And um, it started with – it's the same culture as the Lambics, but it's a different recipe. There's some spelt in there, things like that. And white cranberries. Okay. And that's why it's called white. He designed the name and the whole premise around it. And we made the beer, and we represented it to the the industry, and everybody really loved it. So we made it again just for the Philadelphia area, and we're going to continue to do so on a yearly basis. Although next year, I'm going to do it a little differently. We took some of the first batch of this, which we did for the awards – and put it into Chardonnay French oak barrels with red cranberries for an additional year, and it's just way better, in, oh, my, yeah. in my opinion. And people still dig this version a lot, but my personal opinion is the other version is superior. It's so good. that the other version had white and red? or yep. okay, did that White work? and then a, an additional barrel aging yeah, yeah. on red cranberries for an entire year, actually a little Got more it. than a year. Got it. And that's not the color. It's the variance in the fruit. The, the white tastes different than the red. Is yeah, that? well, there is, there's a color difference also. The white yeah, cranberries yeah. are white, but yeah, sure. there is definitely more brightness to this one. Oh. Than the reds and the, the red did darken it up a little bit. It just it gave it a little bit of more of a golden hue to it. But it, the the oak, the tannins, oh, the and barrel. the red cranberries and all that worked in such a, a harmonious way that it was just a superior beer. I can see how barrel aging and additional fruit would make this a, a an even better beer than, mm-hmm. it, but it already is. It's tremendous. Yeah, it's a really well made beer. So, as the guy who gave you this kind of strain combination cocktail of of bugs. 
come back and said, okay, so you're making good beer with this. <laughs> Teach me how now that I gave it to you. Well, it, it's distinctly different at this point. Okay. I mean, it's definitely uh, has become our own, so to speak. With uh, I, I can't even say that it even has the the petio and the lacto in his culture anymore. I don't. Know, I haven't actually compared the two. I mean, I've had the beer, and it's not at all the same. Okay. So it's it's definitely its own animal, and it likes our basement. And luckily, nice. going in the right direction. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't had any issues thus far. Knock yeah. on wood. Well, yeah, that um, usually in a mixed culture with bacteria, the bacteria will inherently become the superior population and you have to knock it down and and oak it's a you know a washing of some sort but uh it hasn't done that in in three years okay at this point it's been and we're basically being belligerent with it and it's uh still performing almost the same way across the board yeah okay so it's great Keep Thank doing you. it. Yeah. Now, all these beer, these sour beers that we tried, uh, people can buy them at the brewery, or, yes. or how do people get your beer? They are available at the brewery and throughout our distribution footprint, which is Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and within a few weeks, New York. And by the end of the summer, we'll be in D.C. and Virginia, and we'll see where it goes from there. Okay. Was it tough to get into New York? Uh, well, no. I mean, we, we had to make a conscious decision because that, that market is – ridiculous it's huge <laughs> um and there's a, a competitive edge that we don't have and that's there's a i think an eight and a half cent per bottle tax goes right back to new york we can't match that but with these we can the sours yeah so we're going to do limited draft and we're going to focus on the sours and we're going to give them one type of sour at a time mm-hmm. and just let the beer do its thing okay yeah um we we don't need to worry about shelf stability with this beer um, and it, it speaks for itself. I don't need to rep it. I just need to present it, and the liquid does most of the work. Yeah. I that was our right business model was to, to try and make the best beer we possibly can, even though we had limited equipment, and let the beer do most of the work. And once again, you're lazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lazy Pragmatic. workaholic. Isn't I'm, that, I'm, that's I'm, what Denny Khan said. That's right. And, <laughs> I'm, and I'm loving the model. <laughs> that, that'd be a good name for a beer, lazy workaholic. Lazy workaholic, <laughs> yep. I work, I work about 80 to 90 hours a week. Mm-hmm. That's but it? yes, I, I like to find better ways to make the beer more efficiently yeah as long as it's going in both it, directions both it, better and more efficiently it's always good if you weren't as lazy you might not have to work so much <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right yeah. so what does one of these retail for uh they're between 10 and 12 bucks a bottle oh what? Man. Are you kidding me yeah Come i'm really on. screwing the market <laughs> buy it by the case no, why are you driving the price down on this stuff <laughs> i uh i i started making sour beer not because i just love it because it's really freaking expensive and everything we do is with a spe- specific reason with these sours is to try and keep the price affordable for the end user yeah and that's part of the, the choice of this bottle um reason why we don't corking cage although we did switch to corking and capping okay so you can horizontally age them so you have a larger surface area for mm. more accelerated thank celery. you for doing that yes because uh, i have like a cheap wine fridge right which i would love to keep my sours there and the only ones i can keep there right now are, are some cantillons Cantillon. because yep. they cork and cap yep uh, but anybody who just caps, I'm afraid to lay it on its you side. You should not do so, yes. Right? Cause, uh, so talk to me about that because it will – It'll rust. It'll rust. Eventually. It'll okay. permeate the uh, the plastic layer and it will rust. Yeah. It's weird that you don't see that more often given that Cantillon does it. And that every, a lot of people – oh, is, is that why? <laughs> That's right. In fact, I would think it's it's pretty expensive too, but you're saying it's rather cost efficient. Well, with this bottle, it's actually a wine cork. So okay. the, the, the production rate on those is – through the roof so you can actually get a wine cork a decent really good one for not a lot of money it is I an see. extra step but it does uh, produce uh, a better way of a- aging it and, it, and it's, yeah it looks cool oh. do you have to do them by hand yes we still package all the sours by hand we have a, a six head gravity filler and it's a it's only a month or once a month or once every t- couple of weeks that we do and we'll do like two thousand bottles at a shot 
Wow. And then we'll, we'll keg the rest of it because Sixtals, as you would imagine, at that price point, fly. Okay, yeah. So that's everybody yeah, in the brewery course. for one day just sitting around the Well, we actually bring in a bunch. Of, that's the only point we're bringing some friends yeah. is for that. Do they get paid in sour beer? They get paid in money and sour beer. Oh. Yeah. Don't we, don't like, we don't like free help too much. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sucks? Well, taking advantage. Yeah. Are you? And you get what you pay for. Look at you with morals. Yes. I got to go back and edit that out of the program. Justin's <laughs> comeback. Are you? Are you really though? Yeah. Hang on, let me edit it right now. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> Sorry. All right. What are we pouring now? Blood and guts. This was the wing it beer again. Lazy. Uh, didn't want to take the cherries out of the tote. Let's say. Let's see yep. what happens. So yep. we pushed some dark word onto there, which was designed to be sour. Okay. Um, no black patent in this. Black patent and sour beer usually equals a flavor similar to hot dog water. Gross. So no is uh, always the answer when anybody says, let's put black patent in the sour beer. Okay. Oh. Hot dog water. I'll remember Midnight that. wheat is the answer. Bebo in there with her double wide fantasy oh. is like, what's wrong with <laughs> hot dog water? Her ears yeah. perked up. Yeah. I'll take yeah. some of that. Right, yeah. I've <laughs> seen her with a water bottle with hot dogs floating in it. <laughs> Sometimes uh. I make hot dogs and then I make noodles in the hot dog water. Ew. It's my favorite perfume. <laughs> That's how okay. I got Sam. So, you guys are extra mean tonight. <laughs> and also extra right. Yeah. But there is always a but. But I did work at a place called Sam's Doghouse in high school. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. And, yeah, you did. And, we and you're walking into it. Yeah. And we cooked him in a steamer. And I just, when he said that, I remembered the water in the steamer. And the yeah. smell. You smell oh, like wieners all the so time. So there's like this layer of slime that was on the top. It was nasty. Yeah. We call yeah. that biofilm in the brewery yeah. industry. It was probably your job to change that water every now and then. No. By the way, that's how she landed Sam. She would spray hot dog water on her every night. <laughs> Sam walked in there and be like, hey, Sam my like, name's Sam. This yeah. is my place. There is something about my you, girl. I don't know what it is, but it is something. You would be surprised how many dates I got asked out on after leaving the Sam's well, hot dog. No, while working at Sam's yeah. dog house. Because you like can a, really handle them buns, It's girl. like a... <laughs> Hot dogs like a dude pheromone. I don't know. You smell like you just smell like baseball games. I don't know what it is. You smell, you smell like filler like and nitrogen. I, just, I don't know what it is about you. God, you're like you're just full of preservatives you're, or something. I don't know what it your is. Your face has this beautiful sheen. Lip, lip you really know how to handle we love it. Uh, Want to go to the Costco Lauren, food court on terrible. Friday? It's a pheromone. Yeah. You're like, you're like a mystery meat. <laughs> Hot dog, the new fragrance I wonder, from Sam. I want to read your ingredient <laughs> list, girl. Oh, the hot dog? <laughs> All right, so black patent equals hot dog water. Yes. Let's, let's get this. That's your, that's your tip for the day. All right, I like it. And, and I think we hammered it home, so people <laughs> yep. will remember that. Tip. I don't know. I think we could <laughs> break out a few one more one letters. So, sorry, so what did you uh, do to get the Midnight wheat here? from Brees. Okay. Smooth darkness. I love that stuff. Okay, got it. Gives you the dark character, no acidity from the from the, the roasted malt. And then the only fruit is the fruit that you poured it on top of. The well, second use cherries, yep. You didn't add addition Mm-mm. additional fruit out of that. I get like uh if black forest cake was a sour beer, that's what I get from it. Okay. So there's some residual sweetness that is left behind. This one's a little over six percent. There's a little like uh, cold pressed coffee yeah. flavor yeah. in there yep. that I really like. I'm um, even going d- deeper to like ashy. You will, that, in the yeah. aftertaste, I get, yeah, yeah, it's it's not my favorite because uh, of that ashy bitterness. I don't. It's not. I've heard people say that before. Yeah, it's not. I mean, you know, 
I think it's a safe. It's yeah, a safe room. I think we can. Yeah, yeah. you can. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. uh, the uh, peach is still my favorite. Well, it's it, your favorite one. Yeah, this is like a hard thing to do. We've said it before, right? That the the sort of roasts and sour, yeah. as a general mm-hmm. rule, those two flavors don't mesh. Dark sour. This is right. an example of a very well done one, but you're still trying to make something works that sort of inherently doesn't. Yeah, and I don't mind even the the the, the ash and the aftertaste is almost like a cigar. Uh, so it's a little yeah, tobacco. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So much which, more earthy. I'm adverse to roast, but this is much like more of an earthy uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. character to it. The newest batch, this is last year. This is the first batch. Um, the newest batch we actually put on oak for a while, um, and that's going to add some more complexity and some, some more depth to it. I mm. think that's going to help with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still not – the newest batch I still don't think is quite where I want it to be, but with, with such a program as this, it does take – uh, well, generation to get it to yeah. where it really should be, <laughs> right, at right. least. So well, yeah. the, the second use of cherries is really nice. I think it's got a great cherry flavor. Uh, I, yeah, I was really surprised yeah. at how much was contributed to this beer when I when I pulled it out of the tank after first checking. I was like, "What? What happened?" <laughs> right. Hey, Beeb, is the camera on the guest? No. Yeah. Hey, John, show this the label of this beer we're drinking. The blood and guts. It's a oh, great label. The the bright red and it's got a chainsaw. Oh, nice. you have any tr- you have any trouble with the uh, the Go a little bit TTB closer, with that? No, not Getting at all. Approved? No, nope. We have another beer called Pixie's Revenge. We had problems with because it was originally called Pixie's Dust. Or Pixie Dust. Yeah, okay, that's they, had a, good. they had a problem with that. Why? Well, apparently Kids. it's a drug reference. Drug reference. Oh, it is. I thought it would be you're marketing to children. Oh, I had no too. idea it was a drug reference. I called. I finally got the guy to give me a cell phone number. So I called this guy at the TTB, and he's like, "Well, it's a drug reference." I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry, sir. I'm not really to up what? on my drug yeah, reference." Doc, is Doc, what kind of you drug is Pixie Dust? Doc is shaking his head. That is <laughs> not a drug <laughs> reference. <laughs> Doc doesn't know. It's, it's angel uh, dust. Oh, it is. Angel dust. Yeah. Apparently, it was on a list. I was like, "I'm sorry, sir. I'm not up on my drug references." People still. Well, neither am I. Last time I saw angel dust, nobody in this room was alive. That's <laughs> good. Do people still do angel dust? Uh, no. Maybe taste it. They do? Yeah. I've heard of angel dust. I do. Yeah, I do. And all your friends? <laughs> I masturbate with it. I've heard it's of it. On, on Throwback Thursdays, everyone's doing it. Everyone's yeah. doing it. Hey, guys. I'll, it's I'll angel dust shit. night. Yeah. Well, you give it a new name and it becomes something cool. I so guess. you don't have yeah. angel dust. You're doing pixie, pixie dust. dust. That sounds yeah. like that one TTP guy was yeah. like, I remember pixie dust. No, he gave me such a hard time. If I was going to name my beer, I would know. I remember pixie dust being some drug. Wow. I'm that old. I almost thought you were going to say that he was like, well, consumers might assume it actually has pixie dust in it, so we can't That would be that. a plausible answer as well, yes. I would not have been surprised if he said that. Yeah, you're, you're never surprised at anything uh, that comes back. But Chasing the Dragon, totally approved. No problems. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Not a problem at all. Uh, of course there is. That's I was preparing to fight that then and... Straight through. So it just matters who the particular yes. agent is. And yes. his mood, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want you to get in trouble or anything, but I just think it's a very... Uh... Yeah, the TTB listens to this show all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do 14 fear to 16,000 of them. They may, exactly, maybe they do. They do like fourteen to 16,000 labels a year, each of them. So right. I'd imagine it's... So, so it, well, not only that, but but some just go right through. They're just they, you can't possibly pay attention. to Like the all dehydrated of them. alcohol that got passed again, uh, right? Uh, that went through, and then they pulled it back, and then I heard it got approved again. Wow, what's up with that crap? They're just uh, sliding it through. Yeah. it's kind of like uh, getting your beer entered into GABF. Uh, you just got to know you get the right table; it's going to go right through. Uh, you got to wait for the right perfect storm. I love this beer. <laughs> on. Yeah, gone. You know, I did try I think I mentioned it. I did try to get uh, one of the famous guys, uh, 
Battle. His, his Battle Martin. Is Battle Martin. Oh, yeah, yes. he's famous. That's the guy? <laughs> I tried to get that guy on the show. I, I, he's dry. Now, get ready to be shocked. He didn't respond. He I didn't got a even cell phone respond. number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cell phone. yeah let's again. Seriously? <laughs> let's call right I seriously have his I'll send him a text. Yeah, on August 13th, 2014, I, I sent a very professional and nice email. And, and uh, Only one? What, what's his name? Battlebot? Battle Martin. Battlebot. Megatron. Battle. Battle. Wow. He was very professionally dry and government. Yeah. yeah okay. Stonewall Martin. Hello, city. John. It's battle. <laughs> Your label has been disapproved. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Do you know how many people have gotten that call? Thousands. <laughs> yeah. But why? It's now, a drug reference. Thank you for calling. None of my labels are going to get approved. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's a huge yeah. fan of you. Now we have your number, battle. Mr. Angel Dust. <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking out for you. Uh, well, they're all fantastic beers. Yeah, your, man. Your, your core yeah. beers that we had in the first segment were all, all great, too. And then the sour beers just got even better. Thank you. Please go check out freewillbrewing.com if you're in uh, Pennsylvania or New Jersey or New York or Delaware. Delaware yep. Then go buy some. Uh, you have it on tap in, in different markets there, too? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you skip over like the whole country and and do say Contra Costa County, California? <laughs> next? I have been actually. People have asked me to do that yeah. for about two years. Okay, I'm actually working on uh, a way to send beer farther without having to manage it this far out here. So we're going to get yeah. somebody to do that for us. Well, I would like to add my name to the list of people who desire that. Yes. Uh, we would love to sell Thank it you. here at the Hop Grenade, yes. and I think people would just go nuts for this beer. Yes, cool. Thank it's, you. It's really good stuff. I think I can make that happen. Well, I do want to. I do want to thank uh, the listener who hooked us up in the first place, Brian yes. Colsar. Mm. Uh, he sent oh, John an email. Hey, Brian. Yep. Yeah. He sent John an email, and he uh, he, he made the uh, connection happen, so thanks, Brian. And Brian was going to come with us, but couldn't make it work. Oh. So I'm out here by myself. Oh, well, we won't send the jet back again. So <laughs> Brian, yeah, Brian jet, jet A is expensive, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so I know he's listening. <laughs> not only thanks for sharing the beer, but thanks for coming out here and doing the show in person. That's a lot of fun for us, so sure. we appreciate it. Well, you don't have to go if you don't want to. i got to take us a break, and when we come back, we've got uh, a few things to do. We're going to do a little beer news and, uh, you know, some, some political stuff, right, Moskowitz? You know it. Give a chance for uh, Scott to express his political beliefs. Right. Let me just uh, turn on Fox News during the break, and then we'll be back uh, right after this. All shut up. Uh, we're going to do a little beer news. Also, we've, I've got a new game for you guys, and all of you have to play along, Brewcasters. It's going to be fun. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. 888-401-BEER. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch jade and the gadget guy roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over 
you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. If you don't know Yeast Man, you're missing out. White Labs Yeast Manager, Yeast Man, is available free to any brewer. Yeast Man is your direct link to White Labs Yeast Production Facility. Yes, you can check yeast availability, and yes, you can place an order, but Yeast Man is much more. View yeast quality control and analytical reports. See your big QC day entries and reports. Get access to the entire White Labs catalog, specials on overruns of freshly made yeast, and customized options for your account. Yeast Man is the only real-time online ordering in the business connected directly to factory production. Yeast Man is always on and always live. It's the largest online marketplace for specialty brewers yeast and related products. Visit yeastman.com today and tap directly into White Labs production facility. Gonna brew? Yeast Man to the rescue. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand. Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five star treatment today adventures in homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the brutus brew stands and propane burners the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven pound hopper custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels coolers and mini size brew pots the brewers at adventures in homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all grain brewing adventures in homebrewing original recipes are 
are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You know, you never know who's going to show up at the Brewing Network studios. We had Michael Dawson of uh, Brewing TV fame. That's right. At the Hop Grenade. Yeah, in person. Brewing at the TV. break. In person. Our wonderful what? staff. This is how good the brewing, uh, the Hop Grenade staff is, too. Is he still uh, here? Uh, no, he, he just went uh, next door. They were, here for, they were here for a couple beers, and then they shot next door. Um, so uh, he was also recognized by our talented staff here at the Hop Grenade. Aaron behind the bar there was like, oh, yeah. a big dude, you're the, you're the Brewing TV guy. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, cool. Michael Dawson was here. Now with Y-East, yes. as right. a matter of fact. Um, so it was nice to see him. Chris Pryor was here, also now with Y-East. And, uh, yeah. Olin Schultz. Uh, Olin Schultz. Still with more beer. Still the owner of more beer. <laughs> still. Um, I'm telling you, come down to the Hop Grenade. You never know who's going to pop their head in. It's fun stuff. <laughs> Russ was here. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. guy, Russ. Yeah. Our that, favorite From Batman. Dungeons and Dragons fame. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I saw Russ. Yeah. Jackus Bowers. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, JP. Hey, what? Let me ask you a question. Please do, because I like responding to the questions that you ask for me. Are you getting enough? No, well, enough what? It. Oh. No. No, well, no, actually, I'm not, no, because, you see, and I'll tell you what. All right, Jeff, usually... leave it at that. Oh. He must Good be, because he got engaged. Okay. Because I bet you'd like more, right? Well, I, I would, because I really enjoy Good. it. Good, because uh, adamandeve.com wants to give you more. I really appreciate that. I'm really, I've been thinking a lot Here's about it. Here's what they're going to do. Now that you asked. Now that you've asked. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, For some reason, cannot ask. Do you think 10 free gifts would do it? I think 10 free gifts would, would do yeah. it. In my mind, that's the number that, that would really satiate my thirst. All right, because here's what they're going to do. Uh, they're going to give a, a, a sexy surprise for her. Oh. That's what do you, what do you no, do? not for you. Well, that's uh, good. I, th- I think she really deserves it. I Does mean, that mean she, he only gets nine? She's put up with a lot. and, and uh, you know, if, if anybody all right, all right, yeah, so one for her. And then uh, a second one specially uh, selected for him. Well, if the him is me, the him's you. Oh, then that's fine because normally, because sometimes if it's him, it may not be me, maybe someone it's else. It's you. All right, all right. Hang on, and then and then a little something <laughs> we know you'll both enjoy. I like things at the same time as, as her. I like doing stuff together. <laughs> and, and and right, yes. Every once in a while, we like to to you know end on the same on the same note. If you good, know. great, uh, and then also six full length. <laughs> Wait for it. DVDs. Oh, yes, full length. Wow. Full length DVDs. Cause I'm glad because that'll be the only thing full length in the house. Be, <laughs> That's right. Amazing. It's about no, time Taryn got something full length, length whatsoever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, Taryn wrote to Adam and even and actually asked for this particular packet. It's the Taryn package, so to speak. Uh, and then the the tenth thing. Yeah, what is it? Free shipping on all of it. I really, oh. you know, shipping is sometimes like the killer the of any sort of internet shopping, and sure. I appreciate it for free shipping. All right, so what do you think you have to do to get it? 
Uh, I would imagine you have to do some sort of survey, like a five-minute long survey, <laughs> and then you get a code no, that you have to... Nothing, and it's, none of that. Buy a time share? No timeshare? Nothing. <laughs> Not even a, you don't even have to sit there at timeshare seminar. You in a lottery. Oh. All you got to do is go to adamneve.com right now. Yeah. Yacht.com. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and enter oh. coupon code BNARMY. B-N-A-R-M-Y. You get your 10 free gifts. Wow. Go do it now. It supports us while they support you in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do, unfortunately, know what you're saying because, <laughs> you know, at my age, you need support in the bedroom. That's right. Yeah. AdamandEve.com lets you take the Brewing Network into the bedroom. <laughs> that's my new catchphrase. We're right there with you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds good. That looks good. Right. Good, good. Put your hand there. No, not there. Lower. It would be so much more critical than that. <laughs> what are you doing? You're yeah. stupid. Hey, douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> what did you sit in cottage cheese? Tan yeah. cottage cheese? <laughs> She's rolling her eyes. Can't you tell? <laughs> We should we should take a DVD and we should do commentary over it like a porn uh, DVD. Yeah, and sell it. We're uh, like the MST three thousand yeah, of yeah, porn. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that would be a. Oh, yeah. That would sell. Yeah, John. Oh yeah, that would sell. Oh yeah, but not. not that's the new Adam and Eve category. Uh, yeah. We're watching it in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not commentary, but just do the voices. <laughs> I prefer the Just commentary. The, the voices are no, the commentary. Uh, like, yeah, good like, job. Yeah. No, that's great. But on screen, I've never seen like... a group of dumpier people. <laughs> Dude, just making all the, the, the orgasm faces, and we're just like, oh, oh I stepped on... Eh, whatever. We just make it really mellow. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. done. No, I think the other commentary would be better. Let's do it, then. The MST style. What do you mean? All right, go to adamneve.com right now. Use uh, coupon code BN Army. I think it would be. Shall we do some beer news? Yeah. I mean, why not? It's good. It can't get any fresher. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. All right. The beer news is brought to you today by the good folks who put on the National Homebrewers Conference. That's right. Uh, it's the uh, AHA, of course, the American Homebrewers Association. They do the oh, National yeah. Homebrewers Conference. You can go to ahaconference.org right now and buy your <laughs> tickets to the conference. We're going to be there. What happens there? Uh, everything <laughs> that's good in the world Doc happens there. Doc just woke there. up. Yeah. <laughs> what happens at the <laughs> After the whole night, he's just sitting there. Yes, the conference. What happens? <laughs> yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Tell me more. Everything that's good in the world happens at the AHA conference. We're going to be there. It'll be our ninth year at the wow. conference. It'll be Tasty's hundredth year, I think. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's the best conference ever. You can go get your tickets right now at ahaconference.org, and then you know, fly down a day early. You can go to our party as well. That um, is the party, by the way. And and San Diego, where it is this year, is the best location. Oh my god! It's yeah. a it's come a cool... early, days early, stay days late. It's a great town to drink beer. And I don't remember if I said this last time, but we have the entire... So it's at the Town & Country Resort. Every single hotel room, the whole resort, homebrewers. Yeah, yes. The last time it was there, and in most places that we go, yeah. it's a bit of a mix. It's it's a ton of us homebrewers, but then some other folks. Yeah. Complaining kind of and you, It usually involves the police then. Yes. Yeah. All homebrewers. Yeah. I have a feeling we're going to get ridiculous. The uh, after parties are going to be just amazing. Yeah. There's one like everywhere. It's going to be. And... Yeah. and and if people complain, I know that I can just say, fuck off. Are you a homebrewer or not? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have no tolerance Don't for complaints. Code, bro? Well, but I brought the family. Well, fuck, that's your problem, not my problem. Yeah. But, yeah. but then you're going to have family. to see him tomorrow at the conference. I don't care. This is my hotel for you that say week. You say you were warned. In fact, let's warn them right now. <laughs> I'm warning you right yeah. now. Don't bring yeah. the family. Bring your earplugs. Or shut yeah. up. Yeah. Bring- you want to go to sleep? It's only... 318. And what's the problem? <laughs> exactly. Right. Drink Bring more beer until you pass out. Then you won't have to worry about my noise. That's right. That's how I do it. 
Yeah. You know what? Just ask Tasty. He brings earplugs. That's right. There you go. Bring earplugs. Yeah. All right. So go to ahaconference.org. What's in the news today, Moscow? Well, I only have two stories today, but they're really good ones. And the first one is odd. Maybe it was only a matter of time until this happened, but it's even odder um, how this was broken to me. So I'm sitting at the grenade here on Saturday, a couple days ago, and uh, uh, Eric, behind, he's bartending, and he hands me the phone, and he says, uh, hey, it's for you. That's someone wanting to uh, break a news story. <laughs> Went, really? I got listeners calling the bar to break <laughs> news? Like, that, this is awesome. That, that, that was is, a first. This is starting out weird. Yeah. So this I, is Burn so, Network Central. Yeah. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, yeah, this is Scott. And he goes, uh, hey, uh, I'm Evan. And I went. <laughs> what can I do you for? You know, and he was like, "Well, I'm the guy that fought, filed the lawsuit." So I said, "What lawsuit?" He said, "You haven't heard?" And I said, "No, man. I, I don't oh, check my Google alert yeah. until Sunday. It's Saturday. Sorry, dude. What's up?" And he's like, "Well, I'm I'm suing Miller Coors, but uh, anyway." And then he kind of hung up abruptly. And I was like, "What, what the hell was that?" <laughs> so so I look up, and sure enough, there's a guy that sued Miller Coors. I saw this. Yeah, you for that shit. claiming that the Blue Moon is a uh, craftier marketing it as such. Uh, and then he emailed me uh, this morning and, and went, uh, "Hey, I'm a longtime listener. I, I'm a fan of the Rat Pad, and uh, I'm the guy. And let me know if you want to know anything." And I said, well, can you call the show? I mean, I'll do the story on the news tonight. And he went, well, I'm busy, but you know, do you want to know anything? Busy like, suing people. I don't know. Whatever, man. So I just I pulled the story from AP. If the guy wants to call and give us more details, he can. He wrote me some details. I'll, I'll read them in a minute. But in the meantime, here's the story for me. Which number okay. should he call? He's from California. California. Uh, yeah. Call 888-401-BEER, oh, yes. not the hop grenade. Yes. Go ahead. Although he did happen to, I just happened to be sitting there on Saturday afternoon, which is not common. That's but. creepy. Maybe he was sitting in the patio across the road, like, yeah. watching for you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. A California craft beer drinker has filed a class action lawsuit against Miller Coors, claiming that they tricked him into thinking it's craft beer. Uh, Blue Moon, that is. Evan Parent is his name. Uh, the plaintiff leading the suit brought the case forward on behalf of all Blue Moon buyers in California and says the premium price tag, placement amongst other craft beers, and labels and advertisements with, sm- with slogans like artfully crafted falsely portrays the beer as a handcrafted, independently owned product. Uh, Parent points to the definition of a craft brewer set by the BA. We've talked about it a lot on this show. It states that a craft brewer must be small, less than 6 million barrels, which Millicores easily exceeds. Independent, as in not owned by a a non-craft brewery or business. Uh, And traditional, like using traditional and innovative ingredients. Although, as we discussed recently, that changed. You can now use adjuncts, hence Yingling taking Sam Adams' position on the top of the craft beer list. So that definition is in flux. But Millicores obviously doesn't fit the model. However, the federal government does not have a definition for craft breweries. This is a BA thing. There's no yeah. law. Right. Craft yeah. is what the consumer thinks it is. So, playing to parents' favor are California's consumer protection laws, which are some of the strictest in the country. Parents' suit points out that nowhere on the Blue Moon label does Miller Coors name itself as the brewery. It points to the tiny Blue Moon Brewery, uh, which functions as a pilot facility for the small batches at uh, Denver's Coors Field. Hmm. Lawyer uh, Robert, here's an attorney's uh, point of view. Of uh, He's a beverage law attorney, this guy. He says, uh, it need not be on every label and ad. If Miller Coors secretly owned Blue Moon, that'd be different, but it's no secret. Anyone who cares knew a long time ago. It's preposterous that the plaintiff is a craft beer aficionado and didn't know. Mm. Right. I don't like the idea that, uh, n- now I'm not necessarily for this suit, so let me, let me start with that. But I don't like this idea that anybody who cares knew a long time ago. Why do you have to care to not be lied to? No, the problem is that you have to be be damaged, right? 
you don't care, you can't be damaged. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, where's the lie, though? <laughs> right. Well, the lie, no lie. essentially, I guess by law, there's no lie. But we all know yeah, it's a lie so, that they're craft beer. But they don't say yeah. they're craft. So we can't no, they be do. They do. No, they do. We're not in the class. That's what the suit says, is that on the label, I guess it says, like, artfully crafted. But they don't say we are craft beer on the Brewmaster's on The word craft is right in their tagline. Sure. What are we talking about here? Artfully crafted. But that is different than saying we are craft beer. Right. That's different. Yeah. They're I'll not lying them, to anybody. This that. guy's an idiot. Evan, and, you're and, an idiot. And their labels <laughs> meet all of the same standards that every other craft brewery's labels have to pass. Yes. It, it, it is, like, yeah. like said, brewed and bottled at a registered brewery. <laughs> right. So, Which is the Sandlot. Brewery. Right. Right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this guy's There's no law broken. Yeah. Way to, way to clog up right. our federal or our... Right. Our, is our, that... Our enough suggestion. Hang on a second, though. Is all the Blue Moon... Beer brewed at the Sandlot Brewery? No. That's no. not no. right. That's no. a lie. No, no that's, that's where, that's where that's it was what developed. But if it says brewed and bottled, that's by different the, than by saying... By the Blue Moon Brewing Company. Right. But, I, th- but I think but they use the Sandlot Brewery for... It- for trial batches. So for licensing, uh, it, could, yeah. it could be Blue Moon Brewing Company, but the address would be... The, like where Miller Coors address is, yeah. But it so could, not it, the Sandlot. It would correct. be right. Yeah, it, 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 but it, it doesn't have to say Miller Coors one two three Coors Lane. It could say Blue Moon Brewing Company one two three Coors Lane. Okay, I think it's and Golden it's fine. Lane. But all whatever. legal. I don't know. All right, yeah. all legal still. Yeah. yeah, there's no federal law. So I mean, right. Just think about who, who's damaged. Right. Well, he's damaged. Joe blows in the grocery <laughs> store and sees it right next to craft beer and sees it for almost the same price. So clearly he's, he's doing the suit. I don't think he's a dummy. I think he's, it's the principle of the thing. Yeah. What he's, he's doing, making he's sure. making Misled. a point. He wants the conversation to be no, more uh, prevalent. He wants to start this conversation. Should they be able to have anything to do with craft beer, say artfully crafted, dupe people that would otherwise not know the difference between the Sierra Nevada that it's parked next to on the shelf? He's taking a stand. No, he's making a point. Yeah, but what's the po- what, what is the but point? But there's no legal point. It's, it's right. confusing advertising. There's no federal law. But, but, he, but yeah, he, you're not breaking support. a law, so yeah. there's nobody going to tell you that no. you have to change any any practices. No. I, nobody... I think there's still a point. I, no I think his point is that he knows that there's a difference between yeah. the craft beer and, and, and macro beer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he wants that to be more distinct in the marketplace uh. and not allow ma- macro beer to uh, gray the line. But, but Which clearly they are doing. But who, well, yeah. whose fault is that? Is that Miller Coors or is it Safeway who, who puts that on the shelf next to a Sierra Nevada? I think it's, it's both. It's, it's both. Uh, Miller itself. Coors distribution, they decide where it goes on the shelf, yeah. not Safeway. Exactly. So that's number one. I, 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 yeah, that's how the right. distribution yeah, okay. works. Right. And But I would say both, even still, uh, because uh, – and again, you, you'd have to subscribe to the, the theory that it's a wrong thing to do. Correct. First, right. uh, which I sort of do, actually. I think. Well, morally, but not legally. That's but not legally. That's no, right. Exactly. Uh, no, no. What, yeah. If we could ask our legislators – to pass the law, what would we ask them to do? Like, yeah, what do you want? Do they need to find craft like uh, as, as the the BA defines it? No, it's that's real America. God damn it! I, I mean, otherwise they can't, they, do whatever no, they want. Right. They can put, say whatever they want. They're not going to break a law. Put a pastel rendering of a, of a moon, and a, I, I, their commercials are great. 
do whatever you want. Sell the beer however you want. You're not breaking any law. You're not saying you're a craft brewery no, and small and independent. Yeah. So the, well, no, but they are. They're insinuating they're, they're it right. corrupt, to yeah. less than savvy consumers. Maybe is what they're doing. Well, and what about and it's the- not illegal. I agree with you. So I mean, so uh. would you sue BMW because you don't think that they are really the ultimate driving machine? Hmm. No, they're Good insinuating question. that False that's claim. the best car ever right. in it, the world ever of all time. But there's not an entire craft built around the words around ultimate driving. There are handmade cars that would be the, the but there are terms but there are terms that are dedicated to this industry and craft is one of them. Now it doesn't mean you can't use craft in other contexts, but how Our industry has yeah. decided to use craft beer, to define craft beer. The association that represents most craft brewers has decided to take a stance. So that's different than an arbitrary, yeah, but, you know, but, ultimate. But they don't own the word craft. Not so yet, they but they are taking it. a stance. So and I see what the, you're saying. And, and Blue Moon yeah. was produced as an answer to that stance. Sure. Directly. Sure. And so this consumer is deciding, well, I think we should start the conversation about separating these two things and not allowing mm. macro beer to uh, use our st- uh, our words to yeah. sell their beer. Well, again, so what would you what, – what would – I would like to know what this person wants to see as a right. result of his right. uh, yeah. insane – Where's the stopping point? Five million dollars. Less confused customers. Yeah, that's what he wants. He wants to see less less confused customers. So can the Sandlot not be called Blue Moon Brewing Company? It has to be called Miller Coors, like Brewing Company on the side of Frankly, when I I was in Denver for GABF and I went into the Sandlot and got the best Hellas I've had in six months, I'm like, you know what? I I didn't know this was owned by Coors, and I pissed everywhere. And then I sued them. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's, it's, it's right. completely stupid. Like that, we at, at some point we need to take a stand for yourself. If you're a consumer and you care about who brews your beer, then do some research before you buy it. And then if you buy it and you get misled, well, that's your own damn fault. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I mean it, you're not breaking any laws right. at that point. Right. So you can't you can't have a, a, a lawsuit that tailors the world to your liking. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Their smoked box is fantastic. I knew that it was Miller Coors before I bought it. And I, it didn't make me enjoy it any less. I don't think if I would have been like, oh, this is a really craft, craft brewed, awesome. No, because you bot. have half a brain. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I do agree with you when you say it that way when I think of other marketing. Thank you. Next. Next. <laughs> right. Story. Yeah. Second story. Well, when I think of other stuff that's being marketed to me, I, I go, God, why are they treating me like an idiot? I know the difference. Or if I don't, I can go look it up. This coffee's hot. So, yeah. <laughs> right. like, like By the way, <laughs> this coffee's <laughs> right. hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know where I fall on this one uh, yet, but I'm saying. Never go to trial. But his point no. is not to make money. He's not suing to get a settlement. He's suing to start the conversation. This conversation. Yeah. yeah get a radio show. Here we go. It's, <laughs> it's, it's cheaper for our. Have we, have we given it enough work yet? Do you want your call. taxes going to this? No, nobody does. Get out of here. This is what Twitter's well, for. Yeah. If it never goes to court, there's no. Give his no number. Cost. We should call him. Can we just get that Southern Bacon Pizza lawyer? <laughs> what? He's only, he's only, he, I'm he, a newfangled he, pizza He declares lawyer. it perfectly legal. I, it's, I, a, it's a commercial no, for the commercial. What's a commercial bacon wrap pizza? Oh, I don't have TV, so I don't see Oh, and he, he just, it's just stupid. He, he declares it legal. I see. Who the hell knows <laughs> yeah. if it's legal or not? In but. a related story, next week we're having bacon-wrapped pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Was there more to the story, Yeah, Moskowitz? there's Yeah, well, there's more, and I have an email from Evan. 
oh. to answer some of these questions. So before oh, I do that, huh. you, know, you said he's not suing for a settlement. He's suing to start a conversation. It might it's be my true theory. On, it might be true on Evan's part, but it's probably not true for the attorneys that are representing him. Right. So let me, right. let me true. I'm going to continue the quote from the beverage law attorney I quoted a minute ago. Uh, he thinks the whole suit um, is not really a battle to protect consumers in the crappier name. He's saying it's a gamble for a big payday by his lawyers at Clark and Treglio. He said, I suspect Parent is getting his same rent-a-plaintiff fee, whether the lawyers win or lose. Class actions are notorious for their giant attorney's fees relative to any benefit for the class themselves. Yeah. You know, you get the check for 43 cents from Verizon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the plaintiff's attorneys are likely hoping for a large fee award if they're able to secure a good result. Good result, he adds, would also be a sizable settlement instead of a court win. So the lawyers probably are going for a settlement. Sure, and they wouldn't take it on otherwise. But the, the guy who started it was like, hey. I'm going to get people to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. So here's Evan's email to me. Uh, so I emailed him when he re- I responded, and I said, I don't really – he said, what do you want to know? And I said, well, I don't really know what to ask. Like, So first off, I was like, well, are you an attorney? Because my mind was like, well, maybe he's one of these – how many times have we heard attorneys on this program? Well, I used to be a lawyer, but now I do beer. So yeah. I figured maybe this guy still is a lawyer, okay. passionate home brewer. Uh, so, so he said, okay, I'm not an attorney. Uh, he names his, uh, he names his uh, law firm. I do research and development for an off-road company. Uh, let's see. People seem to think I just found out Blue Moon is owned by Miller Coors. I didn't. It was almost three years ago. So here's from Evan's lawyer. One thing to keep in mind is that a lot of the stories about Blue Moon being a Miller Coors product at all came out only in 2013 after Evan stopped blind, buying Blue Moon. So he found out on his own, and it's, he's saying it only really came to light in the public sphere in 2013. So he's saying he was duped in the beginning. Right. So do you think that's true? I mean, do we have the same perception that this only really became public knowledge like only a couple of years ago? It depends on what you consider. How was he damaged? Right, exactly. During that time, what did it do to him? Nothing. It depends on how you define public knowledge, too. It ate away at his soul. See, this is my problem (laughs) with the, do you, you know, buy local, do you know your your brewer? Like, first of all, who gives a shit? But second of all, it it, it automatically... Yeah, John, we don't even give a shit about you anyway. No one cares, John. No, uh, but like, seriously, because you you buy a beer and then suddenly you you figure out it wasn't made by a, a, a bearded guy who lives in an apartment above a liquor store. Some shit like that. You yeah, go, John. You go, it does oh. taste better, though, yeah. when it's oh, brewed it's, by that guy. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's owned by Coors. Oh, my God, the big beer. And then everyone gets so afraid. But the point is, what beer should be is, do you like it? Yes or no? If, you, if yes, keep drinking. If no, don't drink. Mm. But don't worry about the story behind it because ultimately it only matters in your mind and then it influences what you think is good or not. If you like Blue Moon, uh, Evan, keep fucking drinking it. Doesn't matter. You're not going to change the world either way, so shut up. But the, the backstory, it does matter because it does, like you just said, it affects people's, it affects how they're tasting the product in front of them. And you can't just discount the it, mental factor. Like, I, like l- when they used to do Pepsi, Coke, remember Pepsi did the uh, blind taste challenge? Yes. Pepsi was always the winner, which might be true, but nobody drinks soda with their eyes closed. And if you open your eyes and you see you're drinking a Coke and you perceive it as better, well, then that, that's all that matters. It's your part perception of the is that it, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's part of the experience. So, were you? Yeah, I don't, I don't think most beer drinkers care, honestly, where yeah. it comes from. If they like it, they're going to drink it. Yeah. Know, of course, we're, we're not in the most category. I, by the yeah. way. We're, yeah. we're in a small sect of most beer drinkers. We are, and I wonder if which sect Evan comes from. Um, well, he's in the same sect as we are. He, I doubt it because really? because so this is why well, I said like, he's like when, well when Scott said uh, was it do we think it was public knowledge in 2012 oh. basically before he stopped buying it yeah. and and my answer is it depends on how you how the lawyers define public knowledge. Yeah. 
In the craft beer world, was it public knowledge? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, of course. Right. In, the average, I mean. in, in the average beer buyer world, was it public knowledge? Uh, Absolutely no. not. That's what they mean. They had no idea that it was coarse. And why would they? These are folks that you're not looking so, to yeah, see where see, it was brewed in bottles. So I see your point. He is an average beer buyer. And so th- so I think he was, at in least at least at that point, yeah. was part of the average beer buyer world right. and thought, this is a, this is a craft All beer. Right. So he but drank he's still not beer. damaged. But he's still not damaged. So I agree with you. He's still not damaged. Now, did that mess his palate up, or did it? There's a couple couple interesting points as it pertains to damage, in that it's not just Evan. So let me just quickly follow. Here's more from Evan's attorney to follow up on Evan's point. If you look at a bottle of Blue Moon, or on the packaging, or a six pack, or on their website, or Blue Moon's videos on YouTube, the name Miller Coors is nowhere to be found. That, in and of itself, we allege is the complaint. It violates state and federal labeling laws. It's not a coincidence. Uh, Every bottle of Blue Moon clearly states where the beer was produced in Golden, Colorado. If Miller Coors was really proud of the product it put out, it would put its name on Blue Moon, but they don't because it's trying to, we allege, deceive consumers. So now here's Evan saying, I really respect small local business owners and especially craft brewers. I choose to spend my money on craft brew for this reason, not to mention the variety. When Miller Coors represents itself as a craft brewer, they not only take my money, but they take money out of the pockets of the real craft brewers whose beer I was seeking to patron. That's uh-huh. insane. That's an insane yeah, argument. Well, wait a second. No, he's wait. against contract brewing in wait, general. Wait, wait, wait. Let's point. start with the first part of the argument, which I think is an excellent argument. First part to the second part. What purpose is there, other than duping people, to not put brewed by Coors Brewing Company, Miller Coors I, Brewing I Company, on I anything? I don't think it's duping people necessarily. You're, I I think that's what per, why else would you leave out? Just answer me. What? Why would you leave out that it was brewed by Miller Coors? What reason? Because you, are, because you are trying to enter the craft beer market. Yeah. And you yeah. couldn't enter it if you didn't dupe people about where it was brewed, I don't think it's duping. There's no duping. It's not. It's not like it's, it's hidden information. Lies of it omission. They're deliberately no, misleading. It's a lie of omission. Exactly. Right. It, but but exactly. but they're not. Nowhere are they claiming that they are craft beer. They're not. But, do, they're not saying that. Still, the premise. No, you don't, you the don't premise, have to. You package it up like this. You put it next to all the other craft beers. Sure. And and you remove all references to where you're actually sure, because made because it probably sold better. You, you, so the you, premise yeah. is still so the it same. Sells better. You it sells ev- better by sure. not letting people know where it's actually sure. made. And I don't That's have a, a problem dupe. with that. I don't think it's a dupe, though. It's because, because, because you're, you're saying, <laughs> well, you're saying it might be that. No, I see bullshit. a loophole, and I'm taking it. That, that it might that's be. way too easy. That's, that's no, too no, easy no, of an it's, argument. It's, it's, we're all but, victims. But you is what go, I'm getting but out you of go, this. You know, uh, we're, 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 gonna, we, we're losing market share. We want to make this beer. It sells better if we have it under our own LLC or whatever, and we push it out of the market. I don't see a. a you're just saying it sweetly. What you're really no, saying you're is... you're saying it more divisively. No, yeah. I'm saying it accurately. So it I, sells better accurately. if we don't say where it's made. Absolutely. The, no. But that's, I, don't, I don't think that's duping. I don't, I don't, I don't say like, I'm trying to fool well, people. And maybe they are. I don't know. I'm not a marketing... I then why not I'm not say where it's person. made? I don't know. Ask, you got to ask Because them. it's well, a negative are. connotation. I'm making that up. I don't know. Press, they though. may have a better reason for that. Maybe they have that it's a blue moon division. Maybe because some sort of taxing. I have no idea. Uh, but I, you, you and know, I, I both know that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm admitting that I don't know. Say it said Miller Coors Brewing Company and you saw it in the middle of the craft section. Would you assume it's craft when you went there, you saw that? No. There could be some That's, why it's, know, that's <laughs> why it's not on there. But I'm saying if you really care, if he really wants to spend his money with craft brewers, he would do research. He would look it up. Okay. And I, and I agree with that. So, uh, however, the argument still stands. Uh, and, and I think it's a, okay. it, that I disagree, but that's fine. Yeah. I've been, I've been right before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just the last thing. What they want is 
Coors to properly label its products and for everyone who bought Blue Moon to get all or some of their money back. All their money back. Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Well, now that's a good point where you, where you talk about the lawyer because that means 43 cents or whatever for everybody mm-hmm. yeah. as they spread it all out. But the lawyer, it's fee. the total of that yes. payday yes. and 15% oh, or whatever. See, what we should have done is gone into the bar before the show and asked people if they think Blue Moon is craft beer and then ask a follow-up, yes or no. I guarantee you half the people know and don't care and still drink it. Yep. So what's the, there's no point to the lawsuit. It's not going to do anything. That It, it actually may do nothing. I, I, I agree with you on that. But really I do cared. think there's a point to the lawsuit. Right. It's, it's not, it's, oh. the, the argument's there. I think you guys are being way you're too trying to, You're trying to... You should come, your come to the final to judgment of this a, whole lawsuit. It's <laughs> not yeah. up to us. Yeah. I'm sure my eloquently stated argument would be a benefit. <laughs> <to> <laughs> the we got it all tape here. Yeah. You, got, you got a resume. Yes, yeah, so, the log. There you go. So yeah. then the solution is to have cores plastered over the Blue Moon logo. And so I can't have now you're using a rhetorical technique that uh, is designed for us not to have a valid answer. Right. Nobody's asking for it to be plastered exactly. uh, in large letters exactly. all over right. the... Uh, so then it's like, okay, so then the Bruton bottle, which is tiny on the corner of a label, if that said Miller Coors, then this then this guy would not have an issue with the whole thing. Because most okay. consumers yeah, are going to look there right. and look at the small fine print on the side and be like, "Oh wait, so this is Miller Coors." You bring up a good point. Uh, I think he would still take issue and then say it's like too fine a print or something. Right. So I see where you're going with this argument. It's a good argument. Uh, that yeah, he's saying yes that at least should say it in tiny print. Then then the then his lawsuit would say it's too tiny a print. There's well, no way I ever could have you, found right, that it you was. You don't know he would have said that. That's yeah. all hypothetical. It doesn't this, say that, this, so it's a, it's irrelevant. This is a right or wrong argument, not how to solve it with print type and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I do. I still think that if the premise of the lawsuit is that why omit where you're made? Well, it's not. Well, it's not. not where you're made. So, so Blue Moon Brewing Company is that pilot system. Is that system inside of, at the Sandlot? Which but is not where the beer that you drink con- out of the bottle is no, made. No, but it's contract brewed. Ah, correct okay, at okay. Coors. I see. So technically, are they lying? Okay. Is no. it, are you reading that, this? That yeah. It's, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I clarified my point from earlier, so I was this actually correct. This lawsuit is against one. contract brewing. Right. That's what I was saying. That's like, all it is. Yeah. What about Goose Island? Because that's I was how any contract is done. That. <laughs> I'm damaged. I had a delicious honkers ale the other day, and I feel damaged. I like Goose Island. Uh, Where's Goose my money? I still like Matilda. Exactly. And then, yeah, then you start going, well, you know, it's owned by Budweiser, and so they don't delicious. say it anywhere on the label. And then you right. go down this slippery slope of, of bullshit that's not needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, mm-hmm. so un- yeah. it's so unnecessary. It's ridiculous. Cheers to that. All right. <laughs> Bevo, do you know all the Target subsidiaries? <laughs> And everybody, everybody that uses yeah. Target, would yes. you buy from uh, somebody else? No, I, I'm all Target all the time. Uh, but again, yeah. that's a, it's. So all I know Target. you're making a joke. That's still a weak argument because everybody who buys from Target knows that they're not buying artisan or craft products. So, actually, this I don't guy, paid Asians. This you guy know? should also be pissed that 21st Amendment should be now called Cold Spring Brewing. All of, all of 21st Amendment's beers. Should be Cold Spring beers because a lot of them are made in Minnesota. Yeah, but Cold uh, Springs doesn't own Twenty First Amendment. Right. Who owns? Uh, but now, see, it's different than that. It's still different than just an contract attack. brewing. It's still different than just an attack on contract brewing. Who owns the Sandlot Brewery? I don't. Do you? Of course. No, I don't know. Of course. Of course. Yes. Yeah. It, beardy. Don't take the. <laughs> we can still be reasonable. We're not trying to like guy? win the, the lawsuit here. I, mean, I, I see. Yeah. It's a little yeah. fuzzy. Yeah. But. 
you know, because Blue Moon Brewing Company is probably owned by Miller Coors. I don't know. I, I'm not going to look it up. We all know who owns Blue Moon Brewing Company. My question is just how do you how do you fix it reasonably? Yeah, you don't. There's no. That's what I just don't reasonably federal labeling laws, and then that's what they would have to do. That's it. Yeah. So you'd have to list out every parent company for everything that you buy. This is, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No, this is crazy. I, I still right. say, so the guy says, I care where I spend my money. No, you don't. If you did, you would, you would do research. But, okay. But since you don't, you want, you want the government to, to regulate how your information is given to you. And then when that happens, then you get pissy and say that the government tell, you know, doesn't tell you enough. Mark. I still Figure actually don't think that any of those things are what he wants. No, he wants That's what's what he happening said. in this room right now to happen. Hey, Moscow. Mm. And the end and the way you do that is by filing something like that. Then then why is then why is the payout for the for the for the lawsuit? You have to ask for get something. their money back. Yeah, ask for a, a, a change in federal labor laws. It, none of that he knows it's not going to happen. His lawyer probably knows it's not going to happen. Maybe. But he got someone to sign up so that us and the well, newspapers and whoever else has this conversation for the next month. And nobody cares about because crap no, I there's hundreds, hundreds of listeners that didn't know. Yeah. The Blue Moon was no. made by Miller Coors. There's tens of listeners. There yeah, are tens of, of listeners. <laughs> no one in the chat room is shocked at all because if you're a craft you're brewer... You're trying to assume everybody that's really smart to listen. If you're a craft brewer fan, you figure this shit out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. Mo- Moscow, Moscow, I, I dare ask the question. Why would they be listening? Is there a smart? second story? We're out of time for news. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to move on unless it's really yeah, yeah. good news. Well, we're, let me just jam my conservative take on this story. Throw it back to Sean now. Uh, All right, here's the next story. Uh, Massachusetts state regulators have accused the company that distributes much of the craft beer in the state of unfair trade practices that limit consumer choices and harm small brewers. The Alcoholic Beverage Control Commission said the uh, Craft Beer Guild violated a state rule against offering uh, inducements to retailers to stock its products over those of competitors and, and a state law that prohibits distributors from charging different prices for the same products. Uh, these are the first charges to emerge from a six-month probe into so-called pay-to-play practices that limit consumer choices <laughs> by favoring uh, one company's products over another's. Uh, in one form of pay-to-play, distributors pay, we know this stuff, pay bars uh, to have their beer served and competitors excluded. And another example, retailers demand free booze or rebates or expensive equipment from distributors in exchange for stocking their products. Small brewers have been complaining forever that these practices are rampant, especially in the Boston area. Uh, but uh, no business had been charged thus far for at least 15 years for this practice, mostly because it's really hard to prove. Uh, although regulators now have scheduled a hearing on the charges against Craft Beer Guild for June 23. Uh, if the ABCC rules against the company, it could have its license to distribute alcohol suspended or revoked. Um, which could be huge because they distribute Allagash, Lagunitas, Yingling. This is a big, big distributor. Mm. Companies, of course, are often allowed to pay fines in lieu of license suspensions, however. So, I mean, it's not like they're going to stop distributing. They'll probably just have to pay a hefty thing if these charges come to bear. Well, let me tell you, I know one thing about this story, and that is whatever J.P. and Beardy says is wrong (laughs) and whatever I say is right. I wasn't even listening. Next story, story? please. Can you repeat the story? (laughs) Doesn't matter. I just gave a summary. That sounds right. Of of the outcome of the story. Do I agree with it? Doesn't matter. Whatever you say is wrong (laughs) and whatever I I say is right. You have to. Wait. You have to not. No, you actually you have to not. You have to not. Right. You have to not. Right. Which of course you don't. 
I don't. You guys are you don't. a hot I agree. mess. <laughs> I lot, agree with you. All the free will be. All right. The, unless, unless the next story is really, really good. We're out of there, time for was, news. That was, no, it. That was I told you. There's only two there stories. Only two stories. <laughs> well, I'll, I'm just, I'll, I'll follow up on this. The investigation's ongoing. Uh, just one last thing on it, though. Massachusetts has the fifth lowest ratio of liquor enforcement agents to licensees of any state. According to the ABCC, of course, at a time when license applications are up sharply because uh, new brewers and uh, new uh, you know beer, uh, whatever you call them, brew pubs. Yep. And uh, we just had that happen in California, didn't we? Lots of new ABC agents out in the field. That's right. So it's not just Massachusetts. More distributors breaking the law. Well, th- this, this story was started by a certain brewery in Boston, correct? Yes. Back, way back, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, King fell off the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, there you go. So that's the news brought to you by ahaconference.org. Go buy your tickets for the NHC. Damn it. I have one of those ninja blenders that uh, fell off a truck. Oh. Yeah, I was buying uh, some equipment, uh, you know, for something or else. And I was like, hey, you got, these, story, you got these ninja <laughs> blenders over there. Like, are all new in a box? He's like, oh, yeah. And he gave me the price. I was like, wow, at the at the Walmart, they're much more expensive than that. He's like, yeah, they fell off a truck. Oh, so no. I bought one. Where were you buying stuff? Martinez. Chinatown. Obviously not Target. Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Check uh, this out. I got a left a shoe and a ninja blender. Right. Yeah. Right. Two for one. <laughs> I was at the pier in Oakland. <laughs> I was at the port of Oakland. It was dark. Yeah, it was dark. I was just passing through. I mean, it's right. not my fault. I do all my shopping at 11 p.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't going to land back on a truck, you know. You were tricked by confusing advertising. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who owns People Walmart? People running it over. The guy <laughs> saved it. All right, we do have a. Speaking of Goose Island, as a matter of fact, we've got a caller on the line. Johnny from West Virginia is calling in, and he says that he had a bottle of Matilda that smelled like a dirty diaper and would like to ask us a couple questions about it. Johnny, what's happening? Hey, guys, how's it going? It's great, and thanks for sitting through that gripping conversation. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. Johnny, did you know that Blue Moon has made my Miller course? You know, I did, but. Not for about a year or two after I'd started seeing it around here. Ah, and this is a savvy uh, craft beer drinker. How here. long were you furious about it? Like I said, <laughs> do you feel damaged? Um, all the class about three and a half minutes because I don't like wits. Three and a half minutes. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. All right. So tell us about your Matilda experience. What happened there? All right. Well, I finally found a place a little ways away from here that sells. Uh, a decent selection of beer, and I found I found Matilda, which is the first time I'd ever had an opportunity to to drink a Brett beer. And I cracked one, and what I got was something that smelled like like an infant that had diarrhea mixed with baby powder. It was fecal. Sounds great. Mm. Yes. Which, believe and, it or not, is a flavor descriptor. Uh, fecal. fecal. Okay. Well, really. Yeah. Okay, well, I got on was a few of the rating websites, and that yeah. wasn't what I was reading. <laughs> so I was wondering if I got a bad bottle or if that's what it's kind of supposed to taste like. John, I want to start with you on this one. Uh, you you're, you have experience with Brett more than more than we do. Is is fecal something that comes out of a healthy Brett beer, or maybe was no. there was something wrong here? There was a contaminant somewhere in the bottling process with okay. bacteria. Got that enteric, nice baby diaper. Baby diaper, yeah. Mm-mm. So it happens in beer, yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a, a bacterial infection. Yep. When okay. does your class action lawsuit happen? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've bought Matilda before, so I'll be getting a nice check for a buck twenty six. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's pretty. Uh, did you know Goose Island is owned by Budweiser? <laughs> what? Did you know this? And so yes. of course it tasted like that because it's not really craft. 
It's not what the <laughs> lawsuit alleged. It's exactly what the lawsuit that, that is That diaper alleging. taste was well, capitalism. I don't care if it is not really craft beer because I'm holding a Matilda in my hand and I'm considering cracking it open. <laughs> <laughs> I would not do that. Do not you know that Budweiser is trying to pass off Goose Island as being a craft brewery, but they're not because they're owned by Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I have to go to the bathroom really bad, and this isn't helping. Right, I'm like 10 beers in, so I'm cracking the fuck up over here. That was a riveting nerd off. Now, <laughs> I would try, if I were you, I would try more Matilda. Uh, yeah, you know, yes, you, that's good. It, it yes. could have been an infection yeah, right it, in the bottle. It's yeah. generally pretty good. Yeah. It could have been an infection before. Of course, it got bottled too. Contaminant. Um, yeah. That's go. kind of what I was thinking, because that's not what I was seeing on the internet. About just general beer descriptions. Well, then you got to believe that the internet does not lie. And Over I've, us, I've, I've, never I've, made I've up been anything. holding on to this second bottle for like a week, and I've been thinking, well, should I crack it or am I just going to get another bottle? I wouldn't believe the internet. By the way, yeah. what happens when you guys, when your ghost in your house uh, turns all your dishes upside down? Because I looked on that on the internet, and they didn't tell me. <laughs> 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 All right, so drink more Matilda and right. let us know how the next one tastes. Yeah, yeah. open well, that. I'm it right now. Blue moon. No, you'll find one that's untainted. Let's give a minute. Well, then we'll wait. We'll just at least wait for back. the aroma. I mean, you know. Yeah, you've heard us drink enough beer over the years. We can at least yeah, can listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta pee too. To be honest with you, I'm getting the same thing, but nowhere near as intense. Is this out of the same? Uh, uh, six pack, same store. I actually got it in a four pack. So same yeah, four pack. Okay, same. yeah, yeah. So it, you it's know, the, the reason. Yeah, yeah. All right. Throw away. Th- those are all going to taste uh, like poopy. Uh, I would buy some different <laughs> Matilda if I were you. <laughs> okay, so it's not that Brett tastes like shit. Correct. That uh, I got a bad do not correct. do not give up on Brett. Yeah. Note the date on those. Okay, and then that's back what in I there. want to know because I just got I it. Just, yeah, I recently tried my first sour beer, which I would assume has Brett in it, and it didn't have any of that in there okay. at all. I don't think it, it has to. It so, have to. Here, so here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something here. Just to, you're asking the right questions. I think it's great that you asked. Is this a Brett character? I made a homebrew uh, some time ago, and uh, it also I t- tasted it out of the fermenter, and I was like. It's a little fecal. Uh, there's a little poopy in here. And I actually called Chris White and asked if it was an off flavor of his yeast. I was like, I'm using this yeast for the yeah. first time. Wow. Uh, is it possible that during the uh, you early, a phone call. During yeah. the early stages of fermentation? And he said, who is this again? Uh, and he was like, yeah. uh, no, no. Never call me again. <laughs> he said exactly what John said, actually. Chris is always very cool. Uh, but he was, like, he was like, absolutely not. Uh, it, that is a bacterial infection of some kind. Uh, it is ap- it is unequivocally not a byproduct of my yeast. <laughs> so. I feel like we okay. need a yeah, because like about your brewing fecal, yes. I almost get like a pineapple flavor, but it's like in the yeah. background behind. Sure. The, so it's yeah. like the baby ate pineapple baby food <laughs> and then shit it out. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I totally know what you nice. mean. Or, or you're changing a diaper in Hawaii, where there's just yeah. a lot of tropical yes. aromas and a around. pineapple plantation. It's yeah. like you have a Mai Tai in one hand and your baby's diaper in the other. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> I got it. And then you pour the Mai Tai into the oh, yeah. <laughs> So Because it's absorbent. You straight up. Yeah. Yeah. And it was going there. So, Johnny, I'm just saying I got the same dumb questions you do. And and from the horse's mouth, it is not a – you should stick with Brett. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Just get a clean okay. gear. Well, yeah. given the area of the country that I live in, I probably won't have the opportunity to drink much more of anything fermented with Brett anytime soon. Well, travel but. a little bit and leave the trailer. Uh, it's a community. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's really shitty around here. I have to go to an, I actually have to go to Kentucky to get better beer. God, how Just bad is it? If you, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. Listen to this. Listen to how bad this is. When I want good beer, I go to Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky is the light at the end of the tunnel. Now, wait, though. Is there, now, we're just assuming that because we're light. idiots. Is there a, a really good beer store in Kentucky? Uh, no, they just have, um, like, they have Stone and Lagunitas and okay. Oscar Blues so, yes, and stuff like that there, okay. whereas... <laughs> We really don't yes. here. The answer is yes. Let me help yeah, you. There's a good that. beer store there. Just okay. stick to bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Johnny. I got to go, but uh, don't worry about Brett. You're going to find a good one that you like. In fact, I would even buy right. another batch of Matilda if, if that's what you can find. It's, it's a good beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll take your word for it that I've probably just happened to get a couple of bad bottles. It happens. Yeah, yeah. All right, brother. Cheers. Try to get, try to get the Lolita, too. That's even better. Yo, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. The Sours. Agreed. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Thanks for calling. All right. Oh, fun times. Oh, yeah. Hmm. All right. We're going to take a really fast break. It's going to be about four minutes long when we come back. We've got a new game that's going to require us all to taste some beer. And it's going to be fun, right? Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Don't is go it, out and chug an IPA. Is it craft does it, does beer? It taste or like, it, uh, I hope so. The baby poop? Otherwise, I'm suing for damages. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I've got my lawyer on the hold right now. <laughs> it's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. A few things happened 30 years ago. Arfanet migrated to TCPIP and the internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad 
fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that Hop Tech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. Hop Tech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of meat on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to moonlightmeadery.com forward slash BNARMY and use coupon code BNARMY at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party. Attention, homebrewers. If you like making labels for your handcrafted awesomeness and wish more people could see how great you are, then check this out. GrogTag, the makers of custom reusable labels and craftbeerandbrewing.com are hosting the first ever National Homebrew Label Awards. The top 10 labels will be featured at the 2015 National Homebrewers Conference in San Diego to more than 5,000 attendees and more than $2,500 in prizes will be awarded. If you've created a label at any time in the past year, you're eligible to enter. GrogTag and Craft Beer and Brewing have teamed up with great sponsors like More Beer and the Brewing Network to make this competition a great one to enter. Submit your entries between March 1st and June 1st for your chance at fortune and glory at homebrewlabelawards.com. That's homebrewlabelawards.com. Submit your label entries today. Good luck, and we'll see you in San Diego. Segmented, demented, fermented, fermented. It's the session. Yeah! All right, hey, welcome back to the program. I had a strange uh, bathroom experience at the break. <laughs> Tell me what, about yeah, it. Paper towels? Tell yeah. us the surprise. So uh, I'm at the, I'm in the back. Yeah, we have two urinals next to each other. Yes. I'm on the right one, and there's a urinal to my left. Okay, yeah. and the high one and the low one. And and I'm so I'm at the high one. Yeah, I'm yeah. a tall guy. Sure. You don't right. need the length. No, yeah, so, no, exactly. <laughs> I don't need the distance. <laughs> yeah. uh, so so I'm at the right one, and I have my phone. And I'm looking at my phone as I'm peeing. Mm, you really oh, fucking wow. do. So I'm peeing in my right hand, and, does that. and I'm looking at my You're phone in my busy. left hand, which means I'm sort of looking to the left, right? And we have the sports and, uh, and the comics right there right. for you to be occupying. Yeah, but not like the rest of you fucking assholes. I don't check my phone all throughout the show. So at the break, I, say, I try to see if I'm missing something and uh, not missing whatever. So I go in there. I'm reading the 12 or so messages. Prove thank it. you very much, Prove JP, it. that I got at the break. And the point is, I'm looking, you know, a little, um, it's in my left hand, so I'm looking a little to the left. Right. And the urinal's down on, into the left. Down to the left. Yeah. And, the, and the urinal next to me is unoccupied. 
And I'm looking to the left, and a dude who I don't know, you know, comes in and stands at the urinal, and he stands at a 90 degree yeah. angle to me because my head is like facing that direction. He's worried that I'm looking at his wiener. Well, but I was looking that way before he ever came to the well, urinal. See, right. he, but he knows proper guy code, yeah, and he didn't right. look at you. He just knew that it was occupied and didn't look to see where you were looking. So he would, yes, know. he did. That's why he stood 90. Do you go to a urinal and not stand straight toward it? Well, but no. well, I thought maybe like peripheral. peripheral yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when he, he got turned closer. away. No, I get it. Because oh, he doesn't like you. But I, cause <laughs> you I, I, I walked there in right after that. You were still at the urinal. You were still looking down to the left. And probably smiling. And all I did, I just watched <laughs> walking. Yeah, I was, well, at that point, I was looking at the picture of the guy's <laughs> right. wang that yeah, I had right, taken. Right, you got a bunch of dick pics. Yeah. Cool. They say, "Hey, tight dick player." Yeah, that's what I should have said. As soon as he like looked at, I should have been like, "Nice dick, bro." Yeah. Oh my god, I am so glad I'm a girl. Because <laughs> you don't see these are guy problems that we have. At the Apparently, the struggle is real. Yeah, it is. It, it always, it's always very awkward when you go there. There's a, so, uh, like an unspoken etiquette in the urinal that is uh, very weird. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Eyes on the road, and no, I, I didn't realize. I, I had no. I didn't know the guy had even walked in. I was reading my phone. Right, uh, well, but. Uh, no, as, a, as a former germaphobe, I'm surprised you would pull your phone out while you're also yeah, really, peeing yeah. in I told a public you, bathroom. Former germaphobe. You're really over it. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, I wiped it all That's over my face thing. when I was done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way or the, to the left <laughs> yes. for fear of dropping it in his own urine. Yeah. I'm like off to the left. Maybe I was sort of peering over the wall. Like I'm, I'm so far to the left that I'm peering did, over the did wall. Did you have your phone on the so, other yeah. side of the divider <laughs> so that way it didn't get Maybe that was what it was. Maybe it was your hand being over on his side. That's a little Oh, I can like see a, how that would be yeah. construed as weird. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. All right, well, we're going to help too. So we're going to we're going to try a new game here tonight. All right, and here's let me. The premise of the game it came up like this. Uh, I was on vacation, and uh, you, Tacey, you know, you, you, sometimes you sometimes you meet people who are in awe that you sort of work in beer for a living, and they yeah, go, yeah, they were jealous, yeah, and they right. then no, 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 they just they didn't assume um, yeah, that so, you're do just I work this, in beer, by the way, uh, that, no. you're this beer expert, right? Oh yeah, uh, which I'm not. I've never claimed to be a beer expert either. or anything no, else, no. but but sometimes people go, oh, so all you do is talk about beer. You, you must know so much about oh. beer, and it, so it comes up a lot. And and this particular person asked me so. You know, if I if I put a bunch of beers in front of you, you could tell me what every single one of them was. Oh, the style? And it got me thinking a little bit. She meant the brand. The brand? And I said to her, she didn't say it, but I, I just interpreted this. This is what she meant, the brand. And I said, you know what? I, I probably couldn't tell you the brand, but I think I could tell you most of the styles of, of the beer. And that was the end of the conversation. And then I, I kept thinking about it, and I realized... I think I'm full of shit. <laughs> I don't even think I can. I think I can, actually. Uh, I don't think I was lying at the moment. But I started to think about if I was really put to, put to the test and, and three or five beers were, were put in front of me and I didn't know anything about them at all, could I really say to you uh, with, a, with a good enough average that would make me sound proficient right. what the styles of, of beer are? Yeah. So I thought we'd just fucking do it. Sure. Uh, well, just if you, if just have, for fun. We have three beers, and if you get one out of three, your Hall of Fame number. Uh, that's professional. It's pretty proficient. good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to get one out of three. That could be good. So, so what are we saying? If we get one out of three, we're good? That's what I'm no. thinking. Because I'm, no. I'm thinking but, two out of well, three at for, least. For baseball, that's Hall of Fame, right? right. If, you, if you hit you know, 33% or whatever, then... That's true, but baseball's even harder than tasting beer. Your mom's even harder. And, and are we looking for like BJCP styles? Like, just the style. 
In fact, uh, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, uh, we're going to taste each of these beer uh, beers. Uh, we have three of them in front of us. All you have to do is tell us the style. Each bonus, one of them, the uh, Moscow, correct me if I'm wrong, each one of them is from the uh, examples given in the style guidelines yeah, they're all classic oh, of examples. that style. Yes. Okay. And so we're looking to see if any one of us know what the hell we're doing. I thought it'd just be fun to, to give it a shot. So taste your beers, uh, John. Uh, I'm Who sorry. Put in this order sorry that you got sucked into this uh, yeah, game. This as, is an awful order. This order is the yeah. worst order ever. Well, you can taste them in whatever order you want. You just have to be able to reference the one on the left, the one on the right, oh. the one in the middle. Got it. Okay. That's why you can't change the well, order. Well, then I wish I would. have. So. W- you are misleading, <laughs> right? Because I thought this was a craft right. taste. Yeah. I, I was misled. I was just going to say to quote JP. The it's, excuses it's, begin um, already. I believe it's your own fault if you just got misled. <laughs> <It is laughs> uh, that's true. Right. Fuck you, Beverly. How dare you, Bevo? All right. All right, I'm done. So, Moscow, uh, what did you – I'm going to taste now. What did you do to get this game ready? You, you just picked three styles? Yeah, well, we've been doing the uh, uh, Brewing with Style, where we've been dissecting styles at another show on this network. And so I've gotten familiar with uh, the style guidelines and what's what. And so I just – I wanted to go sort of all over the map. Uh, just pick, yeah. We picked three – we decided, hey, we're going to do three. So I wanted to do – just as far apart from, you know, one another as you can get. Okay. While still being guessable. Like, it's not, you know... I mean, I was thinking, like, oh, I'll do Orval. But Stein that's, beer. That's Belgian <laughs> yeah. specialty, right. and that's, I mean, this is way too broad. So, these are very specific. Well, I like broads, so... And with each one, you chose a beer <laughs> that was listed in the guidelines. Yes. A, as a classic example. Yes, yes. All right. Done. All right, I'm still tasting. You're done, huh? I'm done, yeah. I think, uh, you know, look, I am a beer professional... I'm a beer expert, and, um, you know, uh, I, I know what's going on. And I also know what's a craft beer and what's not. Yeah. I also know how to beat a dead horse. Oh, wait, we have to specify more than craft or macro beer? I thought those were the two styles of beer. Uh, well, the one on the left is clearly a nano beer. Right. Yeah, and the other one is a micro. They're very different. I'm glad that you two have each other. Actually, so much. Because yeah. otherwise, I feel like you'd be alone in a sad world. It's clearly a dead well, air. Well, we were for years. Right. Until recently. Yeah. Until, yeah. yeah. Fate brought us together. Right. I'm going to do so bad at this. So this is this moments where I taste and I go, I totally know what that is, and I can't name it. This is what's happening to me. I, had, I will say I had that problem. It took me about five seconds to get my brain going. Um, so, yeah, you're not alone on that score. I think I'm going to totally fuck this up. I'm not going to get. I'm going to get zero out of three. There's no way. If you get zero out of three, you need to quit. But this was this was yeah. the premise of the game. Is right. that after I had said it to this woman and I started yeah. thinking about, it, I was like, I'm full of shit. You'll do, you'll do fine. You'll at least get one, and, and, and that's enough for me. For you. I don't know. How many styles are there? You have a lot of confidence in Justin. Well, yeah. <laughs> you really yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Homebrew, I think there's 27 or 25 or something like that. Well, but in commercial beer, there's like a fucking thousand now. Right. Okay. There's like 80 or something but, like that. Yeah, are we having to go into subcategories or just like stout, porter, I'm not going paleo. subcategories. Uh, there's no balance? way. Well, no, you should be able to say the way. No, I had asked yeah. for not subcategories. Oh, really? Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Are they are they subcategories? Oh, um, yeah, well, there might be. Uh oh. Sure. Yeah, I want well, to just as, as as like plain as we could get. Are there everything has a subcategory? Well, right. Yeah. So, there's okay. not just one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if we get the parent category, <laughs> yeah. does, it, does it count? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Parallel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, this of mine. one is a beer. My, uh, mine's uh, not a beer; it's an ale. Oh so, shit! Yeah, 
But one of us is right. Can we give multiple answers for each beer oh in, the, in the hope that one is one of them is right? right. Shotgun approach. <laughs> I feel like Justin should be given a handicap with some of these games. <laughs> Agreed. I invent the goddamn yeah. things. I should get a handicap. He yeah. should get to hear all of our answers and then go last. That way. <laughs> Every week in the pre-show meeting, Justin's like, what kind of a game can we do to prove we don't know shit? Right, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How can we undermine our reputation? By the way, you should write down your so you can't change. Uh, yeah, I got mine. I got mine on my computer. Uh, yeah, right. The oh. one on the ends are exactly the same, right? Those are the two. Uh... <laughs> this is a triangle test. No, they're not. Right. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, just for you listening, the uh, three glasses have uh, two sort of golden orangey, and then the middle one is I'm just very deciding dark. which one I want to use to wash the taste of the other one out of my mouth. Exactly. Well, the first one really affects the taste of the second one. I it's need used- some... It would be nice to have a palate cleanser. I also don't even know that I, that whatever style I name is actually a style. <laughs> like, garbage beer! Like the, the, this the, one's a wienery. The middle one... <laughs> Is a subcategory that I don't know the name of. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm going to end up naming something else. Yeah. I have some cucumber water. You don't know what parent category the subcategory belongs to? No. All right. Who are we starting with for, for guesses here? Well, I have to write down guesses. Otherwise, I will cheat. I'm totally going to cheat. So. No, you're just being. Oh, everyone should write it down. Right. right yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, some sort of like. I don't know. I'm going to fail at this. <laughs> Really? Tasty well, and Doc, do you guys have paper and pens? Yeah, there's not enough paper and pens in here. Well, I can take care of that. thing full of pens They'll here. be fine. They can figure it out. Yeah, Tasty will just text it to Doc. Here's some papers. I lost. Pass it down. I lost. Here, tear that in half and start writing. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone's tasting at once. I can do another news story if you guys want while oh, you're yeah. doing this. Yeah. Goose Island, owned by ABM. <laughs> Breaking I'm, news. I'm a little ashamed that uh, it's taking you guys this long. Oh, come on. Well, what? so should JP go first then? You're right. I just want. I, I want to no. write. I will cheat. I will totally. Okay. I, I normally am not for cheating. How many have you written down? Um, I've, I got two. Right. right. There are four beer styles on your paper. There's only three beers. He's written down seven things. <laughs> That's a grocery list you're writing, by the way. I don't even know. Carrots. Sandwich. All right. I might still change my answers. It's <laughs> all right. Go ahead, no. JP. He should hand his paper to someone else. In order. This is how. This is what I think it is. Saison. Wait, wait. Well, so just say left, right, middle. Left is Saison. Right, uh, middle is uh, RIS, and uh, right is Pilsner. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's wow. so wrong. That's what I get. Okay. Did you say that's so wrong or I'm so wrong? Mm. You're so wrong. That's so Raven. Let's just be clear about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm close to that. that yeah. It's going to be even I'm worse close, because yeah. one of the styles I chose is like my favorite style. And it's not, <laughs> not going to be that. Well, the problem is Scott fucked up and didn't get enough Firestone. So that's really the problem. <laughs> right. There's no easy jack here. None so. of these are Pale 31. I don't. This is a bunk test. Right, this is bullshit. All right. Should we go to John? Sure. I'm yeah. going to fail this miserably. German wheat, Baltic porter, and American pale ale. I like how I got a Pilsner and you got an American Pale Ale out of the same beer. (laughs) This is the fun part about this game. I did start drinking at Russian River at 11 o'clock. You have an excuse. Yes, I do. Tasty. (laughs) When I'm on vacation. Well, uh, from left to right, I see I'd say Belgian Blonde, like Lefe or something like that. And then I get the Imperial Stout, either Shakespeare Stout or uh, an Eclipse Spirit tastes like a little bit to me. And then I I get a a lager, but I get a Merzen. But not a not a 
Pilsner, which of course mm. may be the same thing. But I say it's mm. a Merritt's. On the right? Yeah, the right. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tasty's calling the shots with yeah, the, like right. name and calling <laughs> brand names. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. just that uh, clip Seth, I had that flavor. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, Scott. Tell us well, I'm about to nail this. You guys ready? <laughs> Hang on. Let me clear my palate with this IPA in my pint glass yeah, and then taste them else. again. Morn. Oh. Uh, I agreed with JP on the first two, Saison and Russian Imperial Stout, but then I said a blonde ale for the last one. Oh. Is that a lot? I got mine last, so I might have got them mixed up. No, you didn't. Same order. No, I got a... Uh, <laughs> because the last is always... My, no, my last one's a Saison, and my first one's a uh, Belgian Golden Strong or a Triple. From left so to right. Le- on your left side or yeah, right yeah, side? exactly. I went this way. So so your left side, left is, side what? is what? Left That should have been the Triple. Okay, and no, I can you... still taste it, and it's, okay. it, I know what it is. And this, I, I used this one to cleanse my palate, wrong. and I ran out of it, so I'm not so, so sure. So what are you one. saying the right one was? Uh, a Saison. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the middle one, I'm going Doppelbach. All right. That's a, that's a damaged ballot. I feel like I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, right. we got how many Saisons in here already, and that one was a Saison. And, and you guys were calling the other one like a Belgian. The doc's been doing this for 10 years. And it, it, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I came in here, and I didn't have any beers, and he panicked. and goes, I got to get your beers really fast. And throws beers up I there. got them in the right order. The They're in the right beers. order. It's fine. <laughs> fine. 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 Yeah. So, left is in the Belden, golden, golden strong category, yeah. and then I'm going Doppelbach in the middle. Not a great Doppel. one. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, then the Saison. Saison on the right. Okay. Justin? Saison on the right. I- I'm changing one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no! Then I'm changing, bo- I'm changing all three I'm of mine. I'm changing mine out, too, then. Well, that's, it. that's, that's uh, Justin's We're going handicap. Going around twice? Can we go around twice? That'd be interesting, right? Well, that's that's Justin's handicap is he gets to go last. Actually, I think Tacey's right. That would be interesting if we got we'll to go around, around again. So like, but now we're not going to keep track of everything. Yeah. It's going to get confusing. Kind of no, you can actually already. change your answer. I say I would, whatever Scott says. That'll be my answers. All right, I'm going to tell you what I called the the one I'm about to change first. And then I'm going to change it. I'm, now I think okay. it's something else. And oh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Whatever happens. I'm changing my third one. Uh, so I called the left beer originally an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But now I think it's a Belgian Golden Strong, not a Saison. I think it's a Belgian Golden Strong you, ale. So wait, Saison? I thought you said uh, IPA. <laughs> uh, no, they all said left was a Saison. Oh, I see. So I'm not oh, switching it. it to what they said. Right. I'm switching right. it to what Doc said, which is a Belgian Golden Strong. Okay. Uh, You're switching it to the guy who thinks his beers were mixed up. I know. Which, so that's why I feel like it's that okay that I'm changing them. it to what Doc said. Because <laughs> okay. I'm not just stealing it. I He said that. I tasted it again. I was like, I think that's a Belgian Golden Strong. All so right. that's what I'm calling my left that's one. That's fine. Uh, maybe. It won't matter because that might not be right. Anyway, um, the middle one, I, I think it's a bourbon barrel aged something. So, what is that? Wood aged beer? Yeah. Is that the category? Yeah. So, I called the middle one not to, our, although I really do like your RIS call. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. that's a strong possibility. <laughs> but I'm going to stick that I think it's a wood aged beer. Okay. Is the parent category of that. And then the one on the right, which is the one I'm even more embarrassed about, I'm calling it a pale ale. I think it's a pale ale. It's my favorite style, and I and I still think I, I got it wrong. But I'm calling the one on the right a pale ale. So no, there we go, Moskowitz. Now we're going to find out how the, miserable we are. All you don't agree with any of them. But I want to change mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're all kind of not very I think good. it's a trumer or something. Which, which one do you think is a trumer? The last one. It's a, the, the one on the right. 
Pilsner. The one on your right. Yeah, JP yeah. says the Pilsner. Right? That's what I think it is. Yeah, yeah. that's what I think as well. I, I was saying Merson. I don't think so. It's not a Pilsner. I don't think it's Trumer. I think, okay, well, it's good. It's, it's not definitely trimmer, not true. It's, it's not fruity, but I don't right, think it's exactly. a pilsner. All right, I don't think so. I'll, I'll definitely amend mine to the okay. first one being gold, golden. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. going Belgian so gold strong. I, I was getting banana. That's why I was going with the, the German wheat. But yeah, now that yeah, as it warms up, the spiciness is dropping out of the right? malt, coming through a lot. But yeah. let's be clear: Belgian, uh, in no point uh, in its lifetime in this glass was it a fucking IPA, which is what I thought it was. Disagree that that was wrong. Well, I don't know. That's what you taste. Then you're right. Uh, <laughs> that's what my palate tasted. To you, yeah. that's what it was. After spicy Mexican food, uh, a bunch of sour beers, some IPA. I'm, I'm drinking the pupil from Society. Oh yeah, <laughs> not excuses. I'm just uh, all right. Just fact. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a Belgian Golden Strong. Yeah, but all right. All right. What do we got? Miles? All right, the one on the left is. Chimay, it's the triple. That is a Belgian triple. Belgian oh, triple. Did, who, did someone say that? Doc, Doc said it. Yeah. He, yeah. Said it. he said it. First he said triple. Yes. Then he switched to just no, Belgian no, Golden no, Strong. I, I kept it in the category. We only had one category. Is Belgian Golden Strong the category triples under? Yeah, it's, no. it's strong, yeah. Strong, strong, strong Golden. Strong Golden. Yeah. Strong golden. Yeah. So just, okay. All right. Doc got, gets one. There you go. Yeah, See, uh, that, that's what you're a, not going to fool me on. There's a spicy, like when it was colder, there's that. Sp- there's a spicy, yeah, but it was yeah. too sweet, and, and I, I keyed in on Saison from the spice, and then that's when, it. When it warmed up, now, it, it dried out a lot yes, more, that, and yes. that's, that's when I was going more towards triple on that one, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to miss the category on that one. So, <laughs> with John and I switching to Belgian Golden Strong, is that's not the parent. Uh, it's not the parent, but it's a sub of Belgian Strong. Yeah, yeah you're fine. It's it's yeah. the next one after Triple is Belgian Golden Strong. So we're all uh, in that. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want to switch to that, too. Right. right. <laughs> I, I'm, we'll see how it shakes out. I'm not right. necessarily going to accept that point. I just, I just wanted to clarify if what I ended up switching yeah. to was on, in the thing. Yes, it is. Okay. What yeah. did you say, JP? Saison? I said Saison, Saison. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was definitely And I almost got very spicy. I almost got yeah. swayed to that too because uh, it's serious like as it as it warms up the 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 sweetness comes through a lot. Yeah. Uh, but uh yeah, I I got a lot of spice character and, and especially yeah. on the taste. I'm right. like that's when it was cold the malt wasn't coming through. I said Belgian Pale mentioned Lefay. So I was all for IPA until you said Saison. IPA. And then I went, "All right, I don't agree with Saison, yeah. but I know I'm fucking wrong." Right. And it wasn't until Doc said the Golden Strong that I Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, which is, which is right. why, uh, just uh, to make a point, when you when you do beer judging, is why you shut up at the table until you fill out your score sheet. Uh, yeah. So just what we did, because yeah. you can easily be influenced by other people's right. idiotic comments. Right. So just so you know. <laughs> which happened to be accurate. Right. Well, right. yeah. But <laughs> and let them warm up. Idiotic, when when you're correct. done, then you hear the idiotic comment. The comments come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Middle. The middle one is Russian Imperial Stout. There we go. Nice. JP nailed that one. It yeah. is from Stone. A stone RA, and nice. and you know what? A a good example of it, even though I got right. it wrong. It's very uh, a cocoa coconut. Yeah. I was almost going with uh, Kona Brewing. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what. Yeah. But but it was too too rich and malty for that. So. There's a lot of dark crystal in there, which is what made me think RAS. Yeah. Okay. All right. So who else? Got, who got uh, stout? Because the category stout. I got RAS. I did. Yeah. You said uh, RAS as well. Yeah. You yep. specified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Tasty right. and beardy. Fail. Okay. And JP. Yeah, we already got that. Good looking out for JP, though. Somebody has to. I have his back. Yeah, somebody need, needs to. I need friends in this room. I'm not in that room. <laughs> so you still have no friends. He still needs so them. So technically, there right. are still he none still friends. still needs them. But what I said wasn't wrong. Right. No. Right. All right. Still accurate. All right. And Shut the one up, on the everybody. right. The one on the right is 
A Vienna lager. It's Sammy Boston lager. Wow. Uh, Tasty, you were closest, were closest, I think, with yeah, a Meritzen, calling out a Meritzen. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, close. A Vienna lager? Mm-hmm. A Vienna lager. No. So nobody got that one. No, it, it should be almost that color. It's what? listed in the BJCP guidelines as which. So as as Vienna, Vienna, reddish, yeah. I knew there would be arguments about the beer if we didn't go straight to the thing, so that's right. what Moscow uh, did. A Dosakis uh, is your go to. Vienna Lager. Okay. Listed nah. next to nah. the, uh, the Vienna Lager nah, from Boston nah. Did Beer. Did you call it uh, Pale Ale? Justin? I called it a Pale Ale. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, Which, so. like I said, this is my most embarrassing one because that's my favorite style of beer. Um, so we didn't do too bad on this, did we? Uh, I don't yeah, we know. Did. We did all right. I think I might have got one or 1. 1.2 or something. Right. Like well, what did Scott? You, all right. They said if we got one right, yeah. th- then we're doing good. You and I said two no, right man. is good. Anybody get two? None of us got two. Wow. None wow. of us got but two. But everyone got one. <laughs> but everyone got, and I only got one after changing my fucking vote. So, I'm about where well, no, so, IPA. So you would go to the Hall of Fame like Barry Bonds did with an action. Oh, <laughs> look too soon. You're batting. You're batting three, three, three. That's your 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 Hall of Fame, dude. Thank Come you, on, get JP. out of here. Thank you. I don't know anything about baseball, so I could be wrong. I still think it's a fun game. Uh, yeah, we, can, yeah we have a lot of styles we can do this with. <laughs> this could go on for years yeah. to see if we finally It's going to be it. funny when I finally pour you an IPA and you go, I'm going to say Belgian double. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, right, we, can, we can mess with this game a little bit too. Like we can do it first thing at the beginning of the show. And 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 see if our results vary depending on when in the show we do it, yeah. how our palates yeah, are doing, sure. things like that. Uh, so we can kind of screw with it a little bit. I have a comment. Yes. JP. Sam Adams Boston Lager is not listed in BGCP guidelines for Vienna Lager. It's not Boston Lager, is it? It is Boston. It's not? Yeah, no. I didn't think the Boston it's Lager. Oh, I thought you. I didn't know you Vienna said Lager Boston Lager. Lager. I thought you yeah. said it was a Vienna Lager no, no, no. from Boston Beer Great Company. Great Lakes, Elliot Ness, uh, Boulevard, Bob's, Negro Modelo, Old Dominion, oh, Gordon Biersch Vienna Lager, Captain Wisconsin, Capital Wisconsin Amber, Old Saratoga Lager, Pin Pilsner. Moskowitz. What the hell? Well, so that one doesn't matter. Now we're up to 50%. <laughs> yeah. Now everybody yeah. got 50%. Yeah. I thought you said Sam Adams Vienna Lager. I thought it was. Uh, I, said too, yeah. I didn't hear Where you I'm say Boston Where Lager. Where is it? God damn it, Moskowitz. God damn it, he's right. Cream style. Well, I mean, I don't want to. One of these times, you're going to give us all the same style of beer, but there's going to be so different. But I mean, we're going to be looking for something different. And we're not right. That, that would I mean, be it's, fucked it's up. Techn- right. It's it's sp- styled after Vienna style lager. A hoppy one. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. yeah, supposedly, but I I wouldn't. But it's I wouldn't call it. But it's not lager. listed like, in the guidelines. Right. You're so right. like Blue Moon yeah. is styled after a craft beer. <laughs> Five demerits. Wait, is so, it? Damage. Moscow at Sam Adams is all over these guidelines, but not the Boston Lager. And that's, yeah, forgive me. That's my mistake. I thought, Chasey, didn't we taste Boston <laughs> Lager on, on, on Brewing with Style? I swear to God, uh, I bought I Boston Lager for that. that. Wow. My I don't know where I was this morning. <laughs> Nick Hope. <laughs> A good way to do this, this one is to do the same three beers in the beginning of the show and then rearrange them and do the same three oh, beers yeah, at the end of the show. Oh, man. And see how your taste buds right. get screwy? Because that's awesome. I feel like a good way to do this game is a different company who can play by the rules and follow all the guidelines. Right. I feel like we want to play this game we just never play it again. Well, you know, taste buds go up with the compensation. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't yeah, know if it needs to be a different company, just someone who can read what, what beers for. are listed on no, the DJCP style. but this is what the Brewing Network does. Everything that we do. 
And I've been trying. Sponsor the I'm going to stop shaking it. JP I've been trying to Bruce. shake this stigma for ten years. You got to. I'm just going to start to embrace hey, it. Uh, we're here, still, still here after ten years. <laughs> Another. Yeah. All right. Well, we still wouldn't actually have gotten it right, would we have? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm saying we should just embrace. Even uh, with its failure, this game was really entertaining. Thank you. (laughs) We can draw anything. As somebody coming from the outside who did not play, I found this spot on entertaining. Because you guys are stupid. (laughs) We are stupid. Don't worry. In this week's meeting, I will come up with another game that makes us look stupid. I I am full of games that make us look stupid. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, Can't wait. Can we do it? Oh, no. But we're just too late. Never mind. Quick comment from the chat for you, John. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> go home. Beer Beard, who, whose real name is Ryan, apparently, uh, says, please give a shout out to John, telling him I'm looking forward to working with him on my salty semen goes oh, at Free Will yes. Brewing. Actually, that was a... <laughs> it was a very, that? very tasty ghost. Oh, yeah? yeah um, that uh, won a competition, a, a German beer competition in Philadelphia. I, he gave me, he oh, gave me one. I haven't, I haven't drank it yet, but I have one in my refrigerator. You know Ryan and his salty semen ghost? Yes, I do. It's, a, it's quite the label. <laughs> Ryan, actually, yes. oh. Ryan actually sent it to, to Doc to make sure we all get it, but it's not going to happen. I didn't even judge this competition. My partner was down there, and his, his, he hates that style. And he picked it, which means it was extra good. <laughs> So what's the deal? You're, it's a pro am thing. You're going to brew it at the brewery, or well, yeah, he won a, a competition. We're going to brew it for next year's. Uh, it's a German beer celebration at the German Society of Philadelphia. Nice, yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. Excellent. All right. Well, he wanted us to give you a shout out for. He's looking forward to it. Oh yeah, I, I have something for for JP. Uh, a good friend of mine, David Wood from Baron Hill, said you need to suck it. I do. <laughs> I do need to. Can you go in the bathroom, or is that a like a public thing? No, our bathroom gets really weird. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. Okay, no. listening. Yeah, people they're not into things in there. Don't you do look things straight in ahead, and it's fine. That's yeah. right. Everything I, I, be fine. I'm, I'm a normal human. I read the comics. Yeah. When I pee. Yeah, well, I, you know, there's a piece missing yeah, from the, the Garfield. Garfield was really funny today. There is. Someone ripped out the. That's just a fucked up thing to do. <laughs> just take one square from the comics. It happens all the time. <laughs> well, You're like, yeah, and you know what else? Fuck you. Someone's holding his just you don't get the one hand line. and whipping out a razor blade and going. Shh. Wow. <laughs> hey, Justin, can you even read the comics and no. the sports page? Not without my glasses. So did you bring your glasses in there? No. How could you see the guy's dick then? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I wasn't looking at the guy's dick. I was. It just thank like you, Tasty. <laughs> it, the perception was that I was dick looking, but I was phone looking. Yeah. Dick. Well, well he okay. took a picture because his phone camera could see the dick clearly. Yeah, well, that was an accident. He's going like this on it. Look, <laughs> look, look he was in a telescoping act. Go out there and get the guy because we need to know how much coverage there was for the wiener. We need to know these things. Well, he did, clearly he didn't feel there was enough coverage. Me- meanwhile, there's a barrier. He was shorter than Doc. He was below the. There was no way I could see through the barrier. I hope that this will end up on Yelp Are tomorrow. Are we still talking yeah. about this? Yeah. I yes. had a guy yes. take yes. a photo of my wiener yeah, and right. bathroom. That'll, it'll be our worst Yelp review ever. Yeah. Great beer, creepy owners, yeah. wiener lookers. <laughs> wiener <laughs> yeah, it's a new it's a new Yelp descriptor. <laughs> the, the title wiener be, lookers. Checkbox. You can you the can title be what you looking yeah. at. The wienery level. It'll be like this face with like eyes. Oh, <laughs> that's the emoticon. Yes. Uh, um, okay, so online one. You know, and the eyes are looking down to the left. I have Johnny. Who we spoke to earlier, who may or may not have had like twelve beers. No, let's go home. Call the wrong number. Yeah. Hi, Johnny. Hey. <laughs> how you, how you feeling? 
Hey. Yeah. Say, hey. You got to work tomorrow? Negative. Is your wife around? Not married. Girlfriend? Shocking. Oh. Nope. Dog? I'm sorry. She just drinking alone? Is your head? Is your forehead on the table? He's not drinking alone. He's drinking with us. Well, that's a good point. How many beers? That's yeah, and what are you doing right now? Like stacking all your beers? Doing some weird stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm digging my way out of the basement. I can't do it. Are you on the floor? <laughs> no, I'm standing up. Oh, you're about to. Puke. I'm in my kitchen <laughs> drinking beer. You're about to throw up, though. How many beers? You can hear it in your voice. That's what I thought. He's standing up diagonally. No, I'm not about to throw up. I'm, it's just because I'm drinking. Are you swaying back and forth? He's a crier when he drinks, apparently. Did you just watch Steel Magnolias? <laughs> nope. Yeah, you should. You'll cry. Roadhouse. You can watch this. <laughs> just, watch, just watch Roadhouse. And I'm crying. It's the scene where he ripped out his neck. Actually, like, I just got to the point where I stopped drinking my bottle conditioned homebrew out yeah. of a glass and yeah. just started drinking it out of the bottle. <laughs> I have to admit I've never been at that point. Oh. Well, you don't have well, that much homebrew. Good life. point. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, it's at the point where you don't really give a fuck if you get a little extra vitamin P. <laughs> vitamin P? Yeah. What's, uh, Bevo, what's the other line? Also, uh, drunk This is not a drunk of the week. It's uh, Brian from Boston. He was our runner-up for the NHC trip giveaway. He's called three times tonight. He wants to just, I think, thank us for the opportunity. His fiance cool. left him. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is that the story? Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I missed that, huh? That's hey, uh, Does he have a country song? Him. Do you have a country song you can sing for us? Johnny, hang tight for a second, okay? Oh. <laughs> wow. Johnny, go. Last release. Work on yeah. that. Johnny, don't hang up, all right? Just hang right there. Get a bucket. <laughs> that burp brought to you by Morbius. Right? He's yeah. speaking in burps. Brian, what's happening, man? Can you translate both? Hey. Hey, congr- hey how's it going? congrats on your on your win. I'm glad you're going to NHC. No, he didn't win. He was the runner up. I thought he said he wanted to thank us or whatever. Yeah, Just bend over well, you. It feels well, better. I, I wanted to thank Tasty for voting for me. Oh, okay. Oh, well, congrats uh, on your new single life. Yeah, yeah hey. Deserve it. Cool. <laughs> Freedom. Yeah, download well, Tinder. And, <laughs> and it's probably a good thing I didn't win because I've already drank all of the money I had saved for the wedding and oh. the little bit I got back from the ring. See, that's so. what's wrong is you drank your money. You're supposed to buy beer. And then so, so what happened? The, your girl just decided to uh, leave? Because you, cause you yeah, lost? Yeah, it was it was weird. She See, I started brewing. She um, said, "Both of them, me or the beer." And oh. wow, fuck you! Is that really what she said? She said, "Me or the beer?" Uh, it came down to that. Yeah. Wow. All right, hey, yeah. Brian, hang on there one second. Let me get Johnny on the line here. Hey, Johnny, you still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Johnny, listen. Brian is on the other line here, and his fiance left him because he was—he's a home brewer. What advice do you have for Brian? Find a better woman. <laughs> Sound advice. That's not bad. I, I, I'm, I'm working on it. He's, he's already working I'm, on it. I'm still looking for one myself. When you find one, let me know. When you figure out how to find another woman, you call me back and you let me know. <laughs> RussianBradsForHicks.com. <laughs> it's amazing. Check it out. Works for me. Avita's coming soon. 
Kentucky Craft Beer and Brides. Oh, Every Saturday. <laughs> Wisconsin well, Blue Moon and Brides. Drunk, I fell and went diagonal and busted my glasses. Oh, I remember that I phone this call. Was you guys. I knew I recognized oh, yeah. your drunken voice. That's why I said he's standing diagonal. Yeah. Okay, Brian, what advice do you have for Johnny about being as drunk as he is? Uh, keep it up, keep it up, buddy. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. But if he can't find a good woman, what's that going to do for him? I definitely think that like Johnny gives the best advice out of these two. Yeah, he yeah. dispenses well, stage he, wisdom. If he keeps calling in every week, he gets to talk to Bevo, a good woman. Mm. Oh, Actually, that's very nice. She's really not all that good. Bebo, <laughs> you are flattered by the creepiest things. <laughs> oh, that's so I'd sweet. Like that's because right I work be with you guys and I don't get flattered very often. Oh, my God. He called in drunk just to talk to me again. <laughs> Meanwhile, flashback four years ago. I fucking hate this because everyone who calls in is drunk and all they want to do is hit on me and it's so gross. But they I never said, said that. <laughs> he just whirled around to look at Bevo. Yeah. It's amazing what four years of lowering your standards will do. All right, Johnny, you are drunk of the week, my friend. Uh, Bevo will send you a prize. We'll send you a prize. Good work, Johnny. All right, brother. She's going to send you a selfie. You win. Right, no, thank you, Johnny. And so, Brian, what's the what's the plan? How about a little adult friend finder in in the middle of it? Like, uh, you no, know, Ember. Uh, not uh, Tinder. Ember. Tinder. <laughs> Ember was the one we invented at yeah, the break. Yeah. Which was like people. Tinder for old people. Right. We <laughs> wanted to be Ember. Yeah. Hold on, we still need to burning we bright. Tell everybody about it. Yeah. That's their right. Ember, we're still burning bright. Before the flame goes out. Francis. Yeah. We could still <laughs> stoke our flame. That's what it is. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you yeah. blow on it, I'll pop right back. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. An ember. Uh, blow on an ember? Right. Ember, you bring the medication. No, I'll the, uh, bring your oxygen tank. <laughs> I think we need ember, a website. Don't work. bring your oxygen tank. <laughs> uh, Brian, how long were you with the with the broad who uh, who left you? Not long enough, I guess. Oh, wait. Years. Hang on, I turned you down. Say it again. Five and a half years. Oh, wow. So whose idea was it to give, a, give the ring? Mine... All right. That was a question. Yeah. So, what do you think about you know hitting some of the dating sites that are more just for hooking up for a little while, just to you know you got a, you had five years of backup. I love yeah, some of that uh, jism you got locked up. Ne- wow. Yeah, that's that not a great idea. Yeah, there's never been a better. I, I got Tasty's never the subtle. Wow. Like it's never like unload the tension. I feel like every like just recently, but every time Tasty says something, in, at least once in a show, I just want to take my headphones off. What? Do you remember when uh, I, t- I think so, last time I. Just nothing about you. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> there was that. Type. Suck it, JP, or suck it, Schumann was how the original phrase was supposed to be invented. Uh, yeah. And we were on our way to a remote broadcast, and I said to Tasty, I said, Tasty, I want you during the show to say uh, suck it, Schumann, because we're gonna we're gonna create this. This is gonna be a phrase. I think it was a celebrator <laughs> event, actually. No, it was at the uh, meadery in Los Angeles. Oh, oh Sunny yeah, Hill. the rabbit's foot. Rabbit's foot. Yeah. Okay, all right. So we go out there. That was one of our remotes for oh it. Was, my God. It was a remote. So we go out there and we do it, and Tasty's like, I got this, no problem. And whenever, <laughs> Schumann, whenever Schumann comes out of the air, Tasty goes, Suck a dick, Schumann. <laughs> And it was just so like he never has the subtle part. He just goes right to the. I, know, I think I think it was like, why don't you suck on it? No, no, he went. He yeah, definitely just, was the D word. It was straight. There was no mystery. Uh, that's funny. I remember that. 
he doesn't have he doesn't have time for subtlety. He anymore. has no time. Yeah, right. listen, time is running I don't out. I don't follow directions very well either. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah, that anyway. dirty old yep. man thing down pretty good. Didn't I? <laughs> so Brian, back to Brian here. Um, I don't know. Try a little Tinder, a little adult friend finder. Like you know, get yourself out there. You know, AdamandEve.com. There has never been a better time to be single. I'm I'm jealous of you, Brian. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> That's the guy who just what got engaged. Yeah, there's, on purpose. There's still hope. There's still hope. <laughs> hope she's not listening. Hey. Yeah, the hope is that she's not <laughs> no, listening. No, it's, it's not so bad out there. Don't hurry into anything. <laughs> Cougar something or other. Cougar. All yeah. right, I'm wishing you luck, Brian. <laughs> what? I'm wishing you luck. How old are you? Uh, I'm 26. Oh, geez. oh, oh my god, man. No, you're, you're time golden. ticking, man. Well, hang on. We're not. We're not. Yeah. We're not done yet. Uh, how are things? How are things going? Are you a big load, or uh, you stay kind of fit? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. How are you? <laughs> are you fat? <laughs> if you got game, you know what we're talking uh, about. I, I'm a chef, so oh, you're fat. Yeah, big so you look like uh, the rest of us. <laughs> and then, so you're, I can see your fiance is like, oh, well, he's going to start drinking, so in two years he's going to be even fatter I'm than he is. I'm out. Can, are you, can you talk slow and low? Yeah, that works for me. Do you have jokes? No. Mm. <laughs> Are you a musician mm. at all? I'm sorry? Are you a musician at all? Can you play any instruments? Are you rich? No. Are you an no. artist? Can you draw? <laughs> you You're rich. Are you balding? I'm a chef. <laughs> <laughs> so you okay. can cook. All right, so you can cook. So you can cook. Yeah, that's something. How's, you... the, how's the hairline? Uh, it's good for now. Okay, all right. Do you know that Blue Moon is brewed by Ford? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so you're not an idiot. I'll I feel it. like okay. maybe, yes, no. all right, so maybe Brian didn't win the ticket to NHC. Yeah. But he could be our first BN makeover. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I we, love it. Where we bring him down and we get him all polished up and we get him ready to get some vag. You know what I'm saying? Bevo, are you with me? <laughs> yes. And by with me, I mean available on uh, <laughs> September 3rd. Yeah. Because, well, this uh, is a badge. Uh, so. <laughs> you know, get your vagina ready. You know what I mean? You know what we mean? By vagina, did you get it? You know by what I mean? Some, we mean you. Like intercourse. Yeah. So, yeah. Brian, I'm, I'm oh thinking we God. can help out here. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. Do you have Brian's email already, Beef? I don't. I don't. All right. Send an email to Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. I'm going to think about You're this. I'm not it. committing to anything right now, Wait, Brian. Well, Brian hasn't committed but, but to anything I'm, either. I'm right. going to think about it. Oh, he has no choice. If I commit, he's committed. He's in. Yeah. Where, where does Brian live? Where do you live, Brian? Boston. Yeah, East Coast. Boston. Okay. Boston. Maybe we can get Sam oh. Adams to uh, sponsor our first BN makeover. Uh, he's definitely a long shot. Now, the sound of it. We, <laughs> my question is, are we making him over to look like a human, or are we making him over to look like one of you guys? I think we're just trying to get huh. laid. Yeah, thank you, John. Yeah. So stop overthinking. Us. We're just trying to get the guy laid. I have a well, feeling you I just think we'll just get his match.com thing going. Like, what if on, too much work. we can make him over on, like, Wednesday and Thursday? And then for Saturday, like, we can Tinder him up. Yeah, we can pick some, like, So that we can go, go to that bar yes. and watch the results. I so we would this. fly out and there. commentate. No, 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 no. We fly him to San Diego. But, or or, or just out here, we can take him to Vinny's. Jesus. <laughs> well, he'd get laid. I don't, yeah. I mean, I want to get him laid. I don't want to give him herpes. Right. <laughs> we don't need him to take anything extra back with him. <laughs> That's right. Like crabs. Right. Well, you can get rid of that. <laughs> I feel like in Boston, it can't be that hard to find a girlfriend. 
Uh, listen, well, that's not the point, that. JP. It's not? No. Oh, what's the point? Us helping. Oh, are we helping? Yes. Have we ever helped anyone in the history of Everness ever? I think we're very helpful, Brian. I think you're helpful, too. See? Great. I mean, we started by calling him a fat load, and now yeah. we're trying to help him. Yeah. we got to tear him down before you build him back up. That's Good. right, Beardy. Yeah. His yeah. food probably sucks anyway. He probably All right. Hey, Brian, send me your email. Thank you. Send me... Three photos of yourself that you think you look really good in. With Two clothes chicken. on, Brian. <laughs> Two with pants. I don't care about the top. With pants. With the top. With, with pants. pants. <laughs> right. is a ladies' woman. Do you have your homework? I, I have my homework. And uh, can you guys like? Too can you guys follow me on Instagram? Is that cool? Yeah. What's the? Go ahead. Give us the name. At B Angolia. A N G O L I A. Nope. All right. Not going to happen. All right, Brian. Send Bevo an email with the three picks, and uh, I think we're going to take care of this. I think we're going to have our first BN makeover. It's going to be fantastic. Thanks, brother. All right. Uh, let's finish up this Twitter game and um, I I know, look at the guy head over to Vinny's hey, and catch Herbie's. Justin, if this works out, <laughs> we can start a whole new side business. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. We're trying to do that, right? It's like well, because that. it's beer douches for babes. It's yeah. like uh, we have to, that's what we're going to start. Beer douche makeovers. This is we could have our own like, website. What's that other website? Douchebags with hot chicks or hot yes. chicks with douchebags? This is oh. douche beer. So I'll, don't worry. I'll work on the marketing. Hot girls with beer fatties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. I don't have to do any more sit-ups. I did 12. I think this show is complete crap. I think you guys are pigs and you need to get the hell off the air. Thank you. We're not even on the air. <laughs> so that, that, that was easy. <clears throat> All right. What was our Twitter game? Uh... Our Twitter game was, uh, I want to know what Tasty's dreaming about when he's uh, taking a nap in the studio and supposed to be listening to the show. Oh, I like this one. I think it's pretty good, right? Yeah. So, uh, William Bahoon says that Tasty's probably uh, dreaming about whether or not Rehypnol counts as an adjunct in brewing. Okay. Might be. According to We know what his next dream is going to be about. Austin says he's not dreaming. He's... Nah, he's not dreaming. He's actually dead this time. <laughs> I can only hope. I mean, not that you're dead, but that you do it on air. That's right. all. That's what oh, I that's But violently. Not, like, with one side, it'd be kind of boring. <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh, what, if that's, what if that's the end? Right. Can you imagine? Just, well, then, of course, as we know, I'll shit my pants. Yeah, it'll be a sigh followed by an awful stench. All right, Tasty, I'm just going to admit no, this right gonna, now. You know, it's going to be, okay, we're taking In a break, Tasty, and, and he just doesn't wake up. Not, no sigh, no nothing. We're just like, uh, uh. But here's what I want to admit about that. And I want it on the record now and for you to hear it so, forever, that, when, forever and ever. so that when the cops ask me later, they know that we agree. You have the correct button on? If you... If you do just... To expire. Like in the show. middle or beginning of the show, right. I, we're going to continue the show. <laughs> yeah. like, like all the way... Break. Like I'm not calling... To be evening at the Berg Network. Oh, I will no. not call the coroner until the end of the program. And, uh-huh. and we get so I don't ask, want to get arrested for that. And we I'm get just, to ask him questions. So, Tacey, would that be okay? <laughs> yeah, okay I agree to that Can uh, I now, artistic you. license. I will, I'll make this exception. If you're like... If it's obvious that you're dying, you're like grabbing for your heart, and there's yes, if there's a chance to save you. But if you're clearly like gone, gone. Well, what if they come on and say, "Yeah, he's dead right now"? How how about this? Oh, can we finish the show? No, because if I call them, they're going to want to take you away. No, we just have him sign. Just tell him. No, we have him sign. He agreed to sit there. Here's the agreement. He's yeah, he's going to finish the show. There's a piece of paper called a DNR. (laughs) 
Do no, not resuscitate. No, 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 no. I'm no, saying no, no, no. if there's a chance to save him, no. I will resuscitate. Do not sure. resuscitate. We just, we just Doug, you're taking it farther than me. Yeah, yeah. No, we need to keep him at so, least until the next NHC. We can do like I, a weekend in Bernie. We're not thing. making a stuff <laughs> with him. Uh, so, so I vow to save you if there is anything of to course. save. But if, if you're clearly gone... We're just going to carry on. Yeah, well, we need something to you know show the paramedics that I don't need. Yeah, we'll we'll have our lawyers draw that up. But I I would like to state for the record I called dibs on puppeteering. (laughs) Right, right. Weekend at Bernie's. That's got to happen for the rest of the show. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are we good with this? Change my position. (laughs) Yeah, just every now and then. Yeah, we just got to move you around. (laughs) That's how I'm going to stay out of jail. It's just to move you around. Then Moscow could keep playing that little. That little clip. Exactly. Uh, what do you think of that, Tasty? See, we'll be like, we, how could we know he was dead? He was talking the whole time. Oh, We're just real dumb. We, we didn't even know about like usual. All right, what was the last one? Uh, the, la- the last one was he's not dreaming. He's actually dead this time. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Scott Thompson says uh, he's probably dreaming about his younger days, you know, during the paleo- Paleolithic era. <laughs> uh, uh, our good pal Sugar Valley Brewer is back with oh. this one. Uh, he says, oh, you mean besides Bevo's ass? Oh, good call. So he call. hasn't had a Bebo's ass joke in a long time. No, but he sure knows when to slide it in there. Yeah, he does. Uh, Gregory England says, I like them French fried potatoes. That's what he's dreaming about. What? what? He's like, he, now he's the... Sling blade. He's sling blade? He's dreaming, apparently. Why is he sling blade? You gotta ask Gregory England. Okay. I don't know. I can't answer. Uh, Von Bruski says he's thinking about the Roaring Twenties and how his story of illegally brewing Janice Brown during Janice Prohibition Brown? is told through the Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Uh, Greg Hack writes, wait, Tasty's still on the show? <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, our friend Blobberglop says, uh, sharing tasty cookies with a rebrow- rebound lady that had just failed a Tinder date in the next room. Ah, uh, very... Uh, very, timely. Very, very timely. Conditions yeah. are perfect. Well, I give it to uh, the dead one. Because it got us uh, all excited about Tasty Dying. From Austin. He's not dreaming. He's actually dead this time. That's our winner. All right. And then just for good juju, I hope you live a long time, Tasty. Well, thank you. Yeah. All right. It's a long time, an hour or whatever. <laughs> At least until next Give Monday. Give me a few weeks. I got a heavy schedule this time. <laughs> right. You got a lot to do. Yes. Uh, well, take it easy, will you? Are we done? We're done. We are done. All right. Uh, John, thanks for coming in. Sure. All the way from Pennsylvania. You can go to freewillbrewing.com. Is that right? Yep. And check it all out. Go to the brewery. You have a tasting room there for people to go to? Yep. Tap room. Okay. And then can you find out where the beer's for sale right on the website? Not really. No. (laughs) (laughs) Just call. We don't track it. (laughs) You want to give your cell phone number? They can just call you direct? (laughs) No. 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 Address, Uh, they can just stop by and ask. (laughs) Uh, Well, listen, if your local doesn't have it, go ask for it because the beer is awesome, especially the sour beer. Uh, although, i got to say, the wit. I don't know if I've ever recommended a wit to anybody, but I recommend your wit. Well, Blue Moon. It was a hell of a... Blue Moon, yeah. a, Well, his is... Cr- never mind. <laughs> his says everything it's supposed to say with no omissions no on the bottle. How about that? Sure. Is that safe to say? I didn't know I had to go all the way to Pennsylvania <laughs> to go get it. I don't or know. Massachusetts. How Sorry. many calories are there? I, I, I feel misled now. Yeah. I thought ca- beer has no calories, but yeah. apparently it, it does. Omit- it's omitted... See, John? Wow. Fucking asshole. Wow, what a dick. <laughs> oh, rhetoric. So often misused. <laughs> gotta laugh, right? Yeah, right. That's all I care what about. What did you learn on the show tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Have, have a logistic argument. I don't give a shit. As long as I got a chuckle, I'm all right. All right, John. Thank you once again. Uh, JP, get us out of here, will ya? What am I driving? Oh, the plugs, yeah.
And then you could drive us, too. All right. Later, kids. See you next week. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. John from Free Will Brewing in Pennsylvania came in and brought some killer sour beers. Thanks for making the trip. Got a homebrew label that you want everyone to know about? Enter it into the National Homebrew Label Awards at homebrewlabelawards.com and win some cool things and stuff and things like that. Follow JP on Twitter at Major Jip, and if you are any kind of Disneyland or Disney World fan, support his new endeavors, Cub Ears. Go to getcubears.com for the best way to find your Disneyland park style and customize that ratty-ass Mickey Mouse ear hat. Warren was slightly less hairy today, which is possibly the most interesting thing about him. For some good beer insight and homebrew info, follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McD. Production director on the session has been Pushy Jack. Today's show has been produced by Scott Moskowitz. JP was applying for lawyering schooling. Bevo was crashing target.com. And your host was Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the winning web. Great deed great as his charity.